Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Okay. We are being recorded. Northwest New York, is that, is, oh, muted again, okay. Um. Anyway, staying in the here and now, but you know what that does for me? It kind of breaks, because my, my mind can start spinning, and I can start going off into areas, and I get scared, and I get, or I get um, angry, and I, you know, if I just say to myself, right now, this is what you're doing right now, it kind of well, it's like, a, it's like a hobby. Yeah, well, it kind of cuts that. It cuts it. It just cuts it. And if I keep doing it, if if I'm really, my brain really wants to go somewhere that scares me, if I just keep saying that over and over and over, my brain finally gives up and stays in the here and now. And that is. So you're you 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 do AA? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, are you still active drinker? I I I haven't had a drink for thirty seven years. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it almost killed me. I uh, yeah. had full blown, full blown hospitalization for a few months. Yeah, it almost killed me. It's been yeah. three year, three and a half years. I haven't touched a drop, and and I'm back, back to the old, back to the old Joe. Good for you, Joe. Good for you. It really helps. AA helps, you know. Um, it, and that's where I learned this. You know, be here now. I mean, there was a book written about 30 years ago, Be Here Now. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I that, never did a, a, I did it all by myself. Yeah, good for you. Had I had to. I had to, to, you know. And what helped a lot was to stay in the hospital because it dried me out. Yeah. But once I was dried out, the, the mere smell of alcohol just got, you know, got me ill. Isn't so, that it's good. And plus now I noticed, uh, when I talk to people or go to parties and, and people are drinking, the way they act just really turns me off. I know. Once you stop drinking, um, what is this? All of a sudden we've got somebody. Don't do that, whoever you are who just came in and gave. Oh, man. The call just. Okay, don't take us to another call. I don't know who you are, Internet before cats, but you are. You don't get to do that. Um, come in here and advertise another call? No. Not now. Um, anyway. What is that? What is that on the chat? Yeah. Yeah, my computer's busy right now. Yeah. No, it was um, Internet before cats. I don't know quite what that means, but um, but I just li- went on to that link, and um, just a minute, I'm getting a call. Hold on, guys. Hold on. So, Brian, what uh, part of the island are you from? I'm in Nassau County. Where, whereabouts? More oh, there you are. There you are. Can you hear me? Yeah. Cool. 
I was asking Brian what uh, part of uh, uh, Long Island he was from. From Oyster Bay. Okay, so you're here on the north. Very affluent, very nice area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what kind of uh, what kind of stuff are you experiencing? Um, it was the V2K. It was, uh, I guess, uh, remote monitoring. And uh, um, I don't know if I, you know, I was told I had implants. Um, but right now, I, you know, at this very moment, I can't even be sure. But someone else says it's back telepathy. I had a, uh, I had two brain MRIs, and they were normal. Um, I had uh, I had all the testing done. Linda wanted me to do. I mean, you know the you know, the blood testing. I had five blood tests on the other day. You know, oh, good. Just, I, yeah, I had the immunoglobulin. Uh, yeah. I had yeah, the the lymphocytes, and also the um, check to see that DNA damage. So I'm gonna find out about that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm. Uh, I mean, at this very moment, I'm I'm okay in my body, but I'm still going with the. Uh, Stresses in my head, and you know the voices never go away. They go, well, you know. I mean, you know, whatever. I haven't had much sleep. Well, in those what, what what I found, um, I was I was exposed to um, huge overdoses over a very long time period of magnetic uh, resonance, and um, I have permanent uh, tinnitus and. Um, what it is is the, the the hippocampus in the front, you know between between the lobes of your brain, kind of on top towards the front, it becomes uh, dis attenuated. It's not attenuated like it's not set on zero, and that could be that could turn out to be permanent, or you can do things to re attenuate it. And there's I tried green tea. There's a chemical compound in it called e, uh, ECGC, something like that. Um, four letters, it's, it's a big old word. But that compound, and it helped quite a bit for a while. You know? um, That's interesting, but, Joe. Did you say it re-stimulates the hippocampia? It re-attenuates it. Yeah? It, it, it'll set it back to zero. Yeah. Huh. So, so you don't have that ringing. Um, That's interesting. But, but yeah. I was so overexposed. Now I don't know if you would listen to Ella's call last night. Did yeah, you yeah. listen? To, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, she's very. She has. I don't know. She seems to have no patience with me. But uh, the gentleman that I did get to speak to yeah. affirmed that I. I, I said to him, I said, I have everything. Everything you everything you just told us we should be doing, I've done and I have. I just can't get the MDs to sign off. Yeah. All I ever get is, well, I never saw anything like that before. Your your heart is okay. Your vascular is okay. Your brain is okay. Everything is okay. So, but my primary had told me, I have told her my concerns and my primary told me she goes Joe it's a fleeting phenomenon when it happens it affects you and leaves behind no evidence and it's very hard to detect and she was being quite honest and she recognized 
She says no one will sign off on it because it hasn't got even got a diagnosis code. And um, people are reluctant to go near the subject because of that, because of large industry. Because, you know, the fear, you know. Uh, now, I, I know a researcher, she works for the state um, Department of Environmental Health. And she's, she's a researcher. She specializes in um, electromagnetic um, radiation, both uh, ionizing and non-ionizing. And we'll sit and have a conversation for like a good half hour. And she always wants to know more. And she hmm. says, yes. She says, um, the she knows the uh, field that I worked in, you know, and she goes, well, you were, you were working in parameters that were way, way, way too high. She says, it's true. Anything over two or three is, you, you shouldn't be around. And uh, they're telling me. Are we talking about that, EMF? What are we talking about? Anything yeah. Over two and three? yeah, I'm just talking about, yeah, EMF, yeah. right, right. That, yeah. Well, I was working in manholes with, uh, you know, six-inch wide cables crisscrossing. Mm-hmm. And uh, if 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 it was 20, I could only spend about a half hour and then have to come out for a while and then go back in, you know, to recover. I was in my apartment last, uh, uh, about a, a, a year, two years ago, and I was bedridden. For a year and a half, I was in anywhere from 150 to 300. It's like I was either on the couch or or the bed. And so I have physical, you you know, physical, you could take pictures of mm-hmm. him. And, and the same thing, dermatologists, vascular, uh, the dentists said the teeth, teeth decay from the outside in. Yours is decaying from the inside out. So I never saw anything like that. Yeah. So, it, and you can always tell when you're being overexposed if you have fillings that just start popping out, like, all at the same time, mm-hmm. like, within the same few weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're not using meters or anything, you better buy one. <laughs> but, anyway, getting back to Elena Call, they, that's, 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 that's the stumbling point right now. Everything else is doable. That's the stumbling point is getting a medical diagnosis code for electromagnetic overexposure, whether it be RF, microwave, you know, electric or magnetic. That's a stumbling block. That's all there is to it. It's you know what, Joe? Maybe um, getting uh, getting looked at or getting documentation from a university uh, doctor or, or clinic that is not related to private practice because they might be interested, you know, if they see something well, there's, unusual. There's a there's a Dr. Gollum, G-O-L-U-M-B, University of San Diego, and she's doing a volunteer study on markers for electro-hypersensitivity. And she's looking for volunteers. And I already volunteered. Hmm. So you might want to look up her name 
and uh, check that out because that's exactly what you're talking about. Well, yeah, because I don't think the regular doctors, either they're not equipped to, to study this, this level of damage or they're not willing, so for whatever reasons, but maybe universities would be interested because they're, in, they're always doing research. See, you said an important word, regular doctors. Now, yeah. if, if we were to go to, let's say, an Air Force yeah. specialist that studies ER, uh, ERM, uh, EMR, he would take one look at me or someone similar to, you know, the effects that I've had, and it would take him about three seconds, look at it, and say, that's from blah, blah. Yeah. He would know exactly what it is because those yeah. are the doctors that know all about it. Or, yeah. Nat, or the physicians at NASA, the researchers at NASA, they know about it, but they're not. It hasn't filtered down to our general, you know, population. Well, let me say something. The EPA knew in 1990 they came out with a report, with a draft report, and then they got clobbered um, by the computer companies, the, the cell phone companies, and the military to to modify their report considerably. But in 1990, they said these, these electromagnetic fields are dangerous and that we should, you know, exercise prudent caution to distance ourselves, as opposed to you, Joe, who was in your living room being soaked with 300 milligrams of EMFs. That's horrible. Um, yep. Um, and that, you know, uh, we've known about it for a long time. It's just that nobody, it keeps getting... Um, Shuffled in the, you know, put it up on the shelf. It just, it's, it's a very hard thing for anybody to address because it's all about money. You know. When the the, the last night that I stayed there, mm-hmm. um, it was it, it it was aggressive and it was um, a, an escalation because uh, I would I would find points that in in where I was living. Mm-hmm. That was safe to stay in, and uh, being that it was an apartment, they would just keep uh, person would keep bringing more equipment in until the whole area was covered. And the only place I got low readings was in, of course, the bathtub. So my last night I spent sleeping in the bathtub, and my knees went over the top of the bathtub. You know, like the top. Right. Of the edge, right. I woke up in the morning with the most excruciating pain in my kneecaps. I was fine otherwise. And it, it just goes to show you that, you know, how adaptable your body can be. Yeah. Yeah, or how much they can hurt. Um, I did yeah. read. I, I don't. Uh, I don't always agree with what Don Grebe says, but I do think, according to something I was reading today, um, they were talking about it is a good idea to have a a meter that uh, oh, yeah. um, you know um, can read electromagnetic fields because what kind of meter? Well, uh, I have I have a tri-field meter um, that that addresses electromagnetic fields from two two different levels and then also electric and microwave. Tri-field meter will, will um, read all of those if they leave your meter alone and let it normally read what's really there. Um, 
but they were talking about that. It is important, you know? You know something, Linda? Um, um, when I had first um, called, um, now I'm in New York, so mm-hmm. we have what's called Con Edison. That's our electric company. Mm-hmm. I had them come, a manager, two supervisors, and a craftsman came to, because I told them, of the re- they actually came to my house and did readings. Mm-hmm. And they said that my meter uh, was calibrated wrong. Cal- it wasn't calibrated. Mm-hmm. So I did a calibration test, very specific calibration test. My meter was perfect. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't, when they were taking their readings with their equipment, they couldn't get out of that apartment quick enough. You know what I mean? Wow. So don't try to bull bull, you know, throw me a bunch of bull. Now, in measuring the um, the uh, non-attenuation, the, uh, what, what word did I just say? It was calibrated. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know how to calibrate it. I know, I, I know how to measure proper calibration. It hasn't changed since the day I got it. It's gotten beaten up. It's gotten letters worn out. So now I ordered a new one from less EMF about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And the readings are not the same as the original one I bought about four years, five years ago before wow. this stuff really hit the fan. So I'm wondering, is less EMF actually, you know what I mean? Are they? Are you wondering if they're doing correctly? What I'm saying is, they're 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 lowering the calibration on the equipment to make it seem like it's not as high as it really is. Because I I just bought a brand new one. Yeah. And and I had a reading of seventy five in a spot. Mm -hmm. I took the new one. I put it right next to the old one. The old one said seventy five. The new one said like thirty. Hmm. So, um, so then I I said, all right, let me try to calibrate it, mm-hmm. and I calibrated the one that I knew was good. Calibration, I set it to hundred. Okay, calibrated hundred. Set the new one to hundred. Calibrated seventy. So I don't even trust these companies now. Because uh, I, I I have the capability to make my own. So I'm just going to make it my own. Yeah. Perhaps less EMF is in on something. I would hope not because if they are, my goodness, um, their reputation, you know, kind of depends on this, you know. But yep. you can't trust anything, Linda, in this whole world today. Hardly anything. Well, that's so. I'm, I'm, afra- I'm afraid that I'm, I'm afraid of this now. Now, at first, I said, well, maybe the spring in the needle that controls the needle, maybe because it got so overused in my first place that it became hypersensitive. But that's not the case. Not the case at all. Of course, I still get that perfect calibration of 100 that I got the first day I got it. Because I have something that puts out 100 milligauss. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. 
and that, that's how I calibrate. You know. Do you happen to have a friend that has a meter that could go to that same location and check it out with a different meter, a third meter? Oh yeah, absolutely. You should do that. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. See what happens. But anyway, that's 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 the story, folks. And now that this is becoming more and more prevalent, he's selling. I, I bet you he's selling a lot more products, and maybe he's under pressure now from whomever is you know has the money or the influence or is, or is maybe they've threatened him. You know who knows what could be happening now. I think many people can be bought out too, Joe. Yeah. 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 So that's why I, 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 um, I'm sticking to my old equipment. I'm trying not to buy anything new, mm-hmm. newly made anymore. I guess I don't trust it. Yeah. I'm sorry to say. So I, I, I'd love to sit here and push everybody to buy a meter, buy a meter. But now the meters are compromised. If you're going to get a meter, get an old one. Use an old one. Well, I got maybe off eBay. There's an idea, but I also I got my Trifield meters off of Amazon, and also Electric Sense is a is a good site. He's a very honest, very dedicated man. He really has strong feelings about protecting ourselves from radiation and from all the EMFs. And he also has he refers actually mostly to other people to buy things, but he does have an EMF uh, meter for sale, or a um, tri-field for $127, and that's a pretty good price for a tri-field meter. Um, who is that? It's called Electric Sense, all one word, electric, S-E-N-S-E, dot com, and um, he's, he's got a very informative site. I think everybody might want to go read what he's got to say, because he's really very informative. Um, Thank you. He Thanks also has, if you join his little group, or his um, email group, he um, he will send you emails. But he has a variety of people that he brings in to speak. And, and I think he has a call on Thursday mornings. I'm not sure what the number is right now. But um, um, he has, like, everything from earthing. He believes in earthing. He believes in protecting yourselves against the frequencies with lead items, like if you got a laptop. Um, you know, protect yourself. Don't put it on your lap. Put it on a lead <laughs> plate, you know, or lead um, protective shield thing, which I do have, and I always use it with my laptop. But he, he's he got a good site. Good. You might want to, you know, you might want to take you, a look at Let me get a pen, and could you repeat the name of it slowly? Sure. Sure. Electric. Electric. Sense, all one word, S-E-N-S-E. Okay, one second. Let me... Uh... Just get this nice sure. and neat electric sense. Uh huh. Dot com and or Lloyd Burrell. B U R R E L L. B. Yeah. U R R E L L. U R R E L. Lloyd. Uh huh. Okay. And he. Um, that, that's with a double L. I put double L in. I think that's right. You'll get to him. Okay. You'll find him. Um, But if you Google those two things, you will find him. And he's got a lot of good information. And he's working at it all the time. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Sure. Another good source. Yeah. He's a great source. 
and I had um, I, I had a little trouble getting on the call tonight because I had changed my sign-in um, page, and so I had to recorrect that and get that changed, and I had to restart my computer, and everything that I had lined up for tonight got lost. I'm trying to line it up again right now, but um, <laughs> there's some good stuff out there. Trust me, you guys. But they've known they've known about EMFs for a very long time. And the people that are trying to make us feel crazy, the information has been out there since 1990. There is nothing crazy about our being 1960. Well, that's true, too. But, I mean, they really <laughs> like the EPA, though. The EPA has been saying oh, yeah. since 1990, these are issues and they're important and dangerous. Well, it, it, it's funny because my, my uh, the... Uh, corporation that I retired from used to hand out the OSHA pamphlets on the parameters that you work, you know, right. safety rules, uh, the parameters you should work by. I looked at it and I said, this is a joke. This is a total joke. This is, makes no sense at all. You oh, know? It yeah, it does. Yeah. And my coworkers, either they wouldn't, they wouldn't want to hear it or... Well, they just um, basically ignored the fact that they were being exposed the month the weekly check was more important. Well, and the thing, too, is if we, I, it seems that a lot of people say, well, I can't see anything. No, you can't see frequencies, but you can see, um, you know, the fact that they have done a lot of investigations, and it's all over the Internet. This is not secret, and I don't understand why... It, 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 people keep trying to make us feel crazy. We're not crazy. This is real stuff. Oh yeah. And um, and we get to complain about it. Um, we get shut down a lot. But I got a lot of I I frankly saw a lot of hope from Ella's call last night from William Benny and um, Kirk Weeby. Um, they really they're very upbeat about this. They're looking for information, and they were interestingly I felt compassionate towards people. And these are big names. These are big people, you know, and God bless Ella yeah. for getting them on. It was great. We um, we need that kind of people, we, or that kind of help, you know? Yes. And um, they are, oh, come on, you guys. We've got and this isn't, uh, this isn't a, a personal thing. This isn't a local thing. This is going to affect the whole world. Yeah. You know, just look at what, they they say that if there's another war, it's going to be Russia and China against Europe and the U.S. Well, do you know how much land is being bought and scooped up by China mm-hmm. in South America right now? Mm-hmm. Well, they are buying land like mm-hmm. crazy. What they'll do is they'll they'll clear cut all the wood and they'll mine it out, flatten it and then put housing. Mm-hmm. So they'll totally strip. This, I mean, uh, it's just, it's crazy. It's like nobody cares anymore. Well, I don't know. I think China is, is imploding itself. It's so toxic there that um, I just think they're going to implode. They're, they're going to try to expand. But China, I, I don't think they're a big threat even though they supposedly we've supposedly borrowed all kinds of money from them. Essentially what that is is they bought U.S. bonds and they mature and then we owe them the money. Um, I just, China's going to implode. 
they're too unhealthy. Have you seen what it's like in China? The air is like white gray. People are wearing gas masks in yeah. China. And I just don't Well, think... did you Yeah, go ahead. Did you know that that the Chinese military has more personnel than we do population in the United States? They they could simply walk right over us. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> we, we what do we have? Like six hundred and eighty five million? And they have three point five billion people. Yeah. In their country. Who are very, who are getting very sick. Who are not even able to to go out in their air without gas masks. Something's very wrong there. And that kind of a country I just you know, we, we hopefully we don't go there too. Um with chemtrails, etc. But um, no, I, I China's—they're uh, grabbing, but you know, I don't know. I just don't think they have the potential. I think it's—they're too um, there's too many problems, you know. I think. Now I'm also looking for all the stuff I had gathered for tonight. Hold on. Anybody else yeah. want to share? Feel free, you guys. Hey. <laughs> hey, this is Kyle. Can y'all hear hey, me? Hey, Kyle. How you doing, hon? Thank you for coming. I'm there always, Linda. Always. Okay. I'm, I'm going to try and make it to your morning calls, but uh, I slept till like 5 today. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I'm a, I'm a night owl. There, and we did kind of an after call last night. Yeah. And apparently that was, uh, that was pretty, I mean, that was really awesome. You know, Kirk huh. Levy. And, um, Wasn't it? You know, yeah. It was the phone call last night. It was awesome because afterwards, my attackers, like, I was so excited about it, I guess. And they um, had been kind of priming me all day with the high pitch sound. Yeah. Uh, last night, they, like, did this thing where they it didn't feel like my heart was going fast, mm-hmm. but they were hitting with the beam. But through remote neural monitoring, it felt like somebody, like, kind of grabbed my heart and squeezed it. And it's the first time they've done something like that. So, you know, apparently that that's good stuff. You know, we're we're going in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you can tell that the worse it gets, the better off we are, kind of, in a, in a weird way, right? That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of yeah. true. It's kind of ironic that way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I usually know that I'm doing something right when they come down heavy on me after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, this is what they don't want me to do. Okay, good. Do it some more. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. You know. Yeah. 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 They're getting. I mean, I think, and I think all of our attackers are getting kind of worried about mm-hmm. what they're seeing. You know. Mhm. Yeah. How do you know? Because I was getting a sense too, but what? what you know, what tells you that? Oh, the V2K, uh, you know, this guy, he's ex he's ex army and, you know, he's like he's like, it's over. You know, he'll he'll just get really um intense about it and uh, a lot of finality. That's, that's what my program entails on the V two K. It's a lot of, you know, we're gonna you know, we're gonna torch his head tonight. Um, and then the heart thing. 'Cause they like about halfway uh halfway into the call, they really started doing the high pitch sound and like and also a lot of ELF in the ears. Um 
And they've really started to do it after I heard Dwight talk about, you know, the cochlea nerve and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. this guy, whenever I figure something out, he'll kind of just, you know, go, go balls to the wall with it. I'm sorry if that's a bad way to say to say no, that's it. Right. <laughs> Fine, yeah, he, that's what he does. I mean, he'll go balls to the wall with it. And, uh, you know, he pri- it's like he primed me with this, uh, with whatever this high-pitched sound was, and then they were able to, through through remote neural monitoring, do something to my heart that I've never felt. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of still recovering. It's about 10 minutes of it. Um, okay. It didn't feel like a heart attack. It didn't feel like anything. It just felt like, like it felt like pressure all around my heart. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, James Michael had had a, a suggestion on that. He's he's talks about this wide elect or wide uh, magnetic tape, and that when you feel something around your heart, get a strip of that and put it right there. That it will. Oh yeah, that does work. Yeah, it will hopefully, um, you know. You send the frequencies somewhere else. You know? He sent me some. Like he, he's oh. awesome. He sent me he sent me a phone, uh, like a Samsung phone mm-hmm. with a bunch of EMF detectors on it that mm-hmm. he didn't use anymore. And he sent me some of that uh magnetic tape. I think what I'm gonna do I'm gonna uh roll it around kind of my chest area, you know. Mm-hmm. But you I just drape it over your shoulder so it goes over your heart. Okay. Okay. Well, I, but I, I don't think I think that they were doing it through my brain. That's the thing. No, I, no the, the the hard things I've had those lots of times. They uh, interrupt your heart so it skips a beat. Then they then they do that all over again. Just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Skip, 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 and uh, and it stops that, and it stops the heart attack symptoms, which I've had before. They try to get me to go into the hospital. But I I won't go. I just yeah. I know it's done, so I won't go. That's a very scary thing for any of us, I think. Yeah, I have to bet my life on it, but but that's what I do, and I and it's true. That's what they do. Yeah. They uh-huh. they sit there and you, you have a pain in your left arm and you have uh, very sharp pains in your heart, and you have to just say I'm not going. And one time I I out I was in staying in a motel and this lady was in. I knew she was going to come out, and I said, I'm going to stay here and wait for you. And um, and she started giving me heart attack symptoms, and so I said, I said, well, dead or alive, I'll be here when you get out. And she she came right out. She stopped the heart attack symptoms and came right out. They're, sometimes they're so weird you just gotta you just got to do stupid things like that because what does she expect me to do, run for my life, drive off at, like a lunatic, like I'm afraid? That's not going to happen. Right, right. Yeah, and I think sometimes, like, with a few of us or most of us on these calls, we're getting more information, we're getting bolder, and they want to set it up so that if they have to, they could maybe eliminate us from the equation very quickly. I think, you know, like, I get those heart problems, too, which are imposed on me, and I get the sense sometimes that they want to have that, that up just in case, you know. Uh, yeah. like oh, they used to practice yeah. that. That's what the, the flipping of the heart is. They put that mm-hmm. beam on it until it until it falters, and then they take it off, and then they do yeah. repeat that over and over and over. Hmm. But you, think, you don't think that they're because because you know from what Dwight was talking about, 
know, they're entraining your brain through through your cochlea nerve and even your eye nerves. Um, you know, so, mm-hmm. so they're mm-hmm. going to certain uh, lobes of your brain that that actually control your heart, like your nervous system controls your heart. So you don't think they're mm-hmm. doing it through that high pitched sound? Because that's what I used no, to do. Like, uh, no, I don't. Thing. You don't? I didn't. I, I, I just. Uh, Sometimes. I, I found that that's chemicals. They're doing that, a lot of it. Through all they and, and and they get these chemicals on you, and as soon as they yeah. get them, like uh, it's like a it's like an injection, and you right. and it immediately goes to you know ramps up with that, and and uh, so I find that if I take a shower, and uh, it it won't go away water right away, but it goes away, and, and the worst part of that is when they get it in your food, then you can't get get rid of it until it gets uh, yeah. uh you know out of your body but the best thing to do is take a shower and and look around with a black light and find that stuff and wipe it off the walls yeah yeah you know a popular spot i found i use yeah. this called a grime light popular the spot the well if, if you listen for a minute if they can't get into your house Right, like oh, if you have they'll a, put it outside. One of you, like if you have a sliding door, they'll put it outside, or or uh, maybe you well, know. If they'll put it on your doormat, on your doorknob, yeah. mm-hmm. anything you have to touch, your light door switches. handles, or your car, light switches. In my it's house. a light silver mm-hmm. dust. Mm-hmm. If you have a pet, they'll put it on the pet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I had to hose my dog down when I came home. Oh, yeah, baby, and, you the, and the chem the cars a lot, like inside and out, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know you're yeah. gonna get in there. The gases yep. sometimes build up in there with the heat and all that. Yep. There you go. You just that's right. They put it on your steering wheel and on the on the windshield, uh-huh. Uh-huh. right in front of your face, uh-huh. and then they shoot it into your eyes uh, a little at a time. Oh no. Yeah, well, you know, it's actually, it's actually, um, it it actually can be aero, um, aerosol, aerosolized, yeah. where yeah, it's so actually like, an aerosol, and they mm-hmm. they can put it under pressure, put a tube on it, and spray it any way they want. Mm-hmm. Look up chemical vapor deposition. It's microwave chemical vapor deposition. That's how they. Put it on, you know, different things. Very oh. tiny, tiny little amounts, and you can't even you can't imagine how accurate. Or, uh, well, maybe you can. I I don't know. I can, I can. I'm I'm having that, and I think they're using a carrier wave um, to get those things on on target. Yeah, that's right. When you get into look up microwave deposition. Okay, when you get into your car. I don't know if you recognize the fact that your air conditioner is off and on and it's just blowing like crazy. In my opinion, that's part of what they do to get that onto it. You know, because yeah, they do that. Do that. Just, just check your they car. They do that to let you know they've been in the car. Oh, they've always, they don't care. They don't care if I know they've been in my car lately. But, um, but if you just turn your air conditioner off, please get in your car because it's usually more accessible than the inside of your house. And they can blast you with stuff. And it, it, it makes no sense. If you didn't have your air conditioner on when you got out, turn it off before you turn your car on. Just a yeah, yeah, good idea. Yeah. Does the black light detect that or not at all? Oh, so I haven't taken my black light into my 
into my car. Oh, but I will. Um, good thought. Um, yeah. Good thought. I used I to have to come home and hose. I had a big Labrador, beautiful baby. I used to have to hose her down. Because oh. I'd leave in the morning, she smelled like right. like clean dog. Mm-hmm. And she was an outside dog. I had a huge dog house for her. I had a heater in there. You know, she had mm-hmm. her own place. Mm-hmm. Come home, sure enough, at the end of the day, oh. that same chemical smell. Mm-hmm. And I used to hose it down. She would just stand there with her head back like she was, you know, being relieved of oh. some terrible... Yeah, they do that, so the pet goes in and they oh. go in different rooms and they spatter it all over everything. Mm-hmm. No, they do. My guest bathroom has it all over the walls, has it all over the ceiling. You take a shower in there, and my understanding is some of this stuff does activate with steam and water. And um, I think that does it. How does that affect us? Well, it's some kind of chemical that we don't probably need in this. I think it might be something that helps light us up for the rest of for the frequencies to get at us. Yeah, it lights you up. It makes you more chemically uh, conductive. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of thallium? It also makes you very, uh, well, if it's the same thing I'm thinking about, it's uh, it makes you very nervous. Like if if you dropped a, if you hit a, a table with a, with a back of a knife, it would be a sharp rap, and it would it would like your nerves would go bong. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, not it wouldn't make a noise, but it would it would you know hurt your yeah. nerve. Yeah, you'd feel intense. Yeah, you know what happens when you when you make a sharp sound and yeah. your nerves are tense? They kind of spring. That's what they're looking for. Huh. I have them. They can play sounds on my computer like a ping. Like a uh, a ping of a, a submarine, and it's really loud. I, I I can't find where it is, but it does that, and they're checking to see if the stuff has worked on you. Yeah, I want to say something about electromagnetic fields and the the safety oh, yeah, around yeah. the world. Um, um, according to these specialists on this site that I went to. Um, they would prefer that we not be we not have any, be around anything over 0.5. Now most of us are in higher frequencies than that. Um, Russia one one thousandth of a I, well I'm not sure I'm reading that right but Russia's um, um, levels that they want in their country are so much lower than what we experience and the problem with what we experience is that there's no real laws against this stuff. In our country, there are in other countries, but not in our country. Yeah, the, that's right. Yeah, the that's FCC, because they would have everybody... Well, yeah, the FCC gives guidelines, they give suggestions, they get, you know, they put out guidelines, but that's not a law. That's a guideline. Yeah, that's you know? old. And they run you in circles. And then you try to run that one down, and it suggests you go to another site. You go to the other site, and then they run you around to another one. No, There's no actual limitation on the radiation that we can be exposed to in this country. Um, yeah, there used to be. Yeah. yeah. But they removed them. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I used to work... Um, I worked... Uh, my job... That I retired from my career was uh, technology and information services. I don't want to name the company. Uh, 
and um, it was uh, for telecommunications. And the guidelines were basically there were none. I was using equipment that I was being exposed to <coughs> astronomical frequencies and wavelengths. And, you know, it was just get the job done, get the job done. And then I'd say, well, let me see the OSHA handbook. And that was totally out of hand. That was totally ridiculous. So you're right. There, there, there are no parameters, Mm-mm. really. Mm-mm. Not really. You know, they, they, they pretend to be giving out safety, you know, safety, um, well, guidelines, but, but there's, no, there's no teeth to it, you know. I mean, there's no teeth to, to being able to address it. In this country. Well, and, 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 that, and that's not even addressing the criminal aspect no, of it. No, it's not. No, it's not. But first, we got to address it and 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 have them admit that this is harmful. Yeah. And and we 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 they can't they have to do something about it. Well, that's like I was saying, my friend up up that works for the uh, Environmental Protection Agency. She said anything over two you sh- two milligrams mm-hmm. that is is harmful. Anything. Yeah. Point oh two, point oh two mm-hmm. milligrams affects of a, a, a honeybee's ability to make its way back to its nest. Wow. So just think about it now. What's happening with the bees? It's not mites. It's not a disease. It's not a fungus. It's us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely right. I'm not watching my my chat room very well. Hold on. Um, I used to like coming on the chat, but I use the computer for other purposes now. Yeah. Yeah. They can get to your computers, boy. I'll tell you. I can't, for some reason in the past um, two weeks, I can, anywhere that something online, a paper, something I want to read, I can't, there are no numbers there. The numbers are blank, and I can't get, for instance, I can't get a, a millicross level unless I copy it and paste it, and then I can see it. But um, they make it very difficult to read numbers now, or to read anything for me. I couldn't where get do you live, Where do you live again? I live in California. Okay. Northern California. We are not. Yeah, you're in the heart of Siliconville. I'm in the what? The heart of Siliconville. Well, I'm a little, I'm a little north of that, thank God. Well, I'm just saying the whole, the whole West Coast is infiltrated. Yeah. Well, we are. We are. I don't know how what it's like in other countries, but we are. Okay, hold on. Sorry, I didn't see you, you guys. I was looking at stuff. Hold on, I'll get you unmuted. There you go, Reagan. Okay. Okay. We're going to be joined by some people. Um, okay. Um, uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Has anyone experienced the? Um, uh, I had the experience of like they're in my brain all the time. I'm not even aware of it. You know, they're just kind of taking over sometimes. I'm not even aware of it. And like there's a, you know, I have a, like a hook in my brain or something. Has anyone ever experienced that? Or lack of control of your limbs? Yes, people have. I've talked to people that do experience the controlling the limbs, absolutely. And the brain, I think a lot of us feel that. I mean, that we, you know, they do get into it. They, I think it's the frequencies, I, that's my opinion. 
that they do get in there and and uh, they can light up certain areas of your brain to make you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, yeah, there are other people that that experience it that that, and I know it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 Okay. This is this is uh, some information from the EPA and some advice as to what, how to they they call it pra- how to practice prudent avoidance from any electromagnetic fields, and they start off with measure your home, work, and school environments with a Gauss meter. Measure EMFs both inside and outside your home. Um, don't let your children play near power lines, transformers. We kind of know that radar d- radar domes. I'm not sure what that is. And microwave towers. Do we know are microwave towers the same thing as cell phone towers, guys? Yes. Okay. For the most part. Okay. Avoid yes. areas where the the field. Is and they say the field, the milligoss field, is above one milligoss. Um, measure the EMFs from appliances, both when they are operating and when they are. I'm sorry, I don't have my turned off. Some appliances, like TVs, are still drawing current even when they are off. Um, uh, don't sleep under an electric blanket, or or don't sleep on a water bed. If you insist on using these, um, I'm sorry, unplug them before going to bed. Don't just turn it off, okay? Even though um, there is no magnetic field when they are turned off, i got to get my glasses, there may still be a high um, electric field. Don't sit too close to the TV. We've heard that for years, but they were right. Distance yourself at least, let me see what it says, at least six feet from the TV. Use a Gauss meter to help you decide where it is safe to sit. Your Gauss meter, the needle will go down as you move away from the appliance that is creating the milligoss. Your needle will go into the Your mom was right. Yeah, and then you just move away, but move away from something that's creating this. And they say measure everything in your house. Um, rearrange your office and home area so that you are not exposed to EMFs from the side backs of electric appliances and computers. In the home, it is best. I'm sorry, I can barely say it is best that all major electrical appliances such as computers, TVs, refrigerators, etc., be placed up against an outside wall. That way, they will be. Fields will go outside instead of towards you, they're thinking. Um, But don't put them next to an adjoining room because then that will create that in your adjoining room. Don't sit too close to your computer. We know that. Computer monitors vary greatly in the strength of their EMFs, so you should check yours with a meter. Don't stand close to your microwave oven, yeah, or even use it, really. some people say that cooking with microwave creates carcinogens within your food. Um, move all electric appliances at least, just me on, guys, see the numbers, at least six feet from your bed, like your clocks. Any any clocks? Don't put your don't put your phones next to your bed, your um, cordless phones. Don't put any of that next to you 
and put, take your phone and your computers and put them in another room at night. Don't keep them near you. They still give off that energy. Even if your phone isn't work, isn't turned on, it still gives off the radiation. So you don't want to expose yourself to that. It says um, be wary of cordless appliances such as electric toothbrushes and razors. You may choose not to wear oh not to wear a quartz analog watch because it radiates pulsating pulsating EMFs along your acupuncture meridians. Um, an older mechanical wind-up watch would be an acceptable alternative. Like you say, get your old stuff. It is also recommended to wear as li- to wear as little jewelry as possible. That's interesting, and to take it off at night. Many people have metal sensitivity, which can be aggravated by placing it right on the skin. I don't know that we need to get into that, but I think jewelry does attract the frequencies. Yes. In fact, when I read I read an article that these frequencies are attracted to metal objects. So what I did was I I took all kinds of bobby pins and whatnot and just put them all behind every single piece of furniture in my bedroom, and it seemed to help. And when I went to collect them, I was cleaning, and I went to get all those back up. They were already gone, which tells me somebody wanted to get rid of them and didn't want me to be having electrical or any metal things spread around my room to dissipate the frequencies because these frequencies are attracted to metal. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So if we, if you know, try to do that. Dissipate them in your surroundings. Put metal everywhere that you're not and see if you can't help that, you know, make that dissipate some of these frequencies. Um, and it says distance, distance. Uh, Linda? Yeah. I don't yeah. think I don't think they're attracted to metal. They just uh interact with it when they meet it. Because okay. they just go in a straight line. They don't oh. they don't seek out metal. Okay, so but if you have it around it can like take take it and send it in a different in a different um yeah, I mean, also direction. it can reflect it. If it's you know it just depends on the characteristics of the frequency of the metal. Yeah. Okay. Um okay. Okay, don't do this. All right, that's adorable. Okay, just a minute. I have to. I am. I'm not from the city. Um, I'm not from the suburbs. I'm from the city, but I was on yeah. having a conversation with this guy from the suburbs. He said he took uh, railroad spikes and put them. Just started putting them in all around his house, and you know, in his front garden. Which you know, you would never know they were there. And um, he really screwed up their operation. Really? Like, well. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, if you got enough metal, that will. <gasps> he put it all around his house on the outside? He put them on the out. Yeah, the outside was right in the soil. He just pounded them into the ground, just, you know, randomly all over the place. Ah. Well, that would be nice. That's a great idea. He really he really messed up the signals for him. Cause I it, mean. Yeah. Especially if they're coming underground, I, well, I'm thinking, I don't know, but that really sounds like a very simple, great idea. Yep, yep. Thank you, we'll Joe. Do it. Huh. That'll throw them off a few inches. Yeah. A few feet, a few miles. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I can just reflect something back to the people that are sending them, I'll be happy, you know? Just thought mm-hmm. I'd share that with you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. 
I'm still looking for everything that they took off my page. Um, okay, there is a page, and I think it's a Dr. Mercola's page, which our friend from East Virginia talks about a lot. Um, he's got the names, and we can all go study this stuff. I'm going to put the, um, the link in the chat room. But these people have been around forever looking at this, this issue. In fact, there's a Martin, Martin Helper who is a member of Facebook, and he is the EPA's Director of Analysis and Support. He, well, he was, because what he said was, I have never seen a set of epidemi- I'm sorry, I knew this earlier, um, studies that remotely approach the weight of evidence that we're seeing with EMFs. Clearly, there is something there. Okay, and he was, he was the Director of Analysis for the EPA. You know, he's no longer there, interestingly. What's Mercola's uh, topic about? Oh, it's a whole page. It's a whole page full of this information. In fact, that's what I was just reading off of. It's just full of... of What's at the top of it? It's, what is it? What what is the name? Yeah, how do we find it? Well, hold on. I'm just going to put it on the chat room, and I will go to it, grab it. I've got to move things around on my... my, um, Okay. Go to our EMF hazardous to our help. This is, and then you might might want to put Mercola in there, and you, I'm sure, go right to this. It's from. Um, it was written. I'll find this in a second. No, maybe I won't. It was written in Jan. It was written January 21 of 2008, and it's from him. It's his website. It's from the from the Mercola website. Very interesting. Very full of great information. He talks about a Dr. David Carpenter, um, dean of the School of Public Health, State University of New York, believes it is likely that up to 3% of all childhood cancers come from exposure to EMF. The Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, warns there is reason for concern and it advises parents prudent avoidance, okay? Meaning, of course, keep cell phones out of your kids' hands um, and keep them away from high-power lines and just be careful, you know? Don't get near... If you suspect something... If, if something produces electricity, I'm thinking it probably produces electromagnetic fields. Am I right, you guys? I'm not the scientist yes. here. Am I right, yeah. James? Yeah. yeah? Yes, yes, true. So, of course, the uh, high power lines, the transformers, all of those are something to stay away from. I know when I go underneath high power lines, it really affects me badly. Yeah. And one of our relatives of a friend has a home in the country, and those lines go right across, and um, <clears throat> their children play outside and swim in a pool, and you can't talk to people. They don't believe you. It's, I've tried so many ways. I've showed them with a little, you know, cheapo meter how it goes wild the minute I come onto their property. So I decided I really can't go there anymore. I've decided in, in fa- those family gatherings I can't be present because it so adversely affects me that I really, really am so uncomfortable there. You know, my skin, and I'm, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a nightmare. Wow. If that's how powerful it is off those, High power. It's a high power, very, very big, thick wire going through there. And those only measure about, according to the information I got from the power company, those measure about 20 milligauss. 
um, that's all. And when we see these ratings of when they say one milligoss is a, is really that's where you need to stay, and you realize those high power lines have twenty milligoss coming off of them, you can understand why you're so uncomfortable. You know. Why can't people understand that this is harmful for their children, and that radiation causes cancer? What do we have to do to wake up these people? Well, I guess that's what like William Binney and, and uh, Kirk Wiebe are, are trying to do. They're trying to do their best to gather as much information as possible and take it to Congress, and they have a little more clout than, you know, just the normal people standing in front of Congress because these guys worked for the NSA. They worked, Absolutely. you know, and, and they Absolutely. come in with information, and that really I think will have. And they're in the process of, ga- of doing a survey right now. They're gathering information right now. Um, and we can get a little more information, or a little more information. I've got um, I've got William Benny's email, and I'm going to ask him what I can do and what we can gather. And um, I know he's working with other people, but he might as well jump in there um, and see what we can do because they are they are very adamant about collecting this information. And they're two very brave men, my God. Very you know, much so. Very yeah. much so. Well, and they, they, they sued the government and FBI, and they won. I, I mean, that, know. That I love lot. that. And they didn't use a lawyer. <laughs> God bless them, which tells us all, just use your brains. You don't necessarily need a lawyer. Um, I mean, those two men got together, and they said, back off. Yeah. Back off, government. Back off, FBI. I'm suing your ass. And you know what? They won. And that that says a lot for 2016 that there's evolved people out there that have oh, thank God are aware of this. They progress into a place that you know they try to keep it under wraps. But how how long can that go on? I mean, you've destroyed so many millions of people. I don't think it's in the thousands anymore. I truly think it's in the millions. That's my opinion. Let me let me read a little more here. I just want to tell you what we don't know is that there have been articles written, and I have to highlight this so I can see the date because they've messed with my computer. Okay. Um, okay. It has now become generally accepted that there are indeed biological effects due to field exposure. Now, this is way back in 1990. The EMF yeah. issue gained yeah. more publicity in 1990 when yeah. alarming reports appeared in the Time in Time magazine, the Wall Street Journal, Business mm-hmm. Week, and uh, popular computer publications. And then ABC's Ted Koppel and CBS um, Dan Rather both aired special segments on EMF. That yep. was in 1990, you guys. Yep. No, I believe it. Um, I believe and the, it. The, but the thing about it is it's like that's a, that's a lot of years ago. And Why can't we get that on the national exactly. um, TV Why? now? You know, have them replay those or have new ones made or do something. Good idea. We should like 60 this. Minutes and Dateline and all these yeah. kinds of News programs. Why I know. I, I know two doctors that tried so hard. Mm-hmm. Doctor Trower and Doctor Chibrani. They both tried very, very, very hard to uh, publicize it. Uh, go to media outlets. Go to news broadcasts, and no one would listen to them. That they just started doing interviews 
and posting it on YouTube and said, well, if you want to listen, here it is. And this is what we have to say. But I, I know for a fact, uh, Dr. Jabrani speaks so much in his videos about trying so hard to get to media outlets and news broadcasts and how they turned him down and he's been dealing with it for 23 years and he's still going, you know. Hey, I want to tell you something. Uh, I, I was looking at a video by Dr. Tent. He uh, He's a I naturopath. Have, I don't know this one. Which one is this? Dr. Tent, T-E-N-T, okay. like what you camp out in. And okay. he says that it's not that viruses are the cause of cancers and that you get them by irradiating. You see, a long time ago, the um, the batches of the polio vaccine and the the children's um, whatever they get uh, immunized with, that was contaminated with monkey viruses. And that, that set the stage for all these cancers down the road. And all that's keeping that from happening is that they need to, they, I guess the trigger is to be irradiated. And now we're all getting irradiated and people are, he says that his friends are dropping off from brain cancer and lung cancer and they don't even smoke. And um, you should listen to it. I put the video in the chat room. Oh, I don't know much about this. You listen to it. He he tells about uh it goes back and he tells about Lee Harvey Oswald, how he was involved in all this and uh the the CIA, how they were involved in it. They they wanted to kill Castro and they wanted to do it with a deadly virus. And they did create a deadly virus and they contaminated all um you know, normal immunizations. And it, it's really terrible, but you, you need to find out about this. It's kind of a history lesson. Listen to about half of it. It's not the entire length. This guy right. is really fun. He's really uh, entertaining, and, and you'll learn a whole bunch from this. Oh, no, Dr. I appreciate it because I I do – I I really um, – I always loved uh, Dr. Posner. Sadly, he had passed away, and he was a mm-hmm. cancer researcher, and Dr. Jabrani and uh, Dr. Barry Trower, who left – uh, the army and exposed a lot mm-hmm. of this. You know, these these are all pioneers that have uh, reached now into their 70s, and they're still trying very, very hard to get it out right. to mass media and news publications, and it's just not happening for them. And I just, you know, I, I'm very happy to see that I have seen it and uh, was able to read it. But I wish that you can open up a page in a newspaper and see them too, you know. When we come to educating our neighborhoods and handing out pamphlets, in my opinion, I, and I've always thought this, in fact, I suggested this to Derek immediately when I came on the calls, if we put out a pamphlet that says, do you know that the frequencies in your neighborhood could cause you cancer? But cancer is, is, is an alarming word to anyone. And yes, it, it is. It gets the attention of people. And with that, we wouldn't have to reinvent the wheel. We wouldn't have to get into you see, the radiation that comes from the directed energy weapons going into all that. Just right. these, these frequencies are present. They're in your neighborhood. They're in our neighborhoods. And we don't have to, and they cause cancer, and then list the studies 
that that confirm that there's cancer, that we like I say, we won't even have to reinvent the wheel and say this is why you should be afraid. Everybody already mm-hmm. knows about cancer and mm-hmm. radiation. They already know that, and I think that's something we could put into pamphlets and just say, you know, go to this, go to you put the put the um, the links to the places they can go to find confirmation of this. I think that's mm-hmm. really an important issue for us, and I think it's one that we should really be pushing. How do you guys feel about that? I, I think you're I think you're right on. I mean, you have people like uh, Dr. Tent, which I definitely want to check out because I, I haven't heard that name yet, and I really always, you know, kind of gravitate towards people who are in the industry, who are in the field, and know exactly uh, what's going on on a... On a on a way that I don't have the intelligence to be able to you know do something like that, so I I think that is a great way of of showing it. You don't really have to say much. No, you, you don't have to, to say credit. much. It causes you just have to credit these people that that have actually lived it. <laughs> excuse me, and have been through it. Well, one of the things that I think is so effective about Wiki, Wiki Wikipedia is that they don't, they just get to the point right now, they give you areas you want to go right to this point, this point, this point, which interests you, you tap on that, you go there, and they footnote everything. And that's why I like them, because they validate what they're saying in footnotes. They don't go into it in the conversation and where you lose attention, you can't right, follow it. Right, just, right, This is the point, and, and these are the footnotes. And while I know some people don't trust Wikipedia, and that's fine, at least there is some pretty good information there, generally, I think. And, and the fact that they footnote things legitimizes what they're saying, in my opinion. Okay, just a minute. I just want to... Okay. Okay. It has now become generally accepted that there are indeed biological effects due to field exposure. And this is from... I can't find it right now. This is from a Paul Broder. Um, the EMF issue gained... Oh, I already read this to you guys. These people have... I agree with you. We can get this information. We can get these videos. We can get these articles from Wall Street. We can get these articles from Business Week. And uh, we can quote the parts that that pertain to what we want to state. And then and then just give the, um, the link or... Footnote it in some capacity, preferably the link, because everybody knows how to go to links these days, um, and, yeah. and for proof of what we're talking about, because it was brought out way back in 1990s, all that took place, and we're 26 years later, almost 27, and people are still questioning us. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I think if we start getting that shocking information out about cancer related to what we're talking about, we will be able to snag more information, more more attention from people. I don't know. Does that make sense? I, I Melinda, think it makes Melinda. sense. Oh, Melinda. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hi, I think Melinda. you're right. Absolutely right, Linda. A, c- a couple you. of fact checks here. Yeah. Wikipedia, you know, or may not know, has been taken over. They ha- They love GMO foods. So be sure to take what they say and then go down. They give a ton of... Um, References, uh-huh. you know, so read carefully and pick up references that will uh, 
you know, further enhance the education rather than right. conform to some um, big pharma or whatever, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thing. And also, I am the one who told James about Dr. Tent. <laughs> oh. I, I have... I have not had a sleeping relationship with Dr. Temp, but I certainly wish I had. I wish something would happen here. It's my birthday, and my goodness me, I'm on the phone with Carol. Oh, Melinda, Anyway. Happy birthday. We're super happy birthday. Yeah, you know, you don't want them to come around at all, so, you know, you don't advertise them. But, yeah, no, it's a wonderful, I would start. Every time I recommend Dr. Tent, because I go on and then I get the, I forward it and all that, mm-hmm. I end up listening to it. It's two hours and nine minutes. And I listen to that every time. He just pulls you in like a seductive psychopath. He's so neat. He's and, very funny. Uh, he just, yes, very funny and has quips about his family, not long political type things that we hear usually, but really interesting stuff and some sad stuff. Um, they got his mother, and uh, he tells uh-huh. the story about the hospital event with his mother, and uh-huh. it's really worth listening. It's two hours of your life. It's an investment, and I always consider when I, oh, my God, that's three hours? Well, it's an investment, yeah. and you will yeah. learn it's something. It's only you an learn. hour, because, well, because I, I didn't is... send you the long one. I sent, you know, but there are longer ones. It's... The main one that I like is the autoimmune epidemic. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's I listen to. Too, the second part yeah. is, is case histories. Yeah. Which, oh, uh, yeah. which is not that interesting. But the first part yeah. is great because he goes over the uh, Lee Harvey Oswald and the Kennedy assassination. Dr. How Mary's monkey. Dr. Mary's yeah, monkey. Exactly. Dr. Mary Sherman. Yeah. Yeah, I've been aware of that for several years and... Uh, when you hear about Lee Harvey Oswald, I mean, he couldn't possibly have been there to kill the president. <laughs> he was somewhere else. They got a body double for him. It was, mm. you know, we're talking people who go to great depths for great detail. They had yeah, a body double for really, him. Uh, let's hmm? see how, how convoluted these rabbit holes are. You know, with yeah. the CIA oh, getting yeah. into everything. What's yeah. money? And the man that they killed, the policeman who, they say, and the policeman was murdered. The policeman who was murdered was the body double for John F. Kennedy. He looked just like him, although he was six foot something tall. He was a few inches taller. But he, Butterworth or Butterman or something, this policeman was shot in the face. Uh, or yeah, they just me, killed not people. The the they just killed him and then switched the bodies on the stretchers. They got they hid Kennedy's body. Oh, I mean, it's so, as James said, so convoluted, you can't believe it. But that's mm-hmm. how they work. So, I mean, okay. I have an open wound right now that they're burning. It's not healing. and I may have to go to the hospital because of it. And I can feel they're burning the skin around it and giving me second-degree burns. I feel it oh, at night. I, it's just sadistic. Oh. And what I do is uh, I'll casually get up and I have my barbells in the kitchen, and I just casually uh, drop one on the floor. It could be the new uh, Russian cute little family that moved in downstairs because they're always up yeah, in the bathroom when I do. So, huh? They do it to get extra money. Yeah, well, you know, you know, their extra money has cost me almost a hand, 
half my body, both my feet. So it's not really good times here. And it's well, just, it's I'm just, sorry, uh, sorry, yeah, and I can't, I don't say anything. I also no, had a woman don't. from uh, downtown Los don't. Angeles from the EPA come and said, we're just doing a periodic check to see, you know, if everything's okay in the building. I said, oh, great. Everything's great in this building. I didn't tell her I get gas five times a day at all because, you know, it's all these setups. So, oh, yeah. you know, they never oh, stop. Absolutely. And, and Periodic I these, checks in the building? Where did that happen? I don't know. Break. I work hard. But um, she said, oh, don't call me at that number because I've moved offices. I said, oh, okay, I won't. And I had this one little fat, little chubby, very noisy Air Force uh, helicopter go very slow over my place yesterday and one mm-hmm. very slow over my place today. And I always say, hi, guys, if you're flying over to harass me, you're going to get a karmic event, personal Yes. You get a personal karmic event if you're flying yes, by to harass you always me. said that. You I always say that. So they don't bug me. They don't hurt me. They don't stop me. But I think uh, what Brian said, uh, I am military. I've been turned over to the military. Mine is definitely military. I mean, who has three Ospreys fly over her apartment, you know, in a, in ro- in a row? You know what an osprey is, anybody? I don't know what an osprey is, but I I can tell that you have like helicopters and planes flying. Yeah, well, this is a this is an amphibious helicopter. Somebody doesn't want you to talk about that. Okay, we're gonna mute everybody to do that. Uh, Idiot! That's so clever. That's so okay. I'm just gonna start muting down the way. You know, this is unnecessary. Jesus. I'll unmute you guys pretty soon. Just a minute. And if I mute, whoever I find is doing this, you will not be. Look for Central Michigan. Where is Look the- for Central Michigan. No, yeah, they're not on here. Uh-uh. Okay. Okay. Now, I know it's not you, South Carolina, but I'm going to mute. Honey. And your your um we got some noise coming in from your phone. It just it just shut down. You wanna call back in Anne? It might be a good idea. Yeah, honey, no. Here. No. And it's no. your phone. So it has to do with your phone, honey. Call back in. They, I want you to hang up and call back in or something because it is your phone. Okay. Yeah, they can lock into anybody, I think, with that yeah, little phone up there. Right. But anyway, an Osprey is um <laughs> I, guess I hit upon something. It's a fat little ugly, extremely noisy, outdated helicopter that can be like an airplane. So it's a convert, and they used it in the Gulf War to uh, pick up wounded soldiers and stuff. Yeah. It costs a huge amount of money. And, of course, John McCain was for getting more of them. And, but I'll tell you, they're so noisy. I mean, you're not going to come in stealth. No at all to pick up the injured warriors. I mean, yeah. you might as well call the elephants out. Um, so I had three of those. Oh, I didn't have the camera nearby either time. So, uh, okay. And then once it was just two, and then one came later, like he was late for class. I mean, it's uh, so cute. But this is the kind of stuff they do. Yeah. Kind of get a mm-hmm. kick out of it, actually. But So the 
I, I went from 60 flyovers to four to one. So maybe my karmic thing is working. Well, we hope so. We can and uh, also mm-hmm. cleaning continues, and uh, I'm having people over, and I hope I can get it done in time, and I hope I'm not in the hospital when uh, they yeah. fly in. So uh, it's, it's very iffy, everything is one day at a time. There you go, Anne. You're unmuted. I, I think it may have been somebody else who was playing games and watched me mute and unmute you and was playing along with that. I'm not sure, hon, but you're unmuted now. You didn't, You never make trouble. I think if that was feedback from your phone, if it was, I'm sorry, honey. But we got to... I have, I have the pro version yes, open, that's, so I, that's I can tell you. It's true because the second I click on, I hit the mute. Until, you know, I hear something that I, you know, like I know what an Osprey is. Um, so I think it's someone doing it because I've had people say that to me. They say, oh, it's your line. How can it be? I'm muted. I'm muted right off the bat. That's right. I don't know. I don't know. The thing well, is that it's, I, it's, yeah. it's, it's a creepy cop, I think, yeah, that does it to me. He's got a lot of power and control but it, it's not i think they I, do it to the call i don't think they do it to you i think they do it to the call because it comes oh. on in kind of odd times you know yeah when people if are somebody talking is about on, stuff that if somebody is on your line like they're constantly on mine they could interrupt and go ahead of me and even though i'm listening here very innocent they could be interfering even though yeah. Uh, they're not uh, as in in the call or anything. They're on your line, and they're they right. have technology that. So yeah, that could incredible. be any one of us at any time because they're on all our yeah. lines. That's and right. if I if I was had myself unmuted and I was making noise, I would tell you. I would say I'm sorry. You know, I forgot. Oh, I knew you would, hon. I no, knew you. No, somebody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, may not even you. know. I mean, yeah, they've I mean, muted me, and they said stuff is on my line. I didn't even know. So, yeah, yeah, uh, that's just what they do. And, yeah, thanks, um, guys. You know, they have a good time. Those little fourth graders have got to keep busy. I'll tell you. <laughs> they've been after on my computer Second hacking grade. it all day. I said, "Oh, the fourth graders are out of school." Is it for uh-huh. sale? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Which one? Are you, is Donna there? I hear you talking to Donna. Hi, Donna. She wants to see her. Hi, Linda. How are you? Fine. How are you, Hi. I'm pretty good today. Um, yeah. It's been kind of rough lately, though. Yeah, it has. It has. Um, they, they bring out all their little tricks. And, yeah. Sometimes I think I'll be lucky to crawl away from this house. Does anybody ever get these, like, bumps on the back of their, like, around their occipital? Like, they're put there? Like... Little bumps? They're kind of like the ones that I get. They're really little. They're big and hard. Around around your uh, neckline, your hairline, and... Uh, well, not skin tags, right? Not skin tags. No, it's nothing like that. This is what they're putting. 
James has something similar, but mine aren't like his. Um, they're big and they're hard. They're like, there's no way like, to even um, pick them. A sebaceous cyst or something. Yeah, something like that. And, do they and hurt? Yeah, they hurt. Yeah, they do. I think they're like the ones I get. It's just around as big. Oh. Um, maybe they're the ladies' version. Well, the, mine aren't as gross as his, for sure. They're just, you know, and I've had them put them other places. Uh, they irradiate them all day, and it hurts like hell. And um, I don't know what they're doing, some kind of testing with it. it they burn no, it. that's what and they're doing with my open wound. Yeah, so, probably. Yes, they do that too. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, well, the they, have, they 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 did something to the top of my right toe, and they'll start with that at four in the morning, hurting that. Then they'll start burning the open wound. You know what you do? Oh. You go and knock on their door and leave the bandage well, off. And I, 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 we don't have a door to knock on. I mean, I if I were to do anything, I'd run out naked and scream and get everybody out. And once turning off all the electricity, by the way, God. Tell them you're wiping <laughs> Quite a few people out. What happened? You know, and I just turned off my electricity, so oh, I know wow. who's watching me. <clears throat> Half wow. the building. Empty Wasn't that yeah, I started laughing, and they glanced at me and ran back, or walked quickly back into their units. Yeah. And they, Santa Claus... It, it freaks them out when they actually meet you. Well, because they're, they've never exposed themselves to me in any way, shape, or form. And tell them, tell them that you're contagious. I mean, I'm serious. What? I'm contagious. Oh. I mean, well, you they know everything about me, you know. But we don't talk. You don't have right. to talk. Right. There's no communication. There's no yelling at me or, or V2K from voices I would know or anything. Yeah, now, these, this is a very covert sub rosa thing with me. Yeah. So if you could get to meet them... They just them, put me into the hospital, that's what they do. It, yeah, it would be... If you could get to meet them, it would be very advantageous for, you know... How well, they I know people. some of them. I know some of them, who they are. So you have I, don't, I don't... You have to confront them. No. Well, and I swear it will be you, know, you, you know, you know me. I would confront them in a minute. I would love that, but it has to be the right moment. Uh huh. Okay. Well, now, I'll leave it up to you. I just thought I'd. Well, I won't say anything. You know, I won't say anything more. Okay. But anyway, the the last night was just wonderful. I think those two gentlemen are just sensational, wasn't and it? Yeah. Allies, and uh, we have to watch their health. I. It wasn't stated, but Bill Binney is now in a wheelchair, and well, I don't know if they got to him or it's a progressive something with him. I don't know. His legs were amputated. He has diabetes. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. When were they? I don't know. I don't he know. was standing in one video I saw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know when it was, but... Um, Apparently it happened, but and I, I got that from somebody who's very reliable. Um, I do believe that he's been going downhill for for years. They really went. Well, he could him. he could be he could be targeted, and they just 
yes. not te- they're not showing or or telling him or hurting him. They're they're probably you know hurting him, but they're not telling him or showing yeah. him that it's that. You know, and you could sense that they know what they know, and what they don't yeah. know, they want documentation on and to learn about. And they he may not know that his uh, health was compromised with diabetes. We'll have to check to see when he got it. If he got it after his, or if he's had it all his life or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, what I was going to say, uh, I'm still in the stream here for a while, um, is that with this brain initiative, uh, it really worries me because uh, I wasn't getting headaches, and now I'm getting the frequency shooting my head through through my head. The beam, the beam. Donna, they've been doing the brain initiative for years. It is not a brand new thing. Well, I hate to say it, but my mother had five brain surgeries, and she was one of the ones that was the only one that lived past two, and she had five. And I've hesitated to say this on the call. But it it incenses me that they've done this, put these things, and I try to pick them out, and they just don't go away hardly at all. And other things they've got into my body, I try picking them out, and sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't. And uh, you may be mixing things up. The brain mapping and brain initiative may not be the hard source you're getting. They may be two different uh, programs. Well, I know they've done a lot of things. I can remember when I was in Arizona and I laid there at night and I felt them scanning my brain and then they started scanning my body and then they could go into my body and pinpoint certain things in my body. And, uh, yeah, I went through all sorts of things in Arizona. I think they pretty well know me after being there. That place is brutal. Really brutal. Yeah, I when, yeah, when Obama announced the Brain Initiative, it had been going on for years, and I don't know the exact amount of years, maybe even from the late 90s. Well, my mom was uh, before then, and uh, I pray that that's not what happened to her. But looking back on it, I remember one time she was sitting in a chair, and she drew me over to her, and she was practically whispering, and she said, Donna, I can hear the tumors growing in my head. Oh. I mean, oh, what she went through, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't go with her, through what she went through, but she had tons of support, too. But, um, yeah, it, it pretty well is freaking me out. Well, I have a friend. Maybe you guys can help me, uh, apropos of all this uh she hasn't been in touch, and I was worried. And her husband has double vision, and they can't do any more surgeries, and it's not going away. He was using the prism glasses, which are from Europe, but they're not helping now. She's all of a sudden that she has ocular migraines. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're getting her? Because mm-hmm. I'm going to send all this electromagnetic. I tried to tell him. And I'll send some frequencies and tell, you know, people who are not into this or, and I'm not into New Age, but I do happen to believe, as you know, 100% frequencies to stop something because everything has a frequency. You've got to find it. 
But I, I hope they listen. And she said they're they're fighting and the tension is horrible. They shoot. They were so happy a few months ago. It's really a shame. Well, you know what? Um, <clears throat> according to Dave Chase, this this um, CD that you listen to, um, it it does it sort of it it sends it destroys what they're trying to do to you physically through your brain, and that would be mm-hmm. damage to your eyes. That certainly could be could be causing that. Maybe you can yeah, get one of those CDs. Oh, oh, yeah, I was, I was just going to say, yeah. I was just thinking a little like you. Yeah. For them to listen to that, I tried yeah. today. It's I not know. easy. Well, I think okay. scatter, you know, yeah. the scatter frequency would be a better beginning. Yeah, it's a little easier to listen to, I agree. <laughs> yes. Dave's, Dave's, I mean, if I were to send that, they would really get upset and scared. Yeah. Well, the thing too. So I think you have to be ready to listen to Dave. Yeah, and you have to be able. You have to want to get rid of your your tinnitus. And according to Dave, that's how they and they get into your brain and start, you know, taking back messages and getting the information they need that way because it's a a loop he feels, and um, you send that information back in that loop that is not what they want to hear, and it's mm-hmm. apparently it, it, it messes with their program. I and I agree with you. You have to be kind of desperate to want to do that because. It is hard to listen to, but I've got to tell you, my tinnitus disappears when I listen to it. And if I, I don't, listen, too. and then it comes up a little bit, and then listen to it again. If I would listen to it, I just got a CD player so that I can listen to it all night. And if, if possible. Well, I get, yeah, i got to get one um, because they start tinnitus at four, 4 o'clock just before they hurt the toe and the open yeah. boot. You know, that's why I think it's AI because well, it's, yeah. uh, it's it very regimented. They're getting to your brain, and, and they're talking to you all night long. So if we can listen to that all night long, hopefully it will cancel them out, you know. I know, yeah. I know, um, um, I know, James, that you're not a big fan of the, um, of that, of that CD, yeah. am I right? Yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of it. Do you I'm, feel, I'm, yeah? I'm questioning whether it's, uh, well, I'm questioning whether it's legit. I, I don't know, but if it helps people, I guess I... Yeah, it does. I know that, that my well, brain he, fog he certainly explained up. it last night. Hmm? The way he explains it, it doesn't really... It doesn't really help me because he uses big words that I don't think need to be used. It's two five 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 timers that are beating against each other and making noise. Uh, oscillations. It goes into oscillations. I This... Phone thing, um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't get that. Well, I don't get it either because I don't understand all of that. But I just know that when I listen to it, it's helpful. It even helps clear up my brain fog, and that was really beginning to scare me. I mean, I was not finding uh-huh. words. I couldn't think straight. That was. And that is helping. And well, so if I, it just, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. So I don't see. more, and um, you know, hopefully it'll just work itself. Out. Yeah. What? Do you, what? Do you say well, I, I won't say any more. I, I, hmm. I'm glad it's helping, and I'm, I'm not going to rock the boat if it's helping people. Um, can I ask a question? Sure. Yeah. Um, I've gone through such, such a breaking down for such a long time. You know, they play sometimes in my mind that you know they own well, I've been it for a long time that they own me and they broke me down, and that I'm really just a robot. You know, I, mean, I seem normal, I eat healthy, blah, 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 but I'm under complete control. 
you know, and being basically directed or manipulated, I don't know. Have you ever gone through that feeling? I mean, I sound normal, I sound okay, mm-hmm. but I'm under complete control of my control. Can you can you slow down when you speak really slow and clear? Because it's hard to understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, for a long time they were putting me through the we own you, we own you, we own you. And now I seem healthy, I'm fine, I'm eating healthy, but I'm under complete mind control. You know, it's like, I feel like I, feel like I, have, like, I have free will, I can do whatever I want, but really... They're in my head 24-7, giving me direction, consciously or unconsciously. Hmm. Can you stop it? No. Can you turn a corner, do something spontaneous, or put on frequencies? No. I've been going this for such a long time. I was yelling at people like Kathy Meadows and Norman over a year ago. That, you know, And you know, they've been doing this for years and years and years and years. So, you know, and they used to play on me. They used to be scared that I'm a raw, a raw vegan or a vegan robot. You know, and I know that, uh, you know, um, Mary Lamont said, oh, yeah, you know, you're a puppet. You know, someone else said to me, uh, you know, the you know, you're transhumanized. Um, but it seems that and I can't, you know, that they're in my head all the time. And I can't, I'll be 100% sure of this, but, you know, that for years and years and years, they had, they had complete control of me. So they had my, the control of my arms, my legs, you know. I reached out to get something, and I'd stop it, and I'd block it. And, uh, you know, I mean, I was in Whole Foods uh, several months ago, and they literally were in my brain making me shoplift. And now it's like, um, okay, but um, not me. I'm a copy of me or something. Well, I'm a puppet. And no, I've no one wants to... Excuse me, it's Melinda again. I'm sorry. Did you always speak like this? Because you are speaking a little staccato and quickly, and uh, it's hard to understand. It, it kind of lacks a cadence and a flow. Can you slow down and relax? All right. I'm not aware of it. I thought I'm talking clearly, you know, but um, for such real a long slow. time... Real slow. For such a long time, they were breaking me down. And they're yeah. breaking me down, uh, you know, isolated alone in my apartment or whatever. And uh, uh, they drove me off, uh, I guess, off meds and uh, played with my mind uh, for a long time unconsciously. Drove me to three accidental suicide attempts, which my family blamed me for. And, you know, uh, isolated to death. And uh was yelling for a long, long time for people to listen to me and get the support. I never felt they had the love and support of family or anything like that. And then uh, for a long time, I was saying, you know, I'm a robot or afraid of being a robot. I remember seeing a, uh, what do you call it, a, um, my, my fear right now is that my memories are all theirs. Slow down, you know? slow down. You're speeding uh, up, slow down. That my memories are all theirs. You know, I read they can take your memories and put it on a computer or something, or a supercomputer. I don't know where it is anymore. I used to feel the energies around me coming and going. Uh, at one point, they had me up for two straight days without any water. I mean, without any food, you know, or um, any food or uh, what do you call it? I mean, right now, you know, in my mind, I just said, you know, it's too late, you know, but without any food or uh, Where do you asleep. live? Where do you in live? Oyster Bay, in Oyster Bay, New York, on Long Island. Mm. And, uh-huh. you know, and, you know, I was going through this alone. I mean, you know, the, the insanity that I went through, you know, being thrown out of my apartment, you know, at 2 o'clock in the, in the morning, you know, and, uh, 
me how does it have to you know walk around outside you know in my underwear you know for ten hours until I can get back in my apartment you know I wasn't sure if they brainwashed my cat you know at one point I was I was listening to my inside the, my house my apartment and I couldn't get in they've locked me out of my apartments so many times I've gone to three apartments they've you know, locked me out of you know they they they, they, they locked my brain out they um. They saw me out of the apartment, and at one point I remember being in my apartment a few months ago, and they, I, I you know, uh, I, I heard it like one, two o'clock, and twelve o'clock or something. That they cut my cat. I, I heard my. I felt like they they cut my cat's throat. I heard that, and then a few minutes later, I heard him trying to claw off the door. When I got in ten minutes, ten hours later, he was um, and he looked fine, you know. But Mary Lamont, the TI psych nurse, you know, said, well, they can brainwash anything with a brain, Matt. No, you're, you know, you're Matt, speeding up again, and what happens when you speed up is your words go together and very hard to understand. What is really? your name? Brian. Mm-hmm. Brian, hi. Who's this? I'm Melinda. Melinda. Melinda? Mm-hmm. Are you the moderator? No. I'm no. Linda, I'm the moderator. That's Linda. Oh, Linda's the moderator. Oh, okay. And so, um... You know, and I got into my apartment ten hours later. I heard Max H. Williams say, "Well, I can condition, um, you know, anyone." And I was going through a lot of this before I even knew I was a TI. You know, I mean, I was driven into my first overdose in 2006 off medicine, and um, you know, what month? And, uh, do you remember what month? What month? Yeah, it was um, I don't know, February. February. Do you remember oh. what day? Do you remember what day? No, I don't. Um, I don't. Because I had an accidental overdose February 12, 2006. Uh-huh. I, was, I was in a coma for two days, you know, and then it happened again in 2007. With a, uh, you know, I was thrown out of the house again for getting off medicine, which was a tool. I know Norman, a TI, said, well, I use that against you all the time, um, that uh, you, know, you got off your medicine. They lay guilt on you all the time. And guilt is a very heavy tool for, for the attackers with me. They use they use guilt against me all the time, you know. And I'm totally cut off my family, estranged my family, you know. And I think I'm insane. My sister, you know, said to me recently, my father said, my father said that if I call my sisters again, they're gonna call the police on me. So we never really supportive. I mean, I never felt supported. But I went through, you know. I mean, How old I'm, are you? I'm sixty. You are sixty. No. I'm sixty. You're Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Sixty six so. Oh. Yeah. You know, but I mean my my I mean it's like I don't really know that I feel I don't or I think anymore, you know, but I'm 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 mind controlled and I don't know where it comes from. I thought Kathy Meadows told me it's uh it's comes from satellites, you know. And Kathy cut me off a long time ago when I yelled at her, I was going through a very bad attack. I yelled at her in a in a, in a voice. Slow down, slow down, slow down. And, and Kathy, Kathy cut me off. I apologized to her five times. I told her recently my mother passed away, but she still wouldn't forgive me. And it seems like people have been cutting me off for a very long time. And I guess I was brainwashed or something to the fear that I was a vegan robot. It was, you know, I look normal, everything's fine, but I've lost myself. I'm a copy of myself. That was, that was put to me, I guess. I don't know. So it's the fear. Well, most that people who are copies of themselves don't know it. Why would you know it? I well, I know it because that's the program that I had. I mean, Kathy told me that we're all programs, you know. I mean, that's kind of what I remember. I mean, sometimes I wonder if they if they played truth on me. I know that uh, Max H. Williams would say, "Don't listen to the voices," you know. Um, Mary Lamont would say, "Don't listen to the voices," but that was years ago. I, I mean, my brain has been so overrun, 
that, you know, I mean, right now, I mean, I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of concerned that the more I talk, the more they get into controlling me. But I don't know. I, uh, I you know, you. don't don't reveal anything that um that would tell them everything is working. I, I just you know, know what I'm that. saying. Don't don't say uh, the new ignition is really working well. They're really getting me. Don't say stuff like that. No, I, I guess I, I hope you would say to me, you know, you know, your words, your power, things like that, you know. But <clears throat> I've been out, I've been out of control for such a long time, and so used for such a long time. You know, I know that Max said to me, "It's possible you're going through this back in the '70s," you know. But I'm not aware. I mean, I, I seem fine, but. I'm, I'm not the same person I used to be. And yet I know they say, well, you know, the more you're uh, attacked, it builds up more neuroplasticity in the brain. So, uh, I, you know, but I don't really know. I know that, uh, you know, there's the concern that, you know, my cat was uh, programmed and that I'm programmed and that nobody ever knew that was happening. You know, I mean... Uh, well, we're Samuel, probably all programmed, but I think how you react to it and how you cope with it is what's important. Well, I'm not in any pain. I've had terror. I've had fear. I haven't had any real um, um, physical pain. Although back in the '90s, you know, I mean, I was I was given shock therapy back in the uh, in the '70s, um, and uh, you know, I mean, things that my mother said to me. You know, I mean, I went through a lot of abuse. And even Kathy told me, you know, when she was counseling me, that you're, you know, your you know, your mother abused you. I went through a lot of abuse in my family, and that was a real you know, twice for these people, these attackers. They really exploited that. All the, uh, the negative feedback and programming that I got from my mother and my father and all that, and sisters, all, you know, all went into my deprogramming, my brain, you know. And, uh, now, uh, how did you get to Kathy Meadows? I found her through... Um, uh, freedomschs.org a long time ago. Uh, uh, you know? and, and people are you still say, working oh. with her? You no, know, she cut me out months and months ago because oh. I was going through a very bad attack and uh, I was yelling at her, you know, trying to tell her what happened, you know, and she, you know, in, in a voicemail and she never called me back. And that was very, very painful. I've never had the love and support that I needed in, in life, for, I, I don't think, for anything, you know. And I never wanted to go through any of this, you know. And they played out all my past memories and all the criticisms that I've got and the abuses I've gotten from doctors and things like that, you know. And, um, I mean, uh, I was, you know, I was, uh, I mean, I can go through it again, but, you know, I was, you know, supposed to be raped in 1980 orally by a male roommate and put in the system, you know. Brian, and, Brian, I want to yeah. ask you something. Do you do any shielding? Um, no. I mean, people have talked about it. Now, I read that you really can't do any shielding for, um, for V2K. I was going to Home Depot a long time ago, uh, Susan Tedesco. You know, I recommended putting things up on the windows and things like that. For some reason, I, I didn't do it. You know, and, uh, you know, and then I read you, I can't. Honey, you know, I, they say that you can't shield from V2K. I'd get that CD and find out. I think it helps interrupt what they're doing. And I and yeah. you can wear things on your head to keep them out of your head to some degree. Um, I purchased some things. I'm not going to get into exactly what, but um, uh, Less AMF does have some things that you can use to block it because you need to block this stuff. They're 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 hammering you very hard, and you need to yeah. do some blocking for yourself. 
Well, I contacted John Necker about getting the headbands and all that, and he basically was like, you know, I really, I don't know if it's really going to, anything that's really going to help you. You know, uh-huh. I, 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 I was using that. Yeah, well, you know, that, that's too ridiculously expensive. Um, um, that, that headband thing and all these bands for your whole body. You can buy a whole, a whole, you can buy a whole body outfit of bands for $2,500. That's ridiculous. Whoever's making the noise on the call, would you stop? Is everyone moving their phone? Please stop. Um, I use magnets, but they don't really do anything for me. I'm wearing some now. They really, they really don't do anything for me. Where are you using them? Um, well, when I read with Kimberly on uh, on Freedom FCHS, that she's to put them where you, uh, you know, we want to put them, or in two, do we want to put them? I have them on my wrist. I have them on my forehead. You know, I have them on my throat. You know, but I had some the other day, and it seemed like my brain actually got worse. I spoke to another PI who said that, well, the problem is that they can really, she said they can reverse the poles of them and hurt, and hurt you. So I don't know. I put them on the other day. I felt worse. Now I have them on now, and I don't feel anything. Magnets have helped me very much. Um, also, have you put any shielding, like, on your walls, on your windows? Have you been able to do anything like that? No. No, uh-huh. and now that I look back, I'm beginning to wonder if they play if they if they play with me to not do that. Uh, no. I don't know, but you need to do it. You need to take care of yourself. Um, yeah. it, it, they're hitting you hard, and you need to do something to help stop that. Not everybody gets relief from from shielding. I do. I I, I go to rather I go I do it pretty extensively. Um, I've got net Netflix Netflix. The stuff up on my um, windows that is aluminum, or it's just good stuff. I'll go out and get the name of it in a minute. But you need to do something like that. Yeah, I, know. I have windows around my apartment. My bed is right next to a window, and they're hitting me in the windows. They've been hitting me in the windows for, for years. You know? Okay, well, you need to block them. There are some, yeah. some frequencies need a line of sight to hit you with. Block your windows. Um, right. You know, do something to get that blocked. Even wood helps block. Uh, when it comes to line of sight, block your windows. Do something to make sure this stops, or at least helps it stop. I'm sh- I haven't take I haven't been able to cut all of my targeting out, but I certainly have been able to do some of it successfully. If I didn't bother, I would really be in trouble right now. If I didn't do that, and yeah, sometimes I get scared of taking care of myself. That's part of what they want to do. They want to frighten us. Well, we got to just stay in the here and now, stay right here, stay with yourself, don't get into fear, just stay with where you are, say, just say to yourself, I'm standing right here, where am I, I'm right here, I can see my feet, I'm standing on the ground, I'm right here, right now. And don't go in the past and don't go in the future. And, you know, I mean, the programs are pretty much theory. A lot of everybody has different theory on what we're being programmed with and what, you know, just take care of yourself. Don't get. Don't worry about the, the. I don't want you to worry about the programs. I just want you to because we can get off on that and go in circles. We can get way out there on what might be happening, but we have to take a first step. And one of the very best first steps to take is some kind of blocking. Get your windows covered. You know. Well, what will we cover them with? Well, like mylar. I mean, mylar and tape, right? No, my I don't know what my I don't know how good my R is, frankly. But what this stuff is is a double it's a double um, thing of mylar with um, some it's it's it, it, it's thick. It's like about half an inch thick, and it's very pliable. You can use it easily. 
Um, you can get it on Amazon. Hold on, I'm going out in my garage. I'm going to find it for you. Um, you can get it on Amazon. You can um, just put it up on your windows. Tape it up. Get some tape. Tape it yeah, up. Isn't the apartment very dark? Well, yeah, but that but better dark. Turn on your lights. It's called yeah. Reflectix. R e f l e c t i x. It Hold is on. R e f l e t i x. Reflectix. I'm sorry. C t i x. I'm sorry. Reflectix. R e f l e c t i x. Right. Right. You can get it on Amazon. They will deliver it. Um, and it's it's good thick shielding. Okay. Okay. Try that. Yeah, your apartment will be dark. Turn on your lights, but do something for yourself. Don't worry about the problems it might cause. Do whatever you need to do to 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 screen to block this out. Okay. Okay. You know. And um, yeah. And um, uh, what do I do? What do I tape it? I just tape it up. Tape it up. Sure, just tape it up. You don't care what you don't care what it looks like. You want to be safe. You know. Okay. I mean, my I've got some windows that look really stupid, and that's okay. I cut down on the on the frequencies. That's all I care about. Can it come to the walls also and the ceilings? Well, yeah, some stuff can. Yeah, but if you want to put it all, all over your walls, I don't know if that will help or not, because you know this stuff is supposed to reflect everything back out. I don't know how. I don't know. I just know that you can cut the line of sight uh, frequencies that they use. I think can't remember which ones are line of sight. But they need a they need to be able to get to you, to see you, to hit you. And um they can do that through your windows. Don't let them do it. Put right. that stuff up, okay? Right. Really. You you need to take care of yourself. And yeah, we're you like hitting you very hard. Yes, they you are know? hitting you hard. You and know, that's I mean you've gotten to cut my wrist open. Don't do you that. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean I mean they were playing on my emotions when I was getting off medicine. Mm-hmm. You know, and um you know, I was on medicine for 36 years. I didn't want to be. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I mean, I mean, it's like you know, uh, I mean, when you're in the mental health for health with houses for 36 years, there's a lot of uh, game playing they do with uh, with that kind. And I didn't even know when I was first targeted. Yeah. You know. Okay, honey. If we go back into all that and get scared, oh my God, I'm just stay with right now. Stay with okay. right now. And okay. do and and do something to protect yourself. Okay. Okay. Really. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my, my, my selfish recommended, my life coach recommended a, uh, for me, a bio, well, you know, a bio oxidative pillow, you know, um, with me for, for grounding. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you do grounding, by the way? Do you do yeah, any, I mean, any earthing? You know, I haven't done the earthing, you know. I haven't done the earthing. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get into that now. Do. Do. Yeah, all right. Take some of the, um, some of the, it's kind of a good antioxidant. It'll take some of the oxidation that their frequencies cause. It will help remove it, or should help. It seems to work for me, and I th- I think it reduces my symptoms because I do earthing every day, and I think it it is my symptoms seem to be better. I probably shouldn't say it because now they'll get worse. They'll pick it up, but I am earthing, and I think it is helping. You know. Well, I, mean, I went on the website. I mean, what do you do for earthing? I mean, you just going outside or. Well, you can go outside, get in the dirt, stand there for a while if you want. Go to a, a post that is, is in the ground and just hang out with that post for 20 minutes. Um, that's, what, that's what Dwight says. Um, there are, there's a site online. It's called earthing.com, and they have a lot of products that are not that expensive. I got a whole earthing thing 
that I use for like twenty six bucks. Um, and it really, I find it very helpful. Earthing.com. Yeah, I mean, did you say pliers? Pliers on? I know there are, there are wires and things like that. Well, get the get the the band that goes around your hand or your foot, and then you <laughs> Well, take a look at it. It's got an orange band that goes around your foot, or they send you two, and um, and some wires, and it goes into the ground um, part of the plug. Do not electrocute yourself. Do not put it in the other, the, the long, thin ones um, in your plug, just that little round grounder, and it seems to be safe. It didn't electrocute me. scared me. I didn't want to plug that baby in, but I did, and it has helped. It will reduce some of your symptoms, I think. So you actually put, 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 a, like, put a, a band on you and plug it into the uh, outlet and, and, and grab it in the earth? Yeah. Yeah, and some people don't like it. Some people think it's crazy. Some people don't like it. There are a lot of people out there that think it's a very wise idea. Okay. You know? And go to um, go to Electric Sense on your computer. Google Electric Sense, one word, and go read that. This guy is big on shielding. He's huge on shielding, and he offers a variety of different ways to do that. He's not in the business of selling that stuff. He's just really a helpful guy who wants to get people safe. Okay. Okay? So take a look at his advice, okay? You can do this. You can help yourself. Trust me. Okay. It's scary, but you can do it. Okay, thank you. Okay, honey. You're going to be better. Okay? Okay. Melinda, thank you. Melinda, are you there? Good evening, Melinda. Hey, Linda. Hi, honey. How you doing? I'm good. I'm getting more of the gang stalking, I guess, now. The really annoying crap. Yeah. Did yeah. somebody call me? Yes, I did. I said, where are you? <laughs> no, oh, I I was, I'm listening to uh, videos from my uh, neighborhood. Uh, I just said, thing. okay, I just said thank you. Thank you for helping Brian. That was nice. And, and, and I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that's hard because... Uh, He's either I'm sorry. He's either aware or he's not aware of of the changes. If, he, if he's not aware, he can't control it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Well, yeah. He needs to just get some help and you know take it proactive. I think once we take a a, a pro, I hate that word, but anyway. I'm gonna well, I love it. Take, I love it. It turns the corner from well, yeah, victim huh? to um pro, yeah. uh, to uh, you know. Well, my sister, who I don't like, used to use that word all the time. And it just kind of oh. annoys me. But anyway, taking a action proactive, <laughs> taking an act action on our behalf is somehow it seems to me, to me, and I think it will help everybody to just once you get started, it's like you feel more confident. You feel like mm-hmm. okay, maybe there is something I can do for myself. Okay, and that builds on itself. Every step we take builds to the next step. You know. I agree. That's why I say you. And even uh, on this video, you got to turn around and face your purpose. If they yell at you, you never run away because they will just foam at the mouth and do it again. Yeah. Turn around. Who are you? Do I know you? Have you been the one who's been following me, stalking me? Say it loud. Yeah. People will, you know, hide because they, they're afraid of stalkers. So, uh, yeah, or turn around and say, what did you say? Did you repeat that? They don't want to repeat it. Are you the one who's been harassing and stalking me? That's yeah. against the law, you know. Yeah. Well, I, 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 that's I didn't why they don't come up to me. I chased the car down. 
You chased the car down? Yes, trying to get the tag number, but they they were going way too fast. <laughs> they like got they struck out, I guess. <laughs> didn't get I've been money. telling the the female stalkers on me that the that the guys that they work with have raped me. So I'm telling them the guys that work that you work for and work with, they raped they have raped me multiple times. Just so that they know. Like this is the these are the people you're hanging out with. Mhm. Okay, I want to interrupt this, you guys, and say, is that you, Dave? Southeast Missouri, is that you? Is that Dave Case? Maybe not. Okay. Dave, if you're here, please, star eight, you want to talk about your CD? Feel free. I guess that's not Dave. Okay. Sorry. Okay, you guys, keep going. I'm sorry. I just wanted to interrupt there for a second to see if that was Dave. Okay. See if you wanted to share. Yeah. Hey, Linda, I got, I'm got. i going to write my girlfriend about the EMF stuff from Mercola and also the uh, yeah. the uh, scattered frequency. I hope Good. I hope they listen. I hope so. Anyway, okay, I'll just I'll be right back. B, BRB. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> okay. Linda. Yes. Listen. This is Joe, yeah. New York. I know who does that high squealing. Yeah. And they do it when they don't get the attention they want or they're told to be quiet. They keep repeating the same thing over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Or um, or they just carry on about the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe they you have an idea. Huh? Do they interrupt a lot? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know who it is, and I think you know who it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that person is not here, and that person is not unmuted right now. So I, yeah, All right, well, well I, I put them on notice. I, you know, become annoying. I'm going to tell everybody your name, and, and <laughs> you know, it's not going to be very... I know who's doing it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, every time they get ignored... Or somebody tells them, you keep repeating the same thing over and over. Shut up already. Mm-hmm. Let somebody else talk. That's who's doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, they have good information, but sometimes just give it a break. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And I don't really believe in radiation tables. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I <laughs> they also get that from Massachusetts on some of my after calls, and I think some of the perps uh, yeah. are real people. Like, it's real people yeah. on the other line, and that signal somehow uh, that their perps set that up. Because I got that from a Massachusetts number. One. And there is a wonderful woman who lives in Massachusetts, but you're right. There are two Massachusetts on here right now, and you're right. Uh, I have noticed that, too. There, there is an app you can go on and make it like, look like a different number you're using. Because my cousin, my cousin was telling me about it. Right. Plus, they have all of our information, if you think about it. I mean, they have my login information yeah. because remote neural monitoring. So if somebody's not getting on the call that night, you know, they can use their information. Yeah. And yeah. Comment on the phone. Kyle, Kyle what is your um, number, your call-in number for your calls? I somehow don't have it. It's a 142-394. Are you going to set up a regular call? 
Well, I'm gonna do the Saturday night call. I think I think uh, Ella's gonna do the think tank uh, from like five to eight or six to eight central, and then it's gonna run into the Saturday night call, and then I'll run it in. I'll run it longer into an extra call, so we can have the Saturday night call be like really, really long. Okay. Well, somebody's now playing music. That's so cute. Um, I also wanted. Okay, we, we were talking a little bit earlier about about the fact that it seems like follow the money. I want to read you something else if this person will let me. Um, does anybody have music on in their background, or is this a perp? This one, you guys. Oh yeah, I hear that. Do you hear that? Not that person. It's not. No, it's not Julia. No, it's not Joe. Um, hold on. I know they have a program that will let me see this, but I'm on a Mac and it won't. Doesn't work on Mac. Okay, that went away, right? We can't hear it, right? Do you guys hear that noise anymore? Yeah, I don't hear. Anymore. Oh, uh, I do still. That's adorable. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like background noise. Sorry, Central Michigan, I did not unmute you. Oh, not that one. Okay. Could I, Linda, could I, while you're finding that, um, I just to go ahead and, like, maybe defend Dave CD. I haven't gotten it yet, um, but from what I understand about all this, um, you know, they can target us with external things, but I think the main crux of this is, um, it is, it is uh, you know, getting us tuned with that frequency. It, it, and if we scatter that frequency, um, they won't be able to target us as good, uh, our brain won't be entrained as much. Because, um, I mean, yesterday I really experienced it. In the middle of that call, you know, the high-pitched sound, low, low frequency sound in my ears, um, they were really, really prepping me. And they were really, really prepping me. And then later on in the night, they were doing a lot of remote neural monitoring stuff. So uh, a lot of this really has to do with them in training and strengthening that signal. Because we're the receivers, like we're the receiver of that signal. You know, they've got our frequency. Specific. Uh, just a minute, hon. I'm gonna mute. Just a minute. Yeah. Hold on. Boy, you know, you know, <laughs> you really need to stop this, you guys. It's really unnecessary. Okay, Brian, you want? Did you mute yourself, Brian? I'm sorry, I won't unmute you. Um, hi, Donna. You're unmuted. Melinda, you're unmuted. Melinda, something going on with your phone? Huh? What is that? Are you asking me about my phone, Linda? No, honey. Who is this? Oh, I, I thought you said Linda. Okay. Oh, hi, Linda. No, no, I wasn't asking you about your phone. I just now I don't know who wanted. Okay, you guys, I'm going to unmute everybody and mute yourself if you want to be muted. What? No, I shouldn't do that. Then I'm never going to be able to find this person. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on. 
Oh no. <laughs> okay, guys. Let me read just one thing while um while I've got it muted so that I can get through it and then we'll start unmuting. Okay. When I talk about the money thing, uh, it played it with someone else now. What honey? Linda, are you talking to somebody? How come I've used the whole room? muted now. All right. There we go. Um, I want to get this through this. I wish it go away. Okay. This is, the, this is from the EPA. The EPA says the threat is real. Um, and we already looked at some of that. Um, okay. In a, in a draft report issued in March of 1990, the EPA recommended that EMFs be classified as a Class B carcinogen, um, a, a profitable, a probable human carcinogen, and joined the ranks of formaldehyde, um, DDT, dioxins, and PCBs. Okay. After the, the EPA draft report was um, released, utility companies, the military, and computer lobbyists came down very hard on the EPA. The EPA's final revision did not classify EMFs as a Class B carcinogen. Rather, it, it gave some kind of airy-fairy, maybe it's this, maybe it's that sort of uh, report. But it was money. It was money that came down on them. It was military and, and you know, the communications to utility companies, oh, my God and computer lobbyists, they all came down. That tells you who, and those are big people, the military, huge, um, and computer companies, huge, and utilities. They want they want to have the EMFs available for their use, and that's money. This all goes back to money, and that's the saddest part about it. I'm sorry, but I think regulations, when it comes to Free enterprise is really important so that this kind of stuff does not happen. We need to keep this country safe, and to let them just go wild with with EMFs is crazy. And it all came back to money. These are the companies that profit from EMFs. These are the utility, the military, and the computer lobbyists. It's all about money, and that's really sad. I think. Okay, but we're not the only country that's this is running rampant in, so, you know, it's not all about free enterprise, and, but it's just about money. Okay. I'm going to go through, and I'm going to start unmuting, and when I hear that sound, okay, I'm going to unmute people. Okay, maybe not. Okay. Um, I'm going to start unmuting, and if you don't want to be unmuted, just mute yourself back up. Okay. Um, Southeast Missouri, that's not Dave, huh? Huh. And I agree with... No? Okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm so sorry. Crazy. Okay. Northwest California, is that you, EMF Linda? Okay. Put yourself back on mute if you want. Um, New York. Southeast Pennsylvania. 
Texas, is that you, Kent, down there? West Washington. Hi, Lonnie. Massachusetts. Okay, I'm just go ahead and mute yourselves back up, guys. Okay, South Southern California. I understand. No. I, yeah, I noticed that you muted me, even though all the other people get a choice to mute themselves. No, I didn't. I muted everybody. Is this the lawyer that is, is so unhappy with us all the time? The lawyer. I don't, I'm not a lawyer. Are you a lawyer? Okay. Who are you? No, I'm not. Well, I don't know, but somebody comes on and starts yelling at us all the time and gets very impatient. I never speak on your Who call. Who are you? Who are you? My name is My name is Chloe Rose. Hello, Chloe. How are you doing? Hello. What do you want to say, um, Chloe? No, I was just asking why I was muted, and everybody else was. Everybody oh, you can mute yourself. Everybody was muted. I was okay. Oh, Chloe, no, don't do that. You come in here and start attacking. It's not going to work. I will mute you. I heard you say you can mute yourself if you want. I muted the whole room, Chloe, and I'm not going to get in this with you. I muted the whole room. I'm unmuting people as I'm going up, and I'm saying if you don't want to be unmuted, then you can go ahead and mute yourselves again. But I'm not getting into this with you. Okay, no more. Please don't bully TIs. Thank you. Okay, that's been fun, Chloe. Okay. Okay, guys, if you want to be unmuted, please push... Um, Please push star eight. Ah, the ones that I have unmuted, please or haven't unmuted. Please push star eight. Okay. And Chloe, this is not the first time you've been on here upsetting people. So don't do it. Okay, here we go. All right, guys. Hello. Hello. Now you're doing great. <laughs> is this James? Thank you. Yeah, it is. Well, thank you. I'm, I get a little tired of people coming on here and yelling at us. Yeah, it's a tough job. Huh? You're doing a good job, really. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I just want some information to be on here. I want people to, hopefully if we can learn something, hopefully we can see that it really does go back to money and that we get to get angry about it. You know? I think I'm going to kill myself tonight. Who is that? Oh, that was Chloe. Okay, uh, Chloe's one of the people on Brian Two's list. I don't approve of some of them, but I don't. I've never heard her that much. <laughs> well, <laughs> what list? What list is that? She's muted now. What list is um, that? Well, about a year ago, he kept calling four or five people perks. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She's not the only one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello. Hello? Okay, Okay. Oh, honey, is that Lonnie? Is that your phone being weird? <laughs> no, I'm not doing anything unusual to my phone. <laughs> it's it's in my hand. I haven't put it in the old sleeve. I use. Yeah, I'm
Okay, we're just going to try and keep it calm. Uh, Mike? Linda, I've got the app that can say which one is doing it. So. Would you, you know what? My problem is the, I'm, on a, on a, I'm on a Mac and it doesn't work on a Mac. Uh, it might. I don't know. No, it doesn't. I'll tell you when I... Don, 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 Don. Don his name? Joe, are you here? Did I undo... I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to make any false accusations, but when Donald isn't paid attention to, he acts very childish. Well, I don't see him on here, though, but you... Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. And the other night I busted him because... I, I, I called him out. I said, stop right now. Yeah. And it stopped. So, that's, yeah. that's it. The, 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 yeah, call me a snitch. <laughs> oh, you're not a snitch. Not you. Not you. Okay. You know, it's not me. And, but, 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 Ella, Ella, is that her name from last night? Uh-huh. She, ha- she has a problem with me and New York. She has a problem with all New Yorkers. I don't think she likes New Yorkers. I'm not sure why. I'm, not I'm sure. constantly, I'm constantly muted every time there's anything, and I'm like, why am I even on the call? You know? Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, like the other night, I got on a call, and um, I was explaining to a woman. She said, "Well, I hear military uh, this and that coordinates and this and that." And I said, "Well." If you live near an airport, there's something called a Doppler effect. And when an incoming jet uses its radar to give coordinates, you it will uh, bleed over into your radio or TV station. And she said, oh, he's a perp, he's a perp, he's a perp. And Neil turns around and he goes, no, he's not. You know? What, you? You're not a perp. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Retarded. Who said that? This lady did, or Don, Don didn't say that? Don didn't do that, did he? Don didn't say what? Who, who called you the perp? Oh, some some girl, some younger girl. Um, you know, yeah. you know, I was simply trying to explain the effect of yeah. the Doppler effect on aircraft radar, yeah. how it bleeds through. You know, it'll bleed through. You'll hear it, yeah. you know, on your radio. Simple fact. Couldn't be any simpler. Well, yeah. And judges, we need to not call each other perps on these calls. Anyway, that was a good call last night. I liked that. A very good call. I thought it was yeah. very good information. You understand what? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, no. Sorry, unknown. I'm not unmuting you. Um, um, non-member, um, okay, I'm going to unmute you, and if you want to say something great, but if you, you know, you say something to us. Hi, non-member, you're unmuted. Linda, it's me, Karen. I'm oh, hi, on Karen. The... Why are you connected to non-member? What are you doing? The, the computer comes in as non-member. Huh. It's the computer. Okay. Is this my friend, Karen, deer in headlights? Right. right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Karen. Okay, Go ahead. Now, are you are you the one that had the issue with Chloe or is that Phil? Somebody had an issue. Right. Oh. Mm. Boy, they're all over tonight. 
significant weight, you know, much more than yeah. we would ourselves. And so the survey, the survey will be available to them as well as to uh, you and I. Well, they're going to apparently some. I don't know who all is going to be getting the survey, but they're putting together the questions they want answered. Doctor Gollum, San Diego University. Oh. What? G O L U M B. Doctor Gollum. She's doing a survey, <laughs> and it's a university survey. San Diego. I've already applied for it. I live in Queens, New York. And I'm waiting for somebody who's supposed to reach out to me for help, but they never did. Well and I have a feeling they might be on this call. She's shy. They they should they should call. Yeah. She's shy. Yeah, so I could at least find a source what it is, shield you and at least you have a sanity. Yeah. Well, yeah, but right now we're talking also about, um, about. Um, I'm sorry, just a minute, just a minute. Um, we're talking about the, the surveys that that William Binney and um, Kirk Weeby are doing. Oh, they're doing oh. a, a survey. And, no, I'm still talking about university, so this is a... That's great. A, but what, the, uh, well, she's what, the, what but she's, the, she's yeah. asking for volunteers, uh-huh. okay. this woman, and... She wants volunteers that are electro hypersensitive and ones that aren't. And and then, you know, you contact her and take it from there. Okay. Wow. Um, could you repeat her name, please, or w- would that okay. be something? Dr. Mm-hmm. Okay, G-O-L-U-M-B, University of San Diego. Okay. Let me grab another pen. This one isn't writing. She's not. She's not. not I recall those. Yeah. G-O-L-U-N-D? G-O-L-U-N-D. Okay. Like Gollum. Dr. Gollum, she's heading the study. Okay. It's on a volunteer basis, so it's you know it's 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 moving, but you know you, you have to keep in touch with them. Okay. And so um, she will be contacting. Is there any way to contact her? No, you have to just Google her up, and okay. uh, and uh, she'll come up. Real quick, and then you can contact. It'll 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 say you know she's doing a study. If you would like to be a participant, you know, and they'll give you a website. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, Joe. Now, what I want to say about about the um, survey that that Benny and and Kirk Weeby are doing is that their intention is to gather the information, get the facts together, and present it to Congress. They're, they're very interested in, in presenting it to Congress and possibly then putting together a lawsuit. They're pretty active, and they know what they're talking about, and they they have a voice in in this field. They, you know, they work for the NSA, and, um, and they know 
the ins and outs, and um, Benny's movie is coming out, A Good American is coming out to this country shortly. It's already out in Europe. And um, very interesting information, very good information for us. I think we should all see it. We should also all go see Snowden, you know, so we know a little more about these heroes that are helping us, you know? Does that sound good, you guys? Yeah, did you hear uh, Mr. Kurt last night? He was like, he was like, you know, it's good to get all y'all's information because we're coming together with a plan. Yes. I'm so glad. I am so glad because, yes. you know, we deserve it. Yes, we've been wanting. I mean, and the world, the world deserves it. Yes. Yes, we've been wandering around in circles long enough. We really yes. need to need to get this together and and you know solidified and these yeah. guys that's what their plan is and I'm just and they have a big voice. They already the country already knows them. The Congress already knows them. They know mm-hmm. that they worked for the NSA. They know they blew the whistle. They know yeah. that these guys have a lot of information that's valid. And God bless them for being so brave. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That is that is really a good thing. Amazing. <coughs> and I think we all and I, it was a, a delight. What I thought was so wonderful of them is that they came. They were so thankful that we were there to talk to them. That was so cute. These guys are so important, and they're thanking us for being on the call. Uh, well, wow. this, these these are real human <laughs> beings. These are real well, they're beings. smart, conscientious men, so they yeah. know how to act. They know how to act. They know yeah. how to talk, yeah. and they're intelligent. So, so I mean, they understand that it's important, an important issue. Yeah, and and not only are they intelligent, but they were working so directly with intelligence that, you know, they're they're in the perfect position to um, to do something. To contact Congress, to get heard. They can be heard, and that is what's so important for us to know about. And hopefully we can get that survey. I don't know exactly what's going on with that. I think Bella knows, um, she knows a lot more than I do. And we, but we'll gather that information. We'll find it. We'll get it to everybody. You know, we'll find a way to get it to everybody. I'm going to be back on the line in a minute. In a, in a Can minute. I just say something real quick? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Oh, good. This is Yaya, and I think that's Kyle. Yeah, hey, Yaya. Kyle, hi. I've been trying to email you. I think I wrote down your email wrong. I didn't want you to think that I'd forgotten about you. No, I, I probably... Have, I have a, I have a lot of information to give you. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna check it right now. But I think you should tell everybody on this call, you know, what oh, you got. Yeah. And yeah, and so you know what I have figured out is in your county because I went ahead and did most of the searches, most of them. Um, Arizona and especially where I'm at in Maricopa County. We are exactly the same with the searches of what I'm coming up with. So basically what I'm doing, because I thought, how else can I describe this and everybody would get it. So I'm trying to figure out the businesses that are, you know, involved with doing this to us. And I am figuring it out. So it's like if you want to know what the NSA owns in your county, then I'm going to teach you how to find that out. And so um, it's turning out to be very um, shocking, actually. Or if you want to know what the FBI owns, it's basically that. And so um, 
I have all this information, like even in Kyle's County, uh, it's not advertised, but there are towers that are called Monarch cell towers. And I have them here in Maricopa County, and no one has ever heard of them. And it wasn't until I started doing these searches. And there's Monarch communication systems. There's Monarch insur life insurance. And then I went on down the line using the acronyms from Dr. Duncan's book about the program, and I'm coming up with these businesses. And you can see that they're all matching up all across the board. I've done five searches in different parts of the country. So I just want to teach people how to do it. Okay, I have a question. It's invaluable because, you know, mm -hmm. there's one company that there is no if, ands, or buts that they are doing this, that they are funding it. And it's called CT Corporation. If you guys have ever heard of that, Google it. Google What's the name of corporation again? CT. C and a T. Corporation. So what I'm hoping to find is that, and I haven't had a chance, I get these lists and then if I can get help, someone's going to find exactly what is being used on us and where the scientific research is being done. I think I know here in Maricopa County pretty much. I know what's happened to me. I know how I feel like my brain waves got hijacked. Uh, I had a sleep study done. And I really didn't need it. And it was a whole setup. And then um, come to find out my ex-husband owns the sleep study lab. And he also owns yeah. another one, a big one here. And he owns a franchise of them. And I want to tell people to stay away from them. And so, you know, I have pretty much figured out businesses that, you know, people should stay away from the bad guys. You know, mm -hmm. that's one, one way we can get back at them. We don't go to their stores. Yeah. We don't use their services. Yeah. So anyhow, Kyle, I just wanted to let you know I didn't forget you. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. It's it's Vulcan Wolverine. Yeah, I must have, I just must have spelled it wrong because everything kept coming back to me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Vulcan like Spock. Like Vulcan yeah. and then like Wolverine like the X Men like the X Men at gmail dot com. So it's V U L Uh huh. V U L C A N. C A N. Okay, Wolverine, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I think I had one letter wrong in there. Yeah. I've been trying, um I've been trying to research it, you know, mm -hmm. uh put in my first name, you know, in the county assessor uh <laughs> at office. Um I can't come up with any but I'm still trying. Oh, um, no, it comes up. There are so many um, things you're going to be surprised. Every right. single acronym from Dr. Duncan's book, like DARPA, Paperclip, uh, MK Ultra is there, you name it. It's coming up, all these businesses. If I, just, if I just put in, this is how I know that it's right, if I go back and I just put in the name Paperclip, normally nothing comes up. If I put what, it in, what is it? What is it you entered again? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what is it you entered again, please? Well, I'm I'm taking because you know they have to have an organized system. Yeah. Because it's a business, and it's yeah. a business where they have to have funds to do it, <laughs> and you know, uh, so 
you know, I have a theory about what else they're doing. I don't want to say too much until I validate it, but it's not mm-hmm. nice. Because they're using this for all kinds of things, but every single thing that you can think of. And so, um, anyhow, so I'm taking the acronyms out of Dr. Duncan's book that has to do with the program. And these businesses are coming up under each of the acronyms. So you put in, you know, Christ. I put in the acronym Christ because that's in the book. And up came um, three judges. And you're oh. like, well, that's kind of scary. And then you put in, um, like I did the monarchs for Kyle's County, my county. I did Kate's County. I did Karen Stewart's County. And a lot of them had to do with communications. And uh, Kyle and I have the monarch cell towers. And, I, you know, I know a lot about cell towers because my ex-husband owns a lot of cell towers. And... Uh, mm-hmm. I had never seen those. Dr. Sandinger has never, ever heard of those. And, you know, there's a lot of them that are not registered. These may not be registered with the FCC. So wow. we have to find this stuff out. And so um, anyhow, and so then from there, I've been uh, also doing the same searches on the assessor website. The assessor will bring up what they own. And so even if you put in, say, costs, you know, that's going to tell you what they, where all the stations are, what they own. You'll be surprised what they own. <clears throat> Which and of Dr. Duncan's books was that, please? The second one. Um, the Taming a Demon? Yes, Volume 2. Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? I think Taming the Demon, because I think his first one was Project Soulcatcher. Oh, no, Tam- it's Project Soulcatcher, Volume 2. Okay, Volume 2. Yeah, and he has all the acronyms having, you know, having to do with the program. And so I thought, well, if you're a businessman and you have to have an organized system of this. Uh, I didn't know there was a volume two. Oh, volume two, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I thought, Yeah, well, I have to say, read that. I, I found it a little scary, and so I read it. Mm-hmm. But, but now oh. I guess I could go back probably approach it, you know. Uh, Anyhow, so I know I'm on the right track because boy, oh boy, have things really gotten bad. (laughs) And so... Hey, Yaya. Hmm? Yaya, can you tell them, like, all the websites that you go to to put this information into? Mm -hmm. Like, Besides yes. the the county assessor website, right? You go to the, there's three county assessor. You go to um, your state corporation commission where all the businesses are registered, mm-hmm. and you can get the agents and you get the address and so forth and so on. But see, well, oftentimes what they'll do is they'll take a business, but they'll be doing business in different variations of that name. Probably not really legal, but they're doing it anyhow. So um, that's why you have to go to the assessor's website. And then the assessors will tell you exactly what they own. So the Corporation Commission is where all the businesses are registered. Even if you have, you know, NSA, you have FBI, everything is registered there. 
Um, and then you go to the assessor's website, and that'll tell you what they own and who they're connected to. And then the recorder's website is where they have all the contracts for everything. You know, um, I would love to find contracts with everyone's name on it because, you know, there has to be something out there. Uh-huh. And when we, get, when we get this information, what are we going to do with it? When we get it narrowed down to these companies, what are we going to do with it then? Well, you can do whatever you want to, or you don't have to do it. I'm personally... No, I'm just asking what the purpose, what, what, what the... Oh, well, well, I'm doing it because I think it's... Um, I mean, everyone thinks, okay, well, I'm going to sue this person or I'm going to sue that company. Well, this is going to tell you exactly who's doing this to you. And, and Yaya, can you give that? That was Linda, the moderator. Um, can you give us like examples of what you would put in besides the acronyms for these programs? Like, would we try our perps names? Like, what you what would. other things? You would. Right. You would put in anyone. Like, say if you um, suspected a hospital, you would put in the hospital. You would put in the doctor. You know, anything like that, and then. What I'm seeing, which you all know, is that where the a lot of the stuff it's connected to Arizona, Texas, obviously California, Florida. I mean, it's all across the board, yes, but some more so than others. And so what I'm seeing is that with a lot of these corporations, is that um, when you go into the assessor's website, they will, you know, you get the real address of the taxpayer, and it will be either in Delaware or in Texas, not always in the state where you're searching. And then you're going to see, wow, it's all the same addresses. And so it's a validation, and you're going to have that in black and white. Who's doing this to you? Who's responsible? To have as for going forward. Because, you know, I just hear so many people talk. I'm trying to give people, empower them, because, you know, this will give you concrete evidence. And it's really more information from a real estate standpoint. It's like what our perpetrators, they it might be on the books that they own certain real estate or certain cell phone towers um, that we can connect with that information in, in the assessor's office. Or like the uh, the corporation commission, that's kind of that's kind of what the information well, we're trying to grab, right? The other thing is that there would be no reason on this earth why anyone would want to have anything under the acronym DARPA or an acronym paperclip or anything like that unless it was connected to this program. You see what I'm saying? No business person is going to go do that because why would they? So it has to be connected to this program. Like I said, I went back and put in, say, the word DARPA just normally without the acronym and nothing came up. So then so then when you start seeing um, the corporations that are in you know that are under these names, then it starts to make sense. And so what I'm hoping is that people will because I, I don't have the time, you know, it takes a lot it takes a lot of time. And yeah. so 
I'm hoping people will start Googling the companies that they're seeing. And so what I'm seeing is I see uh, eugenics uh, science labs. See what I'm saying? And I'm seeing all kinds of stuff like that. Or um, I see a sleep lab with um, contracts to the Army. Yeah. And so forth and so on. And somewhere in that group are that's our answers right there. Yeah. All right. And so we get it, we get that information and then, you know, as many of us can get together, we'll say, Okay, under Marnock, what did you all get? And then we start narrowing it down. I mean, at least it gives us um it gives us something other than just a shot in the dark. You see what I'm saying? It's going to give people, especially some, you know, some concrete evidence in their hand. Yeah. And everybody has a different story. And everyone pretty, you know, pretty much kind of has an idea who may be doing this to them. And so at least they can start searching in that area. And it will start identifying, especially even in their county and their state. You know, mm-hmm. exactly. may I, may I ask, do you think the people who do you think the people who live in the same geographic areas might have some of the same perpetrators? Well, you know, because I know my ex-husband is one of the he's a contractor for the DOD, and I'm sorry to say he mm-hmm. is a part of this, and it really you know it's hard for me to say that to everyone. But he is, and he's a billionaire. And so as I do oh, these searches, I'm also searching his businesses. So I kind of have a little inside, you know, information yeah. going on there. And what I'm seeing are his businesses are, are also in every county that I'm checking. For every and you're, you're targeted heavily or targeted? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is... I'm sorry, but I I don't disbelieve you. I just what a terrible thing to do. Yeah, no kidding. All I did was left. I divorced. So that's very sick. When you when you're close to somebody who's actually doing this to people, it's very difficult. It's real hard, and you know I do know that. Unfortunately, he and his business partners are responsible for a lot of this. They're involved with, with like, the directed energy weapons? Is that what you feel? Um, I do believe that they're involved with uh, a good portion of it. I can't say exactly, but I do know that he has contracts with the Army, with his sleep lab, and... A few other things. I wonder if you were and using he has, the, he's the third largest cell tower owner in the world. And he um, is a member of one of the utility companies here in Arizona. That is just so precious, Yaya. Huh? This is this is EMF EMF Linda in Northern California and uh I I heard you correctly when you said that your your ex is a, a billionaire with a B, correct? Yes. It all fits. It, it all mm-hmm. fits. It does. 
you Especially know, when I, I said to him one day, you don't control the universe. And I just said it real flip because we were just discussing, you know, something very benign, had nothing to do with any of this. But I didn't even know this existed. And he whipped around and looked at me and said, you want to make a bet? Yeah, that's um, right. Oh, my. That's exactly right. It's it's all about money and control. Yeah. yeah, I had no clue. I mean, I didn't find out till two years ago. And that power, was, power and that control. Was it's very much years. like the uh, the way that I go to these domestic violence groups and they know that I'm not there for them, but I go just because it's a place to learn about why people do things like that. And, um, you know, it's power and control. And they use money. Um and, you know, so, you know, there's a whole theoretical thing out there. And I've been going to these groups, and there have been more women coming in. Um, and there are even some men that come in, but more mm-hmm. women coming in. And their stories are starting to sound like these, a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, you know, so the the DV person... You know, they're having to learn new things. And one of the things is like up to somewhere around 80% of these victims now are, you know, since electronics. So, so, I mean, you know, everything's electric, I mean, electronic these days. So many of these these people are, uh, their phones and their computers are being hacked and they're being, that's how their husbands monitor them. Um, or or their whatever, but um, you know it's, it's bad enough to keep track of someone. That's, that's taking away from the liberty, but all that kind of stuff. Other the other stuff that they're doing is um. Anybody has that television on? Could you mute yourself? Just hit star six. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Oh yeah, but to um to do this this other stuff, you know, with um. Well, I do believe with my whole heart that there are now um, communities. Of, um, that are using this system over their communities, and I do believe, as uh, as well as another uh, as a whistleblower, just believe that there are training areas now. From what I have experienced here in Arizona, there are training areas, and she has experienced the same thing in Florida that um, there are entire communities that are caught up in this stuff. You mean being being um, targeted? Entire communities being targeted, you mean? Um, you know, what's going on is that the businessmen, these billionaires, are taking over these communities and they have formed these coalitions and they are running the show. And when you're told... That the police, the police chief is just a figurehead. 
well, that's pretty frightening. Mm-hmm. And so what's happening is that they're forming these coalitions and these wealthy men are, in fact, taking over everything. And they are running the show. And then also with these searches, what I'm finding is that while I clicked on this one benign, it looked very benign, um, company, and actually what it was, it was um, a school, an actual school district that they bought and um, a small portion of the police force. A small section of the school board, did you say? No, they bought the school district. They bought the school district. Okay. And they bought a police department. How can they do that? Can I just say something? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of this has to go back to money and real estate, period. I live in, yeah. you know where I live, it goes back to money and real estate. Now, yeah. what mm-hmm. would you need to control? You would need... You would need authority, right? Okay. Now, you're going to vote for a president that is the real estate mogul? Just tell me your opinion. Do you think that Trump ever... Why are you changing the subject? Why are you changing the subject? I'm talking... uh, Why am I changing the subject? Because I'm saying... Why are you talking? talking Why don't you let Aya continue? She is so... Really good information. Sorry, dear. Didn't know you. Okay. I won't say anything. How's that? It's okay. <laughs> I don't want anyone getting upset with anyone. You know. We're no, it's all, not that. It's just that. It's just that. A, a lot of it is control. A lot of it's for money. A lot of it's real estate. And we ought to be really careful this time around when we decide who we're going to elect for president. Look, That's I'm right. from Queen I'm from Queens, New York. Okay? Do you know where Donald Trump grew up? Queens, New York. Huh? I'm the same age as him. Do you think we ever ran into each other? Yes. Oh. So no. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's just be you're right. You're on the right track. You need authority. And where do you get authority? Why do you think we can't get anything done? Because those very people are using the equipment to enforce. Enforce what? You know, it's not a good situation. What I'm trying to tell everyone is that they're actually buying part of the police force. And they have the money, and um, they're probably saying, I'll pay you more money if you work for us. And so I, I have noticed that on the weekends, there are different police officers in different vehicles oh. out on the streets than what normally is out there from Monday through Friday, with Sunday being the worst. Well, and you know, and then it gives people a good idea when they start seeing this stuff, just how much stuff they do own. It all depends where you come from, what type of targeting you're going to get. The targeting out in the suburbs is not going to be the same as the inner city. 
And it's probably not going to be for the same reason. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to be very shocked, okay? Oh. Well, well, that's an in, you oh. know, my, oh, well. well, I think a lot of people seem to be interested in this, and I think they can put together a lot of information and... We well, see what's up, you know? If it, were, if it were me, I mean, even if I, you know, didn't know how to do this and stuff, I still want to know, okay, what, because, you know, there's also um, something called United States agents for the government, and they're agents for the government who are businessmen. Well, I want to know what that's about, and that came up under one of my searches. I've never heard of that before. Have you guys? United States agents? Agents. And they're businessmen and who are agents for the government. And they're in every state. Who's ever making the background noise? Please mute yourself. Please. Okay. Oh, it's a real eye-opener what's in your area. And then you know, just because I just want to know, okay, what does what does the NSA own around me? What does the FBI own? Um, what does my city own? You know, the police department, whatever. And it opens up a whole new world, and it and it's you're going to be surprised. I mean, you know, it was shocking to see that there that. I'm, it's not funny, but I'm laughing because to say it is going to sound funny, but uh, Phoenix Police Department owns an adult bookstore. Excuse me, Linda. Try muting New York and see if that helps. Thank you. I have allergies when I go to cold. Well, double fun. Yeah. Better than yesterday, so it's on the mend, I think. Make some chicken soup. Mm. That's what I was doing for a couple of weeks. I was keeping it at bay. Linda, I'm in the room except for you. No, no, I'll be okay. And I ate the wrong foods and dang, I got it. It's not me. You're Northeast California. It's not me. I Mute Northeast California. I'm looking for him. I'm looking for him. Excuse me. I'm looking for Northeast California. I'm not not finding them on my thing. Oh, they're being quiet now. They quieted down. Well, now I can't find them. It's interesting. It's not on mine. Down at the bottom? No, it's not on mine. Okay. 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 Maybe. Okay. There we go. There we go. You know, I just want to Thank say you. one thing. I just think you all are the nicest group of people. And it's just horrible when I hear people's stories. It just breaks my heart. Well, it is. It's very hard. Well, you have your own story, though, right? Been, oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And so I've had a scan by Melinda Kanner, uh, Kidder, and Dr. Sander is my doctor. You've been to, you've been there and you've been scanned. Yes. And tell me, what did they tell you? Can you tell what they told you? Because we're interested. I can. Knowing. I can. Yes. I have. Um, I have smart dust. Mm-hmm. And I have telephoresis. And what is that? 
it's where you use the latest in technology. It's all the wiring and stuff in your veins. Okay. And that came from Kidder or, or um, Sanninger? Uh, well, actually, it's kind of both. They work together, you know, okay. but um, Melinda is it, the first one to identify it. Yeah. And and, um, and then I have four different frequencies hitting my head and four hitting my stomach and then the whole right side of my body. And um, I've had two attempts on my life. And, uh, oh, let's see. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff because, you know, Dr. Staninger does you know, the different levels, and she does the patch test, and she does uh, hair analysis. And there was yeah. a lot, there was a lot in the hair analysis of yeah. different things. Mm-hmm. Strychnine. So I've had different poisons. Okay. And, uh, you know, I've had a lot of trauma. I don't know if you guys have seen the pictures on Kate Ryan's website of Someone's face badly burned. Well, that's me. Oh my! On her, I thought, I thought that happened to everybody. And Kate's like, no, but it's so bad, and that's happened so many times. Did you get even scarred? How did your face get burned? It's um, radiation. It's happened with the smart meters. It's happened with oh. the cell towers, but also the cell towers. Oh, I see. And who knows what else, you know. But I'm sorry. I've been in the emergency room twice. Um, I mean, I don't even, you can't even tell it's me. Um, and some of the pictures are so bad. Well, do, do you have scars, honey? Do you have scars from all this, from the burning and stuff? You know, there's, there's no um, scars, but my skin has changed. My face has changed, I'll put it that way. Yeah. And then um, the trauma, because, you know, this stuff hits you and it's forceful. And so it's slowly um, damaging, not slowly, but it's damaging the vertebrates. Yeah. Yeah. And so I have an extensive trauma in my neck. I'm sorry, you have what in your neck? Extensive trauma in my neck. Yeah. The vertebrates in your neck are being... Are being mm-hmm. hit. Yeah. I think because the last time I got hit, I was driving, and I described it as I felt like I got decapitated. Oh. I had this sensation that my head was sitting on my right shoulder, and yeah. you could see I had a huge indentation in my face for weeks, and I really thought that was it. I was looking for a place to drive off in the desert, and um, I know it was the cell. I had seen this cell tower arc, and they're black. And um, I know it was that one that hit me. And so I was able to drive on to my girlfriend's house. And luckily I told her, I said, the weirdest thing just happened. And I told her, and I said, I think I got burned again. And then it wasn't the very next morning when I got up. She's like, oh, my God. And so we went to the emergency room. And... You know, uh, luckily I used to be a manager at the, this hospital. And so I also knew the intake nurse since she was a little girl. And so they believed me. And then, of course, my girlfriend 
was a witness. And so when they called the police, because they wanted me to make a report, um, mm-hmm. I was talking to the female police officer on the phone, and she said, oh, I hear somebody else's voice in the background. Who is that? And I said, well, it's the male nurse. And she goes, oh, can I talk to him for a minute? And I said, well, sure. So I gave the nurse the phone, and I hear him say, no, she's in the ER. Yeah, yeah, no, radiation burns. And then he gave the phone back to me, and I said, I know what you were doing. You thought I was a behavioral health patient. I said, shame on you. I said, you're not even here to see me. And you thought I was calling you from behavioral health. Mm. I said, shame on you. Mm. And she started stuttering and stammering around. Mm. And I said, how many other people are you doing such a disservice to? Mm. And they need to be shamed. Yeah. They need to be shamed for not helping us. What, the, the medical profession, you mean? No, the police officers. Oh, the police officers. Well, yeah, they're not going to do much. I, I feel, been, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just I feel like a lot of the police officers are in on this, like, I personally. Well, they're being paid. Like I just yeah. said, they're actually yeah. buying them. Yes, yes. Like, I don't, because, I mean, I went to the police several times, Mm-hmm. And I've had I've had similar problems with the hospital too, and um, when I went to the police, all they did was mock me. They mocked me in the police mm-hmm. reports. They mocked mm-hmm. me in person, and then um, they started sending all of my police reports to mental health. So it was just like mm-hmm. oh, I've yeah, they same, made it very clear. Well, they believed me at the ER. The, the medical staff was wonderful. But what's happening, guys, is that you're going to see from these churches that they own hospitals. They own yeah. the doctor's offices. If they, They're buying strip malls, and then if there happens whatever store is in there, then they have their thumb on them, or they own it. Um, you know, I know when I was married to my ex, we had dental clinics. And so you... You own the dentist. You're going to tell them what to do. Somebody comes in you don't like, you tell them to crack their tooth, you know, or whatever. I mean, I didn't know that stuff was going on, certainly not back then. But, um, you know, my doctor that I wound up going to here, come to find out um, my ex owns the medical facility. And um, one day I went in to see him and... He was acting very strange, and he said to me, your ex-husband is an evil man. He should have never let you go. And I said, you know him. And I said, well, I do believe in divine intervention. And I do pray for his soul. And so the doctor said, I need divine intervention. Will you pray for me? Oh, yeah. I ultimately feel like, and I know I've said this before, that that, like, these people, you know, like, they know that they're not leaving this plane. They are not ascending to anything higher. And it's like humans are still evolving, and they're trying to point humans in a certain direction because they're the direction that they're going in, you know. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah. But can you imagine? 
signing a contract, going to work for someone and having no idea what you had just gotten yourself into? Oh, I actually do because the last one of the last jobs that I had, I was working for. I worked for a black magician, and I ended and there were other people that got stalked by the same guy. And I think that the reason why I got the job is because the person that notified me of it was was under mind control, and that's why I was even offered the job, and I had no idea how awful of a person he was until afterwards. Organized stalking. Organized stalking is based on – hi, this is Brian in Ecuador. Organized stalking is based on one thing. It's based on, on your choice reference patterns, on a pattern of your previous choices. They build a profile. They build a profile of your of your habits and behaviors, of your of your likes and your dislikes, your favorite cafes and restaurants, et cetera, libraries, so forth. And then they stalk you based on those patterns. It's called your choice reference pattern. That's that's what organized stalking is based on, and that's all that organized stalking is based on. Once you realize that organized stalking is based on one thing, choice reference patterns, then you need to understand that it's comprised of two things. That's situational scenarios and conversational scenarios. And those two things, situational scenarios and conversational scenarios, which, which organized talking is comprised of, will always, be based on, will always be based on events or topics that they know will capture your attention. Mm-hmm. They must, if you're a mind control victim, they must capture your attention or their mega billion dollar technology fails. Every time they capture your attention, it produces a it produces a synaptic response in the brain, uh, which can be remotely measured and integrated back into RNM data. You're tied remotely to a supercomputer, whether you know it or not. Uh, oh yeah, I think I think at this point, I think that whether everybody knows it or not, that they're connected to a supercomputer in some capacity. But just that the people that have been labeled as nonconformist by the decisions that they've made are getting it worse. Well, all you know, all mind control victims are targeted individuals, but not all targeted individuals are mind control victims. Very, you know, only a small percentage of of TIs are actually mind control victims. Um, but nevertheless, whether you're a mind control, whether you're a targeted individual who's a mind control victim, or whether you're not, and you're just a targeted individual, you are the organized stalking which is occurring to you and everyone else who's a TI is based on one thing: choice reference patterns, and comprised of two things. Situational scenarios and conversational scenarios. And that's it. It's just that simple. Everything is based on a pattern of your previous choices. Hey, Brian. Um, I have a question. Do you think that anyone, you know, on the good side, like a, a true good person in government, has a supercomputer like the bad guys? So any honest do you think anybody in the government who is good and not using this for evil has that equal technology or only bad guys? Okay. Um, you have to understand, when you talk about the people that are behind this, there are four organizations behind it all. And they control everything. It's the shadow government. What is the shadow government? The shadow government is the Department of Defense, my former employer, and what are called the intelligence agencies the CIA, the NSA, FBI, et cetera. Okay, that's the shadow government. And they control everything. They control the judicial system, mainstream media. They control education. They control, uh, uh, you know, everything. 
you know, nothing happens. Nobody ascends to, to power in government without their approval. Politicians aren't, you know, don't just pop up. They're, they're groomed. You know, they're, they're chosen. And then you get to choose from the ones they choose. Okay, like president. You, you know, it's the same thing. There's a bunch of people up there that they chose, and then you get to choose from, the, from that group. That's how it works. All those people were groomed. They were permitted to, to be where they are, except for Trump. You know, and they'll assassinate Trump, okay, before they'll let him take, stay president. But the point is this. They, this is the CIA, and this is the DOD, okay? And, um, you know, there's nobody in government that can, that, can, that can stop what they're doing. They just can't. Few people know these programs exist, um, and anyone who would try to stop it would be killed. Anyone who would try to expose it would – listen, for, for anyone – to it, for, for, any, for any government to admit this level of torture and assassination would cause that government to fall overnight. If it were ever to get out that the, the, the United States government, DOD, the, the shadow government, were engaged in this level of torture and assassination of targeted individuals, the United States government would collapse overnight. They're not going to allow this to be exposed. MKUltra happened 41 years ago. Has one person ever been brought to justice? No. Has one person ever been compensated? No. So, you know, um, there's, there's a concerted effort by, by the government, those in power, that, you know, to, to not allow this to, to, to be exposed. You know, in the future, people will agree that it happened, but there'll be no proof. Uh, the only person that can help you is not in government. If you think the government is going to help you, you're just, I mean, you're living in an illusion. Okay, it's not going to happen. There is one person who can help you, and that's Jesus Christ. And oh, okay. Dr. Duff. Dr. Duncan, Dr. Robert Duncan, who is not a Christian, Dr. Robert Duncan, who is not a Christian, said that in his books. Well, that's fine, but Brian, we're not going to go there here. This is not a religious call. I'm sorry. I appreciate your information. Brian, I appreciate your information, but we're not going there. Okay. Thank you. People very much appreciate your information, but there are people here who do not believe in Jesus Christ, and we can't force that on them. We just can't. Can't scare them like that. So, but thank you very much for sharing. I appreciate it. Right, and in addition to that, Linda, thank you. Uh, you know, there is an alternative, and, and uh, uh, I'm wondering if Brian has uh, uh, heard of uh, Professor uh, Rebecca Warden, who has recently this year come out with a book called American Nuremberg, uh, where she makes a case uh, uh, for the U.S. officials who should stand trial for post-9-11 war crimes, which is, you know, all of this stuff. And she has a nice list in the book. It seems to me a very reasonable uh, a thing that needs to be done. Uh, uh, you know, as I, I spoke with you last night, uh, there's no law against it. You know, we could form, we could get people like William Benny and, and many others uh, on a panel and, and, and try our government officials in absentia, figuring that they're not going to show up for trial. We can bring our, that's where we need to bring the evidence, is to the public. It doesn't matter if you have evidence. Listen, I went to law school for three years, okay? Not to take some classes to pursue a law degree, okay? Listen to me. I have some expertise in this area. I'm going to tell you real quick. And Courts. Brian, what I get from you is that, you know, psychologically, you have a need to, to uh, be intellectually superior 
to everyone. That is like a basic need. I'm going to give you the facts. Whether you accept them or reject them, it's up to you. No, I just I'm not, give you an alternative. I'm, there, I'm only going to tell you the facts. And since I went to law school, I think you should listen to me. Well, I'm not going to listen to you, and I'd prefer to have Yaya back on the on the line. Thank you. Courts, courts do not operate. Courts do not operate off of evidence. Courts do not operate off of conjecture. Really, they it's a street theater, more or less. It's a civilian call. Just let me just let me state this. There are other people on the call that need to hear this. Okay. There's nobody in, in the world. There's nobody in the world who wants this wants this end more than me. Okay, I've run around the world trying to escape from it. I'm going to tell you, having gone to law school, it does not matter what you what evidence that you have, whether it's good or bad evidence. Courts do not operate off of evidence. They operate off of proof. It doesn't matter how much evidence you have, how much corresponding evidence you may have. How, how much uh, uh, documentary but, evidence you may have, et cetera. No, it does not matter to them. You just didn't get the gist of the thing. The thing was exposure. You know, it would be street theater, and it would be well covered in the media. You know, it would, like, go viral, and there would be all kinds of coverage. It would be an educational uh, performance for the rest of the planet, and these people cannot, it's not good for us to allow them to get away with, well, murder. It's just not well, for us no, to there, allow there, them to get away with this kind of behavior. And so I the agree. best, and there, are things, and there are things that you can do. For and that's what I just told you that Professor Rebecca Gordon, in her book uh, *American Nuremberg*, has proposed that we uh, 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 form uh, our own, like a civilian court, and 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 uh, and and hold these people responsible and and try them. Uh, uh, you know, uh, whether they show up for trial or not, uh, and, and make it, you know, uh, uh, well publicized. It would be an international event the same way that Monsanto has just been uh, tried uh, uh, in, in Switzerland. Listen, I, I could tell you that, you know, whatever endeavors that you, you, you try, I, I absolutely will support you to try to expose this. Uh, I'm not trying to discourage you. All I'm saying well, is. Can I tell you something? I do think people do have a chance, okay? Because I personally know that my ex-husband is a contractor for the DOD. I know that he owns a major cell tower company in the world. I also know that he has sleep labs. I do know several of my friends unknowingly went to those sleep labs. And guess what? They now have odd things going on. They don't know that they're targeted, but two of them have lost their sense of taste and smell. So do you think that if perhaps enough people were to find out that if some of them only knew that they they went to those sleep labs and now they've had strange things happen since they went there, do you think they would have a, they would have a chance of bringing a court case against them under the present scenario no now i said under the present scenario okay now i who knows what tomorrow holds you know i don't know that you don't know that only god knows that but under I the present scenario, under the present scenario it's not going to it's not going to matter because they control the judicial systems now what you can do there are things you can do to defeat the technology there are things you can do to try to expose that this is happening to you one is not to go to the media 
but to go to the foreign media that is hostile to America. Russia today is in every major city in America, okay? Uh, uh, Al Arabia, um, these, these other uh, foreign uh, media outlets, they're all located in what are called IPCs. They're called international press centers. Every major city has an IPC, an international press center. They all gather together because they, they work off the resources of each other. Okay, I've been to these IPCs. Um, they're in every major city. I said major city. I didn't say every city. And, and you can go to them with your testimony, and you, you'll stand a much better chance of being heard by them than you would, you know, uh, the mainstream media. It's just not, you know, the, the, the government is engaged in a propaganda machine. The, the government is engaged in massive propaganda, okay, based on disinformation and misinformation. So convening a civilian court, Without that has no force of law, that has no uh, uh, resources to, to do anything. It, it, I mean, if that's what you want to do, then do it. But what I'm saying is your best bet is to, to learn to defeat the technology by learning, by having a basic understanding of how it works, and to go to foreign media outlets in the United States uh, at, at, at the IPCs, international press centers. They're in every major city in America. You don't have to go there. You can just email them or call them and say, listen, this is my story. Are you interested? Maybe they will be, and maybe they won't be. I should tell you the only reason that I'm alive today is because of the Russians. I've been to Russia four times, and if I hadn't been to Russia, I'd be dead. Okay? So they don't, Russians don't care anything about you. They don't care anything about me. What they care about is exposing the, the, the Americans, the atrocities of the Americans. And they'll go about it in any way they can. If, they have, if you have any type of hard evidence, medical evidence, to show wounds, uh, some type of... Uh, uh, you know, not 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 your opinions, but some type of evidence. And I would I, that's one of the things that I would do. Instead of convening a civilian jury like this professor says, I'd take my case to to the foreign media, to the IPCs in every major city, until someone listens to my case. There are other things you can do, but that's something I would one of the first things I would do if I were still in the states. I, obviously, I'm not, but I mean, if if I were. Okay, what do you think about William Binney and um, and Kirk Wiebe gathering evidence and taking it to Congress? I, I support William Binney 100%. I actually uh, had a chance to meet him in India, and I didn't go, and I wish I had. Uh, he's he's for real. He's legit. Yeah. Um, uh, now, this other guy, I don't know him. I have never heard of him. But, um, again, I mean, the, the problem is... He's working directly with Benny, and, and they're doing a survey, and they're gathering. They want evidence. They want the real, live, concrete evidence of our injuries. Well, um, again, remember, courts don't operate off of evidence. They operate off of proof. Secondly, well, court- hold it, hold it. I just, you know, what I, I've, I've been around the court system for 30 years, um, and what I know is that they use the evidence to reach the truth. Right. Right. Okay, but understand, it doesn't matter what what you what you say. It doesn't matter how much evidence you have. It matters what you can prove. And getting your yeah. case into a court of law and getting your case heard before there are ways that. They, well, yeah, but you they, need evidence to to create. You need evidence to to explain your truth to get the truth in front of the court. You have to have your evidence. But once you get in front of the court. Once you get in front of the court, you have to realize that courts courts lack the expertise to understand this technology. And in that's order why to you have expert witnesses with you to explain the technology. 
What expert witnesses would those be? Well, I've got a lot of people that understand this. There are a lot of doctors out there. There are a lot. Um, there are a lot of people that understand this expertise, and that's pretty much all over the net. Really, Brian. Now, you have expert witnesses that go in and, and confirm that your injuries are a, a matter of, of, you know, the result of electromagnetic frequencies. <coughs> if you can get it that far, there you are. You can do it. Trust me. Well, you understand that they control the judicial system. Okay. Listen, I, 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 I know how to file a lawsuit. I know how to file a lawsuit. I filed lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit yeah. against these people, and it went nowhere. And I've it talked to judges, and I've won. You can about the, get the about mind control technology, about trauma-based mind control, about remote neural monitoring, remote neural manipulation. You've won cases with judges. No, no, no. Right. I'm talking about my own personal lawsuit. I'm saying judges will hear you. They will listen. And the truth is what matters to them. The truth is absolutely what matters. No amount of legal, legal mumbo-jumbo. They don't really care. They're societal lawyers. They can't see straight. There are some straight judges out there who will give you your day in court. I've had it done for me. It was not regarding this issue, but regarding another. I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that not all courts are out of reach to us, is what I'm saying. Well, one of the, one of the, one of the options that are available to, uh, to uh, Americans, although they don't know it, is the United Nations uh, High Commissioner for Human Rights. Okay. Um, and you can also file a, uh, a dispute with the International Court of Criminal Justice, uh, with if you if you've ever been even one time ever set foot in Europe, you can file with the European Court of Human Rights. There are other there are other venues out there that you might Good. be more successful in. But I, I just don't see I don't I don't see a lot of people have filed a lot of lawsuits, thousands over the years, and not one has ever gained any traction. So I, I wish I'm glad you're optimistic, and I salute. No, you. I'm not saying that we can't. No, I'm not saying that. I think your alternative solutions are a good idea. I think what you're saying about these different. Um, you know, human rights organizations, I think that's a great idea. We need something because lawsuits met, take forever. We need I met with I, yeah. I met with the United, I met with the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights in Brussels. Mm-hmm. I met with his assistant at their office. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the problem was they had no understanding of this technology whatsoever. And these are educated, highly educated, smart people, but mm-hmm. they don't understand the technology. They lack the expertise. And when I walked out of the office in Brussels, out of the UN High Commissioner of Human Rights, for the United Nations, these people don't even have the people in place to understand the technology. Okay, well, then you uh, take expert witnesses listen, with you. I, I just want to tell you something. I know of a judge whose wife is being subjected to this. So he does know. Well, but I understand what you're saying, Brian. And what you can what you got to do is take your experts with you that can sit down and say this is what is happening. This and they can explain there are experts in this country that know what's happening. You know, I don't think we have them around here, but I but I mean we don't have really experts, but we do have them in the country that know what's happening. You take them with you, Brian. If you want to go into these other organizations, you take your experts with you. You take that information with you. Linda we, yeah. have to, we can't get I, this, this is, I, I, about two months ago, I called every human rights organization that has to deal with torture, mm-hmm. and none of them knew anything or had ever heard about gang stalking. 
Okay, well, you take that information and, with you. You put right, so one of the, the information. So no, I my 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 the reason I'm bringing that up is that we need to somehow educate them. So I you know I've done that also with the you know rape hotlines and things like that. I called through them and said, Have you ever heard of this? You know, because people are getting raped in a different way than you know the traditional way, and we need resources, et cetera. The my the reason for saying it is is just to put that out to the community that we somehow need to make contact with them, with groups that deal with torture and torture rights. So we have some place to go at some point because some of us, you know, I I know it varies, but some of us are dealing with intense and brutal torture every day. And I mean, 10 or 20 hours. So we need to communicate with them. I understand. But let me, okay. I wanted to ask Brian something. Um, Yeah. uh, Brian, do these, do, do do they want to hear us? Do these other, other entities want to hear us? Brian? Well, I mean, obviously the courts are there. The, the, these these courts, these other venues, uh, international venues, the, the European Court of Human Rights, the mm-hmm. European Court of Justice, the International mm-hmm. Court of, of Criminal Justice, the ICJ, right. uh, etc. Uh, obviously, that they're they're there for that reason to to hear whatever cases are brought before them. But understand that you know this this also is a global phenomenon. Yeah. And it's Europeans are, are are at it too. It's not just look at Magnus Olsen; he's being brutally tortured yeah. every day. Um, yeah. So you know, I don't, I just don't see that. You know, they control the judicial system. These people, these people target judges. They target FBI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they just. They, yeah. So, but my 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 advice, if you want wanted to try and expose this in, inside the states, if you're inside the USA, mm-hmm. is to go to the IPCs, the International Press Centers, and you know. Uh, the thing mm-hmm. is, you know, you're not just going to be able to call them and schedule an appointment. You've right. got to actually they, – they come in at around 6, so they get moving early in the morning. Uh, mm-hmm. So you've got to be right there with your paperwork, with, you know, your documentation. Say, look, this is my story. Will you just listen for a second? Right. You've got to be right there at the doors. They're getting ready to exit because right. they're going to move real quick at about 6 in the morning, at leaving, ex- entering and leaving those, those IPCs to head out mm-hmm. to various venues around the city or around the, the country. So – um, you know, you've only got a short window of time to, to get to them. You can't get past security. They're not going to let you just walk upstairs. IPCs are heavily, they have heavy security. Unless you have a pass, a press pass, you're not going to walk upstairs. But you can stand there at the entrance of these IPCs, these international press centers, and wait for Russia Today and Al Jazeera and all these other foreign uh, uh, outlets which are hostile or indifferent to the Americans. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can, you know, try to get your point across that way, and, and, and you know, it's something that I, I'm surprised targeted individuals haven't tried yet. But, but well, it's, it's a clever idea. <laughs> I mean, if anybody wants to hear what's going on, they they and to to put put the American military in its place, it would be those people. I can see your point. Right. I right. I mean, if you look point. at Russia, do you want to know what's going on? You want to know the truth about what's happening in America? You watch Russia yeah. today. Go to Russia. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that that would be that would be something that that you should look into tomorrow. Excuse me, Monday. Yeah. Uh, just 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 Google the the nearest IPC to you, yeah. wherever you are, yeah. um, and uh, and then you know find out well, which which office is, is Russia today, which office is Al Jazeera, etc. You want to choose the 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 uh, the the the, the, the media outlets which are hostile to America. Now you go to BBC, they're not going to hear you. They don't care. Okay, yeah. they're they're not hostile to America. Right. Um, you know, but if you go to, um, you know, the, like I said, Russia Today and the others, 
stand right. a better chance. You've got to get out there early. You've got to, you can't just call and make an appointment. I've been to these places, okay, uh, overseas. Yeah. I've not been to the ones inside the States. I've been to them overseas. Heavy security. You're not getting in without a press pass. Your best bet is to stand there at the door with all your paperwork as they're coming out or going in mm-hmm. and say, this is my story. I'm a target individual. Will you listen? And, you know, eventually, eventually, like, yeah. like you know, the, the Bible says, you know, the, the, the man knocked on the door and his neighbor wouldn't answer, but he just kept knocking and finally the, yeah. the neighbor answered. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's something I would do. Be diligent. Be, you know, persistent. We have to be. We have to be diligent. We have to be persistent no matter what we do. And I think that's a very clever idea because who's going to listen to us? Obviously nobody here. Nobody in our country is listening to us. Um, another thing you could do. Yeah. Um, another thing that you could do is if you if you if you have a passive income, some type of you know disability or pension or social security something, and, and you have at least a thousand dollars, you get out of America and you can live abroad. There are countries that is cheap to live in. Uh, Southeast Asia is dirt cheap. Uh, Nicaragua, Ecuador, you know these 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 leftist countries in Central and South America that are that are indifferent are hostile to America. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are targeted individuals here right now, before I ever got here in Ecuador, who told me it's much better down here. Uh, and they're right. It is. I've been here. I've, I've, you know, it, it's right. They're absolutely right. The, the CIA just tried to overthrow the president of, of Ecuador with a, with a coup, and they failed. So the, the Ecuadorians don't trust the Americans. Uh, so, you know, the fact that the Americans, that, that there's no trust, is, it, it means the Americans have to be more careful when going after TIs in these leftist countries like Nicaragua, Ecuador, Bolivia, et cetera. And that translates into a better life. So and that's another option that's available for that. That's not, that's not always an option for everyone. You have family, you have jobs, you have et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can't just pick up and leave. But for those who can, yeah. you know, strategic relocation to one of those four countries in the Western Hemisphere, Nicaragua, Ecuador, Bolivia, or Venezuela, and Venezuela is not really an option right now, okay, it's your best bet. Cuba, um, that's another option, okay? Mm-hmm. So there, you know, there are things you can do. I mean, you can, uh, you can also uh, uh, learn how the technology works. You know, you go to my Facebook page and just start reading. You know, I've... I've Posted so many articles on the, on the on those pages, my social media pages, on how this technology works. I have a very good basic understanding of the technology. Dr. Robert Duncan said that. Go to my Facebook page and start reading, and you'll learn how this technology works. Dr. Robert Duncan said that 95% of everything I'm saying is is dead dead on, correct, accurate. You on a cell phone, uh, Brian? What is your Facebook page, Brian? I'm on I'm on Skype. My Facebook uh, page is facebook.com slash brian.2.92. So, so it's, it's, it's slash B-R-Y-A-N dot T-E-W dot 92. No, I'm, uh, I'm lost. I'm sorry. <laughs> you lost me. B-R-Y-A-N. Just, just, okay, just, got it. just um, T-W. Just, just search him it. on Facebook. It'll come up. He'll come up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, nobody's You're doubting your information. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I think I think the idea of going to foreign press is a very clever idea. You know, they'll listen. I assume. Yeah. We're probably being listened to right now, and we'll get hammered. But 
<laughs> I have a quick question for Brian. And this is the one that I've talked that I talked to him a few days ago. If 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 the perps that um, are that are my perps basically, if they've abducted me before, you know, like in 3D, abducted me to whatever they do, implant me, etc. Do I have to? Would I worry about that same equal or less if I were in Ecuador? Do you have a feeling for that, or is it? Do you think it's more perp? It's more who my perps are than where I'm located. Brian, are you there? Uh-oh, he may have cut out. He may have been disconnected. Okay. Because he would not ignore you. He answers questions. He talked to you, right, the other night, Linda? Yeah, we were able to talk um, through a certain Good. amount of things. Yeah. No, he was like, your situation is extremely serious and dangerous. That was his yeah. view of my situation. Yeah. Well, but I also know that you you know that I've been afraid that I'm going to be abducted and I'm and my the gang stalking is way way up. You know I've got like 15 people at least on me at a time now. It's really scary. Honey, I've had that for years. Trust me, I've been all. Would you be? Years. Yeah. Would you be willing to move to another country, the one who's being brutally gang stalked? Um, possibly, possibly if and. So at, at this point, I mean, I, I have moved around the, the country trying to see if they would follow. And, of course, as we all know, they do. So that didn't work. And um, my sister's in a different country, and it hasn't changed for her. So I don't that's, know if, if going to the right other country. That's what I'm trying to say, country. that Brian is in a, a circumstance where, for some reason, he seems almost untouchable, where if you went to any foreign country, I, in my own heart, have listened to you for a long time. And I believe that they would follow you. Oh, they absolutely will follow you. Um, these are hive mind teams. These are these are contractors. These are CIA and DIA contractors, and they're going to follow you. They follow me all over the world. But in certain countries, like in, in Colombia, one country over, I was beat up, put in the hospital by their by their gang stalkers. Okay, but when I moved out of Colombia into Ecuador, things got different. It got different real fast. Okay. Um, so it depends where you go. I mean, you know, Bolivia and, and Ecuador and Venezuela are what are called Bolivian, Bolivarian countries. They're uh, socialist leftist countries that are, that are very, very hostile or at least indifferent to the Americans. Um, uh, you're not that important. When you get here, they're not going to help you. They're not going to go out of their way to help you. But, you know, what, what they will do is watch you. And once they begin watching you in Nicaragua, in Ecuador, in Bolivia, et cetera, then that's when the Americans have to be more careful. And because the, you know, the Americans have to then be more careful, it translates into a better life. Yeah, yeah. you know, the lady told me, uh, her name's Nancy Williams, and there are others here. <clears throat> she told me by email, she said, everything stopped here except the, organ- except the direct energy attacks. Um, hmm. And she's right. I mean, you know, uh, it, it, it does get better in Ecuador, uh, the, the the stalking stops, everything stops, but the directed energy attacks can be just as brutal, um, because these are hive mind teams. They're using this is this is a global phenomenon. They're able to target you globally using a tech a technology called geolocation, and uh, they're using you know three things. They're using towers, satellites, and mobile platforms, and so they can target you here, but you know, they can't just be breaking into your home and stealing your things and vandalizing your property and stalking you and beating you up. You know, these other things which are essential 
absolutely crucial for, for trauma-based mind control to be effective. They can't do them. You know, without organized stalking, trauma-based mind control cannot exist yeah. because there is no uh, there's no um, way in a real-world environment for them to be able to gauge on a daily basis, measure whether their technology huh. is working properly. Hmm. See, from what they're doing is they're running you through. What they're doing is, is they're constantly engaging in trauma and harassment to run you through a set of responses each day, because each response, you know, each counter move that you make, okay. Um, you're forced to respond or perish. You know they know that. Okay, so they're going to keep you know constantly injecting into your you know into your life with trauma, chaos, etc. To force you to respond. Their entire technology is dependent upon that one thing to get you to respond. Because every time you respond, that's an electromagnetic emission. That's an evoked potential in your brain. Your brain has been digitalized by the nanotechnology. You are now a walking digital receiver. Your brain is connected, remotely connected to a supercomputer by way of a continuous stream of electromagnetic energy specifically tuned to your brainwave signature. That supercomputer is operating at speed of light. It is okay, down. I want to ask you something. Brian, you get, you get tinnitus very heavily, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. But you don't get B2K, am I right? I had it, you know, but I, you know... It, People, yeah, yeah, you know, people don't. Some, you know, some people get more V2K, some people get less. Yeah. Uh, You know, some people get, you know, uh, just brutal torture. Yes. Okay. Uh, I want to ask you a favor. There's a gentleman uh, that's put out a CD. I have tried it. I get, I get, I get a tinnitus, and at night especially, I would lay down, and it would just be screaming in my ear. I have been using a CD that a gentleman by the name of Dave Case has created to break that loop of continuing information that goes back to them when they pipe uh, tinnitus into our ears. It sort of breaks the loop and it doesn't go back as, it, as they want it to because of the CD, according to him, it breaks up that, that, um, un, that unified activity. Um, Brian, what I have found since I've been listening to this is that my, my tinnitus is almost gone and it was difficult. It's almost gone, and my brain fog is clearing up. Now, I okay. don't know if that makes sense to you, but it sure works for me. I well, just okay, thought maybe me, you might want to try it. Yeah. Yeah, no, let me, I have. Let me, let me explain. Okay. okay. What you're referring to is the information and injection feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Okay, the information injection feedback loop is that stream of electromagnetic low frequency waves they're targeting you. It is bidirectional. And so that's what we hear? Is that what we hear, the tinnitus? Yeah, well, the tinnitus is simply... Uh, the tinnitus is, is caused by the stream of, in, of energy. You know, it's okay. not, the tinnitus is not – the tinnitus is a symptom. It's one of, the, one of two universal symptoms that all targeted individuals who are mind control victims have. The other universal symptom is what is called phosphenes. Phosphenes are streaks or flashes of light when you close your eyes, mm-hmm. caused by the stream of electromagnetic energy waves, which are, they're targeting your brain with, is also stimulating the optic nerves in your eyes. So you could be in a pitch black room the lights turned out, but you close your eyes and you still have these flashes or streaks of light. Those are called phosphenes. That's the optic nerves in your eyes being stimulated by the electromagnetic low frequency wave. Hmm. Uh, This is a 24-hour continuous stream of energy. It's not a beam of anything. People say they hit me with a beam. They hit you with a beam of of anything. This is a stream. This is a 24-hour continuous nonstop stream of energy, okay, embedded by a tower, a satellite, or a mobile platform. Okay, so 
what you're, what the man is talking about is he's talking about jamming, not but jamming the information okay. and injection feedback loop inside the neural pathways of your brain. That's easy to do if you could create a dominant external stimulus. <coughs> uh, pleasing music, very, extremely effective in defeating their technology. Uh, as a matter of fact, pleasing music is so effective at defeating their technology. Within a three- to six-month period, if you were to listen to pleasing music every single day, you would permanently alter your brainwave signature. And at that point, their technology would be useless. They'd have to start all over again. They could still zap you with directed energy. Mind control would fail because your brainwave signature would be permanently altered by that continuous dominant external stimulus in a three- to six-month period. Um, no wonder my, my no wonder my CD players keep getting getting to stop working. Uh huh. Yeah, buy cheap radios. So they're they're going to destroy them. They must stop you from listening to pleasing music. Okay. Pleasing okay. music is one. Of, it's called. There are four methods of shielding from this technology. There's mm-hmm. called. It's called passive shielding. It's called chemical shielding. It's called mental shielding. And there's what's known as electronic jamming. The only one that works for sure <laughs> is electronic jamming. But but electronic jamming. <laughs> Targeted individuals cannot electronically jam these signals because the hardware alone would cost millions of dollars. These are supercomputers, and you'd have to buy a supercomputer. Okay? And then even if you had millions of dollars to spend on the hardware to isolate the frequency, to, to jam the frequency, etc., then you still have to have the expertise to operate such hardware. So electronic jamming is the only effective method of, of stopping the technology, but we just we can't do it. It's just not possible. So there's only three methods of shielding available. For, for targeted individuals who are mind control victims. And the first is passive shielding. The second is mental shielding. The, the third is chemical shielding. Passive shielding is just using passive. Passive shielding, passive shielding is just using passive materials like metal or Teflon, et cetera, like a, a Faraday cage. That's an example of a passive shielding, okay? Uh, and it's effective. It's almost totally ineffective at stopping the technology, but some people do claim that it does relieve, it does give them some relief at certain frequencies. The second method of shielding is called chemical shielding, and that does work to some extent uh, for some people, but, and when I talk about chemical shielding, uh, shielding I'm talking about substances, uh, chemicals, substances that allow you, like, for example, Ativan or, or a Valium, et cetera, mm-hmm. that, can, that can help you, you know, be relaxed, that can help you, um, can bring you down from the, to the anxiety and the fear and the paranoia. Right. And that does have a certain, you know, limited effect. But the problem is that these substances are highly addictive, and the technology is designed to amplify whatever destructive habits you have. So if, you don't, if you're doing these drugs, they'll make a drug, drug addict out of you real quick. So the third is the most effective. It's called mental shielding. And mental shielding is like what we just talked about. You know, I've talked about it many times. There's, there's multitasking, there's multitasking, there's spontaneity, there's quenching, there's redirection. Pleasing music is very, very effective at defeating their technology. It creates what is called a dominant it creates what is called a dominant external stimulus. And the dominant the brain, the human brain has a tendency to align itself with any with any type of dominant external stimulus. And the brain aligning itself with dom, with a dominant external stimulus is called brain entrainment. That's what the computer is doing to you every day. The so you undo computer. it with music, and you can undo it right. with music is what you're saying. I love right. that. I love right. that. That's right. really that's, quite that's, simple. That's what, computer, that's what the computer is doing to you. Whether you yeah. realize it or not, subliminally, yeah. Yeah. The, the supercomputer yeah. is constantly injecting with visual and verbal entrainments. 
Sometimes you can hear the words and sometimes you can't. But you can all, often see the images. If you close your eyes, you'll see two-dimensional two images. You'll see short little videos. These are called visual entrainments. It's also using uh, verbal entrainments all day long, 24 hours a day. Why? To keep your brain entrained to the system. So anything that breaks that entrainment or entrains your brain away from the system, they must stop. They must stop or their technology fails. Okay? Because, you know, if, if, if remote neural monitoring is not effective, then remote neural manipulation is not effective. Yeah. So, Brian, <clears throat> Brian, may I interject something or ask you something? I didn't know this about music that you just mentioned. And I, uh, my world centers around music. It plays 24-7, and I don't sleep, basically. So it's been in my life for the past 20 years. I don't see where that has made any difference, really. And sometimes I play it very loud, and I dance, and I do all kinds of things. But music is playing on my bows 24-7, all kinds of wonderful music. And what I don't see where it makes a difference. One of the things sometimes I think it interrupts the their signals if it's loud. I do believe that. Well, first of all, people – Generally, people who are targeted for 20 years are pretty much done. You know, anyone who's targeted for that long, uh, they're, 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 you know, they're in big trouble, okay, big trouble. The fact that you're not, that you still have, you know, you have control of your faculties and they have not achieved direct behavioral control in 20 years should, should be a testament to tell you that pleasing music does work. Well, maybe okay. it does. Secondly, maybe maybe yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Secondly, secondly, what they'll do is, in order to try to stop you, is they'll censor your activities. It's called censorship. All, all CIA mind control, all CIA DIA mind control is based on three categories. Censorship, memory management, direct behavioral control. That's it. That's everything they're doing to you. Those three things. Censorship is, is basically restricting you at will from engaging in any type of external activity which interferes with their technology. Okay. Um, one of the things that severely interferes with their technology is listening to pleasing music. But, you know, singing and dancing or writing a letter, uh, engaging in outdoor activities, all of these external activities also, you know, cause a problem for their technology. But one of the most effective is pleasing music. Now, to stop you, they're going to try to censor your activities. They're going to vandalize your property. One of the things they'll also do, if you're, if you're listening to any type of vi uh, uh, digital music, they'll try to... Um, for example, um, if you're listening on a computer or some type of radio or something, well, they'll monitor that, and the supercomputer will um, will dovetail with whatever electronic device you're using to monitor the effect of that music. So in other words, it's still defeating their technology, but they're monitoring its effect on your brain. I can't remember the, the scientific terminology for that, um, but that's one of the ways they try to minimize the effect, but still it's, it's very effective. The fact that you've been targeted for 20 years and you still have, and they have still not achieved direct behavioral control over you. Should, no, should, is it, and is I'm it, writing. I've written a book. I'm in the process of editing, and I am as sharp, and my mind is as sharp as a tack. One of the reasons is, is, is because of pleasing music. The very wow. that could be. Now, wow. that's, that's an explanation, gang. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes I have to agree with him. I have to back him up because, like, I get up every morning, and I'll have YouTube videos like superheroes and really, really pleasing music to me. And it gives me goosebumps. It gets me back in control. Um, that's oh, really, that's really great. positive news uh, to hear that that can actually, uh, you know, change your EG. That is you know? great. Not only can it temporarily defeat their technology, but in a, in a short three in a short three to six month period of time, it can permanently defeat their technology by forcing them to start over. They're still going to target you. They're still going to go after you, but they got to start all over. 
from, from, from day one because you have just permanently altered your brainwave signature. Um, so if you were to listen every single day, just keep a constant, great, uh, pleasing music just constantly playing in your, in your home or your, your work, wherever you are, your earphones, uh, loud enough where it constituted a dominant external stimulus, not, not at a low volume. But it allows enough volume where it, it, it is, you know, it's drowning out everything else, and it, and it is the dominant external stimulus. At that point, you know, it can alter permanently alter your brainwave signature and permanently defeat their technology. And they got then they're, they're not going to stop targeting you; they're still going to go after you. But it pisses them off. It really does. Well, Brian, I'll explain something. One thing it's probably going to kill me for saying this, but I think people should know this. I have no tinnitus or V2K. This is okay. probably a test for the fact. This is probably a testament to the fact that you, you've been listening to pleasing music uh, at a regular basis for for the last twenty years. Twenty four seven. I've been targeted for twenty four years, and they went after my hearing. They went after my ears. I mean, I have severe distortion at higher levels because I this the the, the technology was defeated. The, the pleasing music was so effective that they had no choice but to try to damage my ears so that the music I listened to was so distorted that it no longer constituted the dominant external stimulus. It was severely defeating their technology. And now I have, you know, severe distortion at higher levels. And higher levels, when I say higher levels, I mean 4,000 hertz and above. Um, and, uh, you know, I have some, the doctors say you have severe acoustic trauma and nerve damage in your ears. And the reason that I have it is because I realized early on that pleasing music defeats their technology. And the reason it does, and, 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 and they, had, they had to take steps, they had to stop it. And the reason it does it is, is it creates a dominant external stimulus, which entrains your brain away from their supercomputer, which is targeting your brain. Hmm. And I can, tell you, I can tell you, Brian and others, that people complained that are involved with them who are targeting me that my music was too loud. And now I understand why, because... From what you're saying, it was interfering with them, and they almost, um, they've done everything to try to shut my music down. I do believe that. Right. Because they'll vandalize your property. They'll steal it. They'll, uh, they'll have people complain about you, tell you to turn, call the police. That's exactly what happened there. They, they, they complained to the building manager that my music was too loud. They had one I, of the I perps the, I had the do same that. thing happen to me, too. I had a police report filed on me from my neighbor that I know is a gang stalker. During afternoon. <laughs> my family is targeted in back in the states in Columbia, South Carolina. My aunt and uncle, and they went in and tore up every radio she had. Oh, wow! So let me tell you. Let me tell you right now. Pleasing music is extremely effective at not only temporarily defeating their technology, but permanently defeating their technology by permanently in a three to six month period altering your brainwave signature. I just wanted to add something too that I that I had learned studying herbalism. Um, I've I've read that if you take ginkgo, that it, it actually helps heal your inner ear if you have any inner hearing loss. And I also read this book on 5-HTP, and this has helped. This has helped me a lot. I've only been doing this regimen for like a couple of weeks now, but it's really helping. But it's if you take, I'm like, let me find the book because I want to make sure I tell you the right thing. I believe it's 200 to 250 milligrams of magnesium three times a day with 100 milligrams of 5-HTP and 300 milligrams of St. John's Wort, and that's three times a day that you do all three of those, it actually really helps. It's actually um, it's the regimen for fibromyalgia, 
but I feel like there's a lot of people that have been misdiagnosed with fibromyalgia and it's actually just harassment, and, like, that it actually does really help a lot. The stream of energy. The stream of electromagnetic, you're right, you're absolutely right. The, the stream of electromagnetic frequency waves drains the, the essential vitamins and nutrients from your body. Yeah. Stress, anxiety, yeah. et cetera. And this, and this is absolutely necessary for any target individual to take a good multivitamin. Uh, and as the as lady's saying, maybe a multi, multi-herbal formula as well would be good, very effective. But I would be greatly appreciative if you people would just get on the phone on these conference calls and just let everybody know, targeted individuals know, they can defeat this technology, this, this, this highly sophisticated technology, which is more sophisticated by the, than the space. This technology, believe it or not, is more sophisticated than the space program. Not the space program that landed, you know, Apollo 13 on the moon back in 1967, 1969. I'm talking about right now. They're sending, you know, satellites to other galaxies. That's pretty sophisticated technology, and this technology is more sophisticated than that. And yet it's so it is simple. defeated. It's yet so it is defeated. Is it is great. totally defeated. It is absolutely defeated by a simple free song on the internet. Look at think Bro, of the irony of that. Can I ask you a question? Like uh, recently, my psychiatrist was saying that I needed to get a new EEG, and that no no doctor has done this to me in like you know months. And I found that my attacks have become less, like, music is a part of my life. And I've, I've seen my attacks decrease. If they get your EEG again, will that, I mean, it, and she somehow passes it along to, to the attackers, can, can that change it? I mean, so they've got your kind of uh, reformed EEG? Well, okay, let's, let's start from the beginning. Now, I'll explain. Okay. Uh, an EEG is just a, an electroencephalogram. It's just a, a, a readout of your digital brainwave imprint. Okay, alpha, beta, delta, theta. Gamma, but we're just going to stick with alpha, beta, delta, theta. That's, that's, what the, that's what this technology is focused on. Okay, so, so what they do is they move close to you when you're initially targeted with this technology. When you're first targeted, all the uh, available apartments and offices and houses nearby you, wherever you live, all of those are subleased. They move in, and then training, research, and development begins. And this is how it begins. They move close to you. Uh, they get above you, below you, or next to you. And they obtain remotely what's called a digital brainwave imprint. It's a, it's a digital copy of your brainwave signature, similar to an EEG. And once they have that digital copy of your brainwave signature, they upload that back to their supercomputer. And then they tie you for life to that supercomputer, which is actually a conscious computer. Now, I don't have time to explain that. It's a conscious computer with a will, intellect, and emotion of its own. It's too complicated to explain. I can explain it, but I'd need 30 minutes. That's okay. Okay, so, so they tie you remotely to that supercomputer for life by uploading your, 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 your digital brainwave imprint, that digital copy of your brainwave signature, back into their supercomputer. And the way they tie you for life to that computer is by a, a way of an electro by way of a stream of electromagnetic low frequency waves, which are specifically tuned to that digital brainwave imprint, to that EEG, to that digital copy of your brainwave signature. Interfacing, this is very important. Interfacing with nanotechnology in your brain, and the way they get you to the way they get the nanotechnology in your body, they have several ways. They they put it in your food or your drink, and they cause you to ingest it, or they you know they throw, they throw what is called smart dust in your apartment, um, and then you breathe it in, et cetera. They have many ways of doing it, okay? And then once the nanotechnology is in your body, it migrates 
And then once the nanotechnology is in your body, it migrates to your brain. And that nanotechnology then adheres to the neurotransmitters in your brain. The nanotech at that point can speak to and decode the neurotransmitters in your brain. And that's how they're able to turn your brain into their very own visual, verbal, and auditive communication system. You know, it takes time. They have to build a cognitive model of your brain. It doesn't happen overnight. And the way they build a cognitive model of your brain is by trauma, by the daily infliction of physical and psychological trauma. They're using physical and psychological trauma. They're using physical and psychological trauma to map out the sensory and neural pathways of your brain and central nervous system. That's it. So it all Excuse me, Brian, I'll find him. Go ahead. So the answer to your I'll question is, is they already have your EEG. They already have a, 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 a digital uh, uh, brainwave imprint, a, a digital copy of your brainwave signature. They already have it. Or the technology wouldn't be working. So, but saying with music, you can change that, right? I mean, you music can... Al- that's the wonderful thing about pleasing music. It, 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 right away, immediately, it alters your wow. brainwave signature immediately, preventing them from being able to read your mind. Wow. Because, because that, that signature is altered. And secondly, it releases what are called, um, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's dopamine, endorphins. It, uh, the pleasing music uh, has a healing effect. It releases dopamine in the brain. It causes mm-hmm. you to relax. It has many, good, many therapeutic effects. But one of the biggest things that it does is it, it breaks brain entrainment with their system. It alters your, by, by altering your brainwave signature, it breaks brain entrainment with their system. It becomes the dominant external stimulus. <laughs> so, please, let target individuals know this on these conference calls. I'm not, on the, I'm not on these calls all the time. Please let these people know. Just keep the music. And you'll have to buy cheap radios because they're going to keep tearing them up. Okay? Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just needed somebody in California. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't you. Um, no, this is good information, Brian. This is really upbeat, happy information, and thank you, because we do need to know this. We do. Okay, let me ask you something. Once they break, once we break that brain entrainment with the pleasing music, what about when you get zapped and you can feel a painful... Whatever I don't know how, what they zap with, but I knew, do know that they do, and I get right. painful, weird, weird little like blood blisters on my arms and, and and right where I just got zapped. So I know it has something to do with them. What is um, how do we stop that? You know? Okay, remember all CIA and DIA mind control technology. There are four organizations that are doing this. Now there are many people involved at the state, local, federal level. Okay, uh, but everything's highly compartmentalized, and people are only told what they need to know. So the main so while there are a lot of people, a lot of you know agencies and organizations that you may think are involved in this, and there to some extent that's true, there are four main organizations behind it all. The Department of Defense, my former employer, they provide all the money through their black ops projects, their black ops funding bills. Okay, the National Security Agency they provide the top scientists. It is the CIA and the DIA, the Central Intelligence Agency and the Defense Intelligence Agency, which is torturing you. Those are the ones which are actually involved in the uh, hands-on torture, the direction of the paradigm against the mind control victim. These are contractors. They are not employees of the uh, CIA and DIA. The CIA learned its, the CIA learned its lesson the hard, the hard way long, back in the 1970s with the Church Commission hearings when they got caught red-handed. 
Right. Okay? And so they did, they're not going to make that mistake again. They're using private companies and private contractors. So these CIA and DIA hive mind teams are three to six members. No more. No more. Okay? Because you've got to have at least three people because you've got to have a human firewall. And you can't really have more than six because it creates too much chaos when you're dealing with synthetic telepathy and the overlapping uh, injection of thoughts, et cetera. So, so usually it's somewhere between three to six people. Okay, and these people are psychiatrists, they're psychologists, they're behavioral scientists, they're neuroscientists, they're people who already possess. I've answered your question, I'm just I'm doing it the long way to explain how, how the technology works and how they use trauma to, to stop this, okay, like they're, like they're using on you. So these hive mind teams are dedicated to you every eight hours. And every, at the end of their eight-hour shift, they go home, pretend like they have a normal life, and then they pass you off to the new hive mind team. Now, these hive mind teams that are totally dedicated to you for eight hours a day, 24 hours a day, but three, three different eight-hour shifts, okay, they're comprised of people like psychiatrists and psychologists and neuroscientists and behavioral scientists and so forth. They already possess some degree of expertise in the area of the mind, particularly as it relates to memory and thought process. So, so they're hiding in plain sight. They're not in some underground base somewhere. These people are hiding in plain sight every day. They're the doctor at the hospital. They're the, uh, the, the neuro, neuroscientist at the university. They're the psychologist at the children's clinic. Okay? They're hiding in plain sight. That's how they do it. Now, here, here, here's, here's, how the, here's how the trauma works. They're using trauma, pain, to disrupt your continuity of thought, to, to erase short-term memory. Okay, that's basically, and there are other reasons, okay, but let's just, let's just keep it simple right now. We don't have a lot of time. Okay, so they're using trauma, I'm going to say it again, for two main reasons. There are other reasons, but for the two main reasons, for mind control, they're using it to disrupt your continuity of thought and to erase your short-term active memory. Very important. So remember, I just told you that all CIA and DIA mind control technologies are based on three things, censorship, memory management, direct behavioral control. Censorship is them, censorship is them using... Pain and trauma or vandalization of property, etc., to stop you from engaging in any type of activity like listening to music, which interferes with their technology. So if you start listening to pleasing music, they're going to, they're going to give you a headache or they're going to give you a stomachache. What they're doing is they're trying to stop the pleasing music from breaking brain entrainment with their system by continually disrupting your, your continuity of thought while you're listening to the music. That's what's happening. So they're using they're, so you start you just said you, when, when you listen to music, they attack you. The reason they're attacking you is to stop that music from breaking brain entrainment with their system. Interesting. So, and, and so, so, so that's censorship. Censorship is just basically one thing. It's just restricting you at will, restricting you from engaging in any type of external activity which interferes with their technology. And they'll use pain and trauma, they'll use uh, vandalism. They'll use, you know, they'll steal, they'll steal, they'll do anything, okay, whatever it takes to stop you from being able to. Another way I was able to defeat their technology was I actually found a new way to do it. Uh, there was a, a generator out beside this store that powered the, it was a large generator, uh, and it powered that store. It was, you know, it was behind the store. What I did is I, I, I took uh, some metal and I grounded it with a copper cable, and I, I set the metal up against the generator. And then I put my head under the under the, the metal, and what happened was the the the, the energy that from the generator was actually um, 
was actually traveling along the surface of the metal that was creating all this additional energy, and it, and it was interfering with their ability to, to read my mind, the additional energy. Oh, so, Brian. Brian, let me ask you a question, all right? Okay. Okay. There is this stream basically coming from either a, you know, a lamp or a lamp post outside. It is um, more than it ever has been, like since there's been upgrades to the uh, lamp post and stuff like that, since they forced you to go with these uh, these regular bulbs, I mean these high-tech bulbs that are uh, LEDs. I know you can probably get a regular bulb, but I'm just saying since that, you basically get a, a long stream. Like, in other words, you could be, 50 feet, or I don't know exactly, but 50 feet away from a lamp, a light outside, and then look at it. And then from that distance, that whole stream of light comes your way toward your eye. And not okay. only that, you'll see, this is the second part of it, and then I'll be done. Then you'll see what appears to be little round circles or like um, scribble writing, like a little kid would write, it, it, almost like if it was a code headed your way. Like, can you explain that? Yeah, what you're seeing is, is an optical effect of, of the light on your eyes. Um, it's partic particularly as you get older uh, and you begin to have, and your, 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 your vision is not as good as it was when you were a child, you, you begin to have this, uh, at, um, it, it, it's called, it's called, hold on, it's called fragmentation, okay? The light is fragmenting and as it travels, as it travels further distance from, from, from the source of the light, the more it travels, the more it fragments. And so what, what's happening is you're actually seeing the light, but it's, it's, it's actually not the technology at all. It's actually just the optical effect of that light on your eyes. See, I get this when I go outside at night and I look up at a street light. I see the, 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 uh, the uh, light, um, Fragmenting, emanating out from the light bulb, in, in what appears to be like beams, or, or, or right, you know, right. It's simply just an optical. It's just it has nothing to do with the technology. It's no, no, no. Wait, wait, Brian, Brian, you might be missing something. I've been trying to tell people this. Okay, if you go to the um, website called IntelliStreets, this is just one of them that I figured out. Okay, if you go to IntelliStreets, it'll tell you it's not just a light. Okay, and I've got this verified from people okay. that are I know trying. Yeah, I know what you're there, talking there, about. There's people that have been trying to talk to me because I've been causing a lot of trouble on some chat rooms, you know, using crazy nicknames and trying to expose this stuff. And they're they're coming. They they're just like ant farm on this thing. Every everywhere you turn, they come and talk to you. And I've gotten confirmation from some of these people. That lights are part of this, so it's not just. It's um, called. It's called. It's what law enforcement calls the iron curtain. Um, these lights not only are not only uh, uh, light bulbs, but they're actually tracking devices. Uh, and and they, uh, if you go, if, for example, if you were to go to London, or you know some of the European countries, they already have this technology. It's called the iron curtain. What they do is they're able to track you visually with with, with high tech cameras in in the. Um, uh, Verbally and uh, visually, uh, depending on your distance to to, to the uh, to the to the light post, um, and it's it's actually it's known by law enforcement as, as, at least in, in the United Kingdom, it's known as the Iron Curtain. 
And so all you know, they they, they put them on. They don't put them on every lamp light post, but they put them at regular intervals. And people don't don't know about this technology. And that's why a lot of these criminals are getting caught. That you know, they they think that they can commit a crime and nobody's watching. Well, no, you're wrong. You know, those cameras that are mounted on those on those light poles. That's old. That's old. That's old hat technology. But you can look up at some of these lights and you can see camera. That's old hat 20th century technology. The new technology is integrated into the light post itself, so they can see you and hear you, monitor your conversations, and uh, see you visually uh, with, with with these with this new technology that they're using. It's called the right. And, it, and they and can't they send like messages, you know, from the light poles too? No. No, that's not how the technology is designed to work. Um, the, listen, the way they're targeting you, I just said this, the way they're targeting you is by, by three methods, okay? They're targeting you by way of tower, satellite, or mobile platform. So here's how it works. I'm, I'm going to give you the simple definition. Now, it gets way more complicated than this, okay? Let's just keep it simple. What happens is a computer multiplexer routes the signal. When I say signal, I'm talking about that stream of electromagnetic low frequency waves uh, that's specifically tuned to your brainwave signature. Well, guess what? That stream of electromagnetic low frequency waves contains a hidden hit. <clears throat> sorry, it contains a hidden carrier frequency. That's the signal. Okay, that stream of electromagnetic low frequency waves that is specifically tuned to your brainwave signature. Nobody else on Earth has the same brainwave signature. Okay, nobody. Okay, it's like a set of fingerprints. It's unique to you alone. Okay. But inside that stream of energy, it is, contains a hidden carrier frequency, and that's what they're using to target you, okay? That's the signal, okay? So what happens is a computer multiplexer, a supercomputer, routes the signal to a tower, a satellite, or a mobile platform, and then the tower, satellite, or mobile platform relays the signal to you, the digital receiver. It's All right, well, then, then, then well, hold on. Uh, how did Harp... Hold on, hold right. on, let me finish explaining. I'm almost done. So let me finish this. Okay. Very right. important. People know this. Okay, so it's similar in many ways to how cell phone technology works. Okay, uh, the digital receiver. That's what a cell phone is. It's a digital receiver. Okay, and so the digital receiver is tracked. You're, remember, your brain is digitalized by the nanotechnology. Okay, you have become the digital receiver. So what happens is, just like a cell phone, the digital receiver is tracked and pinpointed in real time. Except... With the CIA and DIA mind control technology, the, the digital receiver is not a phone. It's your brain. Your brain has been digitalized by that nanotechnology, okay? So, so here's why. Here's why um, so that's what's happening. People say I'm getting you – know, people are targeting me with cell phones and other, other types of stuff. You're not being targeted with cell phones, okay? They want you to believe that. Cell phones are nothing more than the control switches, okay, that they're, they're using to control the, the, the supercomputer with, to send messages to the computer. You're being attacked. You're not even being attacked by towers and satellites and mobile platforms. You're not being attacked by them. They're simply the relay devices. You're being attacked by a supercomputer. That's what's attacking you. This conscious computer has a will, intellect, and emotion of its own, and it is constantly remotely monitoring all thoughts, all emotion, etc., all electromagnetic activity of your brain 24 hours a day. It's monitoring okay. and mapping out. So then they could program it like, say, Let's say whatever you don't like the Joint Chiefs of Staff, or you think badly of, you know, the Secretary of the Navy, or whatever, and you start thinking that stuff, and then is that going to trigger, like them to attack you more because you're thinking that? No, no. Listen, 
what happens is this. Okay, let me, let me think about this because I, I need to make this simple. Okay, the system, this RNM system, okay, the remote neural monitoring, remote neural manipulation, that's what we call RNM, okay. It's a supercomputer, but we call it a system, okay. The, the RNM system is designed to, to random, first of all, you need, you need to understand that everything they're doing is a game of deception and manipulation, nothing more. It's a deadly, deadly game of deception and manipulation, constantly provoking you as much as possible in order to map out your brain, in order to get you to respond, okay. So first thing you need to understand is deception and manipulation. They'll use whatever you respond to. It doesn't matter to them whether it's good or evil, whether it's religion or child pornography. They don't care as long as you respond. Okay. So what happens then is that this supercomputer is designed to remotely capture memories, thoughts, etc. It's designed to lock on to your emotional state. Okay. And it, it randomly captures at speed of light. As soon as you think of as soon as you think of something, the computer is downloading that at speed of light back into the database. Okay, and it can inject at speed of light back into your brain. Audit, it can audit your brain. Okay, at speed of light. Now, so what happens is the system is designed to capture remotely capture random bits of whatever you're thinking about. Okay, uh, of your senses, of your thoughts, your memories, etc. And then at speed of light. After, as, it, as it randomly captures those thoughts to inject with stories, fabricated stories, in order to drive your memory and thought process. It's called thought-triggered attack. It happens at speed of light, okay, very fast. So these thought-triggered attacks are, are based off our fabricated stories. This, this stream of energy is a fabricated, falsified stream, okay? It contains data. You're injecting with electromagnetic frequencies designed to mimic your thoughts and to drive your memory and thought process. So, so not only is it downloading everything you think of at speed of light, it's also injecting at speed of light to drive your memory and thought process with stories, fabricated stories, to, to make you – that's why you're constantly thinking about something over and over. The system is driving your memory and thought process. So it's designed to remotely capture whatever you're thinking about. And then simultaneously at speed of light to inject with thought-triggered attack. Uh, you know, whatever it is you're thinking about, that's, that's what the attack will be based on. Okay? Okay, what, what's the purpose of them, like, uh, making your stomach make all those weird noises? What, what's, what are they doing that for? That's trauma, okay? That's, that, that's pain and trauma. Again, I, I use it for various reasons. Um, one is behavior modification to death. Uh, I just told you there were other reasons to disrupt your continuity of thought, to erase your short-term memory. This technology is designed you – know, when, you, when you talk about memory, you know, you're talking about a very big subject. And, you know, I mean, you're talking about residual memory and there's active memory. I mean, it just goes on and on. Let's just keep it real simple, okay? You have, you have short-term memory and you have long-term memory. Short-term memory is anything less than 30 seconds. Long-term memory is anything longer than 30 seconds. This technology is designed to target and manipulate your short-term memory. It's called thought composition. As you're, as you're formulating your thoughts and you're preparing to act, the, the, the RNM supercomputer will attack you okay, with these remote neural attacks. We call them remote neural attacks, which are actually fabricated uh, artificial memory ma memories. They'll use your own memories against you, or they'll use falsified memories. Okay? I have something so to ask. I have something to ask. You said earlier that music will interrupt that. 
Are we talking mm-hmm. about music interrupting this supercomputer? Yep. So all of this is is information, and it's it's interesting. But the bottom line is, we can stop it with the music. Yeah. Absolutely. Can oh, bless protect- you. Okay, that's that's perfect. Okay, I just wanted well, to stop perfect, because I didn't want people to get this. So feedback. perfect. If it's so perfect, please share it with other target individuals. Absolutely. That's yeah. my whole, I'm into, try to do uplifting information. And that's why that's, I just, when you're talking about the supercomputer and things going, the speed of light and all of that, I just didn't want people to start saying, oh, my God, I can't get away from it. Yes, we can. Music. Yeah? Music. Well, there are, I, 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 there are some, I mean, it's not just music, okay? You could, you know, singing and dancing. Well, yeah. Multitasking, when you're thinking, when multitasking is basically uh, thinking and doing multiple things at one time. Right. And when you're thinking and you're doing multiple things at one time, what you're doing is you're creating multiple threads of thought. Now, you're not actually thinking about multiple things at the same time. What you're doing, your brain is toggling back and forth between mm-hmm. multiple threads of thought. Mm-hmm. And when, once that happens, the supercomputer and the hired mind team, the clone member of the hired mind team, they can't make sense of what they see on their screen. Okay, there's no single coherent pattern of thought for them to for, for them to to integrate back into RNM data. So basically, what you've done is you've created additional electromagnetic energy inside the neural pathways of your brain, which is effectively jamming the information and injection feedback loop. They can't make sense of what they see. Yeah. And when these hive mind teams, when the supercomputer, when they can't make sense of what they see, they they have they have two options. They have, they, are, they either have to revert back to your past activity to predict what you're going to do, or they have to admit defeat of their technology, of their system. Because this, whether you know it or not, this supercomputer is constantly predicting your choices because they have to verify their technology works. If they can't verify their technology works, then mind control fails. Without the verification process, there is no mind control. It would be the, it would be the equivalent of the government taking a particle beam cannon, okay, and aiming a particle beam cannon at a planet or a moon, ten light years from Earth, you know they they could fire that particle beam cannon at that moon all day, but they would never know if they hit their target because they can't see it. It's too far away. They can't see it. You see, in order for their technology to work, they have to see it. They have to visually and and verbally see you respond. That's called verification. They're running you through a set of responses each day to determine single coherent patterns of thought. But when you when you multitask, when you're constantly thinking, like when I say multitask, I mean whistle while you work, you know, cook while you watch television, uh, you know, dance and sing, listening to pleasing music while writing a letter or reading a book. This is all. There's so many ways. This is called multitasking. Very effective at defeating their technology. Very. Hey, Brian. Brian. Uh, Brian. Brian. Let me ask you one question about harp, because um, I see. You know, right outside my window, especially today, it was unbelievable. It's like this electromagnetic, you know, grip on my windowsill. Um, how does you that play in? You can't visually see it. Okay. No, possible. no, I, 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 then I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, it's, it's a ray or whatever, but it's something. It's not nothing. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I don't, you know, obviously I'm not there. I don't. It, I don't know what it is, but um, for what I'm trying, what I want, what this is what I want you to do. I want you to go on to Google, and I want you to to search for an image of the electromagnetic spectrum. Very simple little map that shows you how the electromagnetic spectrum works. Starts from radio frequency waves, then goes to microwaves, etc. Okay. 
Um, you can't see this. It's not possible. You can feel it. You know, at certain frequencies, no, you can uh, feel it. But uh, there, I, I got to tell you, a lot of people said, and you just confirmed, that a lot of people said you can't see the light rays or whatever, and you just told us we could see it. And I'm telling you that we can see whatever energy, uh, I think it's from HARP, you can see it, it's a ray. And you can see, not only that, when you're driving around, um, first of all, you got to realize they're going to come out with these, cars that can drive themselves they they can't just drive themselves without anything you know beaming down at them so like if you look at the car in front of you right now like on a sunny day you will see something like a, a tiny ray coming from that car beaming towards you and i think it comes from something that was put in front of the sun like there's the sun and then there's something in front of it, and then it's splitting up uh, the rays and then shining it down, and, every, you know, you, and it's bouncing off cars. And I've literally went to a parking lot and I, on a sunny day and see rays that are even okay. the cars are parked. Let's first, let, let's first deal with the harp, okay, and then we'll, let's, we'll talk about the other. All I can do is, is give you information, and I don't profess, profess to have all the answers. Uh, whether you're accepted or rejected is up to you, okay? Um, if you believe you can see energy, then have at it, okay? But most of us, the overwhelming majority of humanity can, okay? So, and, and, and you got to know what to look for. you got to know what to look for. Oh, 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 wait. Wait, wait, Brian, listen, sir. Let me answer your question before you keep going because other people are listening. They need to hear this. Okay, HARP is, an, is what is called an ionospheric heater. HARP has nothing to do with this technology, okay? People think HARP, they're being attacked by HARP. No, you're not. <laughs> HARP is a weapon system. It is an ionospheric heater, okay? There's one, in, uh, there's one in Connecticut. There's one in Alaska. There's one in the southern southwest, I think it's in Arizona, and there's another one in um, Puerto Rico, okay? Those are fixed ionospheric uh, heaters. Those are basically arrays of antennas, high-powered antennas. Okay, they're not. They're they're used for weather warfare. They're used um, to cause, uh, you know, to to alter the effect of, of nature, etc. Okay, uh, to to heat the ionospheric, uh, the, this 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 level of iron in the in the ionosphere, to such an extent that the that the beam that the stream of energy they're shooting up at the ionosphere then. Then begins it gets so hot that it that it ricochets back down to wherever they're trying to target. So they can target various countries uh, with this tech, with these ionospheric heaters. Okay, so HARP has nothing to do with with, with with mind control technology. Okay, so now we've said that. Let's talk about these cars you're talking about. Okay, this, what you're seeing on the market today is what is called artificial intelligence, and artificial intelligence is based off of what are called if and then algorithms. Okay. These are okay. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah. Please okay. keep talking so, now. So these are called these are these these mathematical algorithms that artificial intelligence is based off of are called if and then algorithms. And so you're seeing a lot of that on the market today. For example, these prosthetic arms and legs that people can move with their brain waves. Um, cars that people can drive with their brain waves. Mattel, you can actually go to Toys R Us and buy a the game, the game is available right now on the market. You can go to Toys R Us and buy it. It's a, it's a game. It's a child's game where the, where the child moves a metal ball around on the table with his brainwaves. Okay. 
But this is all old hat technology. It's all 20th century artificial intelligence. We're not dealing, you're not dealing with artificial intelligence anymore. Okay, this is not artificial intelligence that's attacking you. This is artificial life. These are, these are remote neural networks with a will, intellect, and emotion of their own. So these conscious computers, okay, are not artificial intelligence. They are artificial life. They are conscious of their environment, of how you see them and how you feel about them, okay? So, so understand, first of all, the technology you're dealing with is not AI. It's, it's artificial life. Secondly, secondly you, you must understand that the, the, the brain... In order, in order for a person to be able to operate a car with their brainless or to be able to uh, move a prosthetic arm or limb or to do anything with their brainless, to, to, inter- to interact with computers, okay, they need to use one of two interfaces, basically one interface. It's called the brain-to-computer interface. And the Department of Defense has a lot of these. For example, the stealth fighter, the F-35, the stealth fighter actually flies that plane, the stealth fighter, with, with his brainless. He controls the entire plane all the weapon systems with his brainwaves. He doesn't fly the F-35 manually if he doesn't have to. He controls the entire fighter with his brainwaves. This is called a brain-to-computer interface. This is what they're using against you. This is what the supercomputer is using against you. The, the connection between you and the supercomputer based on this electromagnetic, electromagnetic stream of energy is called the brain-to-computer interface. Okay? But there's a second interface they're attacking you with. It's called the electronic brain-to-brain interface, okay? This is what the hive mind team is using against you. This is what the clone member of the hive mind team is using to monitor all your thoughts, to, uh, to, uh, to, to feel what you feel, to see what you see, to hear what you hear, et cetera, once your brain has been mapped into a cognitive model, okay? So that's called the electronic brain-to-brain interface. It allows the clone member of the hive mind team to inflict trauma, uh, to control your body, once they've mapped out your motor cortex, et cetera, your visual cortex, audio cortex, sensory cortex, et cetera, okay, once they have mapped your brain into a cognitive model, then they'll begin to try to achieve direct behavioral control over you. And one of the ways they do this is with the electronic brain-to-brain interface. This electronic brain-to-brain interface is nothing more than a neurochip. It's a neurochip inside the body or the gear of the clone member of the hive mind team, okay? So two different interfaces are using. Very important to understand that. In order to understand their technology, you have to know that. Brain-to-computer interface, electronic brain-to-brain interface. That's how they're attacking you. But even I when the clones... I think there's ahead. something going on with, um, okay, this thing about this climate change thing, it has to do with this. I, I'm just guessing. I don't know this for sure. But this, they're, they're obsessed with this global warming. First of all, that's a hoax. But what they're trying to do is end up uh, charging people for carbon emissions because they're in the, they're, the whole goal is to rip everybody off with an excuse. So um, I think the reason why they're shooting people in the stomach, because I'm not the only one that's getting it. Uh, oh, I got it. It, it, it I could have, have something, it something to, to The reason they're doing it is to inflict trauma. It was to inflict trauma upon me to map out the sensory and neural pathways of my brain and central nervous system. It was designed to inflict trauma upon me to disrupt my continuity. But if that's true, wouldn't there be a point where they'd have to stop? I'm I'm just questioning it. I'm not saying anything definitive. I'm just saying, wouldn't there have to be a point where they go, okay, we've done this to Brian. 
you know, that was four years ago. So now we don't have to do that anymore? Listen, listen. In order for them to map out the sensory pathways of your central nervous system, they need to target every area that you're, you're cere- of your cerebral cortex in order to map out the sensory and neural pathways. It takes time. So they'll target your stomach. They'll target your genitals. They'll target your feet, your legs, you know, cause your skin to burn and itch. Uh, you know, they'll cause you to have, uh, you know, diarrhea. They'll cause you to have nausea and cramping and pain. They'll give you headaches. They'll target your heart and your, and your lungs. What are they doing? They're mapping out the sensory and neural pathways of your brain and central nervous system. Okay, but okay. mine doesn't work that way, though, because I only get basically 98% is two-way targeting. It's directly into the stomach making bizarre noises. You know what that bizarre noises are happening? Because the, the, the electromagnetic energy is causing your, your, the, the digestive system, your intestines, to convulse. That's the, that's the noise. Okay. Is there, I, I, I mean, listen, I, I want to encourage you to go to my, my Facebook page. I don't, I'm sure there are other people that have questions. I, I, why don't you go to my Facebook page and just, start, and just start reading, and you'll be able to get a lot of answers to your questions, okay? My Facebook page is simply my name and the number 92. Okay, so it's facebook.com slash Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot 2, T-E-W dot 92. Because, because I'm sure there are other people who have questions, but I, I think a lot of that information on that page will answer a lot of your questions. Okay, trauma is used for various reasons. That's why they call it trauma-based mind control. Okay, so the main reasons that it's used for is censorship, to censor your activities, to censor you from engaging in external activities. Okay, they use it, for example, to force you into isolation. They want to isolate you, want to force you to stay in your home all day because, because then you, you, your brain is forced to... That's why they hate pleasing music, because pleasing music breaks brain enchantment. Because what they want is they want to isolate you, put you in an, in an environment which is free from an external, external interference, okay, so that your brain is forced to, to internally focus or internalize on their, on their neuroprogramming. All right. So they, well, let me just say the last thing, because this, this call might close down, and I won't ask any more questions. Oh, but I, I, oh Rick. What? What? I just want to announce my call is going to, if this drops, I'm going to open up my call at 132349. That's 132349 right after this. Is this Mike? No, that's Corey. Corey. Oh, okay. All right. Well, the thing I'm, with I'm this gurgling in the stomach is caused by microwave. I'm very sure of that. Right. It's, and it's ongoing, and it's going to be till the end of time. It doesn't just for anything that's going to be just a one-shot deal. I think we all have it all the time. Well, the, the, the supercomputer is designed to lock on. To, it's called the sensory lock-on. Okay? The supercomputer is designed to lock on to whatever causes the most pain and suffering. So for some people, it may be you know, targeting your abdominal region. For others, it may be targeting your heart, uh, you know, various regions of your body. The, the, the supercomputer is designed to lock on to your emotional state. It's designed to lock on um, this is, that's what I'm, what I'm talking about when I say thought-triggered attacks. Uh, so it's, well, basically, what, what it will do is it will use whatever you respond to, okay? Fear of death, uh, pain and trauma, et cetera. Um, so that, so this is, that's why they call it trauma-based mind control. Behavior, to, to modify your behavior, they'll use trauma and pain to try to modify your behavior. These are called modification-to-death tactics. Not behavior modification, 
behavior modification to death. Okay, understand that this is people don't like to hear this part. They don't. They want to hear all uplifting stuff, and I, I you know, I understand. Um, but I'm going to tell you right now. Um, you know, it gets real bad once they've achieved. Once they've mapped it, fully mapped out your brain into a cognitive model, and they've achieved whatever objectives they have. You know, they they designed to achieve with you. Uh, it's going to get real bad real fast. Okay, um, and some you know, no one trauma-based mind control victims are not allowed to walk away. State-of-the-art mind control victims, for example, are allowed to walk away because they never knew it was the government that did it to them to begin with, okay? State-of-the-art mind control is based off the ignorance of the victim. You don't know that you're being targeted with this technology. And a lot of people are targeted with state-of-the-art mind control. Not trauma-based mind control victims because trauma-based mind control victims have some idea of what's going on because of the trauma, okay? So if they let you walk away, you could become a loose cannon. Go out and kill 50 or 100 people. You could come back in the future to testify against them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Trauma-based mind control victims are not allowed to walk away, okay? So if you're trauma-based, uh, you know, you need to do whatever you can to prevent them from mapping out your brain. And, and, and one of the things I'll tell you to do is never to engage in, never to zone on your activities, okay? Don't zone. I mean, always mm-hmm. be spontaneous every day, okay? This supercomputer must predict your choices in advance. It, it absolutely must do that in order to verify the technology is working properly. So, remote neural monitoring is designed to figure out what you're thinking about. That's called thought composition. And then remote neural manipulation is designed to attack you while you're formulating those thoughts and preparing to act. To manipulate and more, you to- one thing, Brian, that these people can all do, I think, that can help them all. A lot of what you're saying is very uh, philosophical and theoretical, hypothetical and all that. But I think this dancing the change of direction and the exercise, this constant change of direction disrupts a whole bunch of stuff of theirs, I'll tell you right now. So if people would think about not only the music, but the dancing and the exercise, if you do like aerobic-type exercises or something that really is moving in one direction, back quick the other direction, I think this is a big problem for them. And that's something that people can do. Right, right Brian? Well, I'll help like somebody, 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 somebody. Excuse me, just one, one sentence, if you don't mind. Painting, take up painting. That does the same right. thing. Or writing a letter, or writing a book. Mm-hmm. Or gardening. Uh, listen, um, listen, it's not the movement around, moving around constantly that, that's defeating their technology. It's the effect of the constant movement on your brain. It's like getting in a car and driving really fast. It's not the speed. You're not going to outrun this technology. This is the speed of light. It's the effect of the speed on your brain. Right. I don't so care what's doing it. It's doing it. I can't explain it, but I know it's doing it. That's what I'm telling people well, I'm to do to it. Just it. don't worry about the explanation. Just do it. Well, you'll you'll yeah, see the I mean, difference and you'll feel better. Right. But but again, remember, there's there's passive and there's active. Okay. It's like it's like you, the same the same thing with with, with with shielding with with passive materials like Faraday cages. You know, you're, you're going you're gonna to quickly learn that uh, passive shielding against an active system is almost useless, okay? Well, the same thing with, with trying to break brain entrainment with their system. Uh, you know, you can only be active for so long before you, before you, you know, you, you collapse. <laughs> you run out of energy. You know, you're too tired. You have to lay down. But when you're dealing with passive uh, um, uh, external activities like listening to music or watching a movie or something of that nature, um, 
it, it's not it's not the music that's defeating the technology. What is what's happening is the focus of attention of your brain. It's the effect of the music on your brain. The focus of attention shifts from the from the supercomputer to the, to the pleasing music. Because remember, this technology, this system is designed to lock on to your emotional state. It's called a sensory lock on. Okay. It's sensory lock-on is designed to lock on to your emotional state, which it cannot do if, if you break brain and training. So, you know, you could dance and sing and shout and run and whatever, jump back up and down, but eventually you're going to get tired. So not I you very to often, let me tell you, because I'm not allowed to sleep. So while I'm awake, I'm really active. Also, the lady said earlier, um, listening to uh, at night, listening to um, – I don't know what she's listening to, but but another thing that, that defeats their technology is chaotic noise. Okay, ah, not, not noise. Okay, that's random. what that CD is. It's very chaotic noise. That CD yeah. that I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And what you're doing is, okay. Oh, see, see, you, can, you, you just. I mean, I could just sit here and just keep going and going and going. I'd just be running down further, you know, more rabbit holes. And it just gets. It's just it gets real. I mean, okay, so just keep it simple, okay? So create create chaotic noise. Like turn on uh, these nature sounds. Make sure they don't have any looping pattern in them. Some of them have looping patterns, meaning they play the same sound over and over and over again. Go on YouTube, and, and, and um, what you want to do is you want to you search for thunderstorms, but you want to say no looping pattern, okay? Okay, so if it has a looping pattern, it's not chaotic. Okay, you want one with no looping pattern. That's chaotic. Okay, uh, and so you know, play that loud, you know, at night as you sleep, and or, or put the fan up next to you. You know, let the fan blow in your face, uh, and the sound of the air, the chaotic sound of that air. You know, this this also disrupts their their technology. Very effective, but it has to be chaotic. It can't be, uh, you know, it can't be. There can't be a set pattern. Huh. Interesting. I've been listening. I've, I've been listening to television. Well, well I, I sleep with the television on. Ever since my husband died, I just can't sleep in the quiet. And it's maybe that's what's kept me sort of sane or something. I don't know, but able to still function because I do well, have chaotic noise on. Go ahead. Remember, if you've got a smart television, they've already got that mapped. Okay, let me explain something. Yeah. They they have all your computers, your smartphones. All the uh, smart devices in your house, including your smart television, okay, your smart TV, they have all of those, uh, what are called, they daisy chain all of those. I mean, they connect them all together, and then they, they tie them back to the supercomputer so that the supercomputer can monitor the content, the, 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 uh, the cognitive effect of that content on your brain. So as you're actually watching a television show, the supercomputer is actually monitoring the content that you're watching. Why? To determine the cognitive effect of that external interference on your brain. So, so again, you know, that's not chaotic. That's not chaotic, okay, because the supercomputer can monitor what you're seeing and watching in real time, okay? So, uh, so you want to create a chaotic noise. For example, you could actually, you could actually set, set a bunch of fans in your room, three or four fans, and then set a music chime above your head. One of those little, the little things that you hang outside your window yeah. when the wind blows, it makes sound. Yeah. That and when and when the fans blowing on that, yeah. that would be chaotic. Oh, I There'd be no it. way I for them to, no way for them to measure that. There's no pattern to it. There's no I right, okay. right, exactly. and that would interrupt what they're trying to do. That would make sense. 
Another thing you can do to defeat their technology is be spontaneous. Okay, I want to say something. Well, Brian, I just want to say when this call ends, and it will soon, all by itself, it hangs itself up. Did I just drop my phone? Yeah. Um, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Did I yeah. just? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, am I still on? How, how many people do you have on the call? Oh. There are a few people. Are we still there? Are we still there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just wanted to let you know it will hang up by itself. I don't want any, because when it hangs up, I always feel a little rejected. I just want everybody to know it's going to hang up by itself. And, Brian, I want to thank you for being here. You really gave some great suggestions, and I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Brian? Are you still there? Don't go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here, yeah. Brian? Brian? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I've been in the system for 36 years, uh, uh, mental health system out of it, and I don't take medicine anymore. I mean, the terrible trauma, and uh, they almost killed me uh, with suicide attempts. Is there any... Okay, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow, slow down, slow down. Okay, your, speech, your speech is rapid and pressurized. I can't understand what you're saying. Just slow down. I was Start over. I was in the mental health system for 36 years as a patient. I'm out of it now. I've been through terrible, terrible pain and trauma and almost death. Is there any hope for me? Well, of course there's hope. Um, there's always hope, okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this again, and maybe it'll piss Linda off. I don't know. No. But Jesus Christ can, <laughs> can deliver you. Jesus Christ can, can defeat this technology. I'm, I'm telling you that Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam, and these other religions are easily, even militant Christianity is easily manipulated by this technology. But they have a serious, serious problem with Bible-based Christianity. The doctrines of the faith is what the neuroscientists will tell you is defeating their technology because they can't explain it. But any born-again Christian will tell you it's the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ defeats this technology, okay, because this, te- this technology is a weapon system. It is designed to turn the mind control victim, the trauma-based mind control victim, into a weapon who, like, like Aaron Alexis, killed all those people, the Navy Yard shooter, or like Myron May. Whether they know it or not, they were turned into a weapon, okay? And many other people have been turned into a weapon, although, you know, many of them haven't, you know, killed people. They, they, they've still been turned into a weapon. And, 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 the, and the, it's designed to, to turn the victim into a weapon who will inflict destruction upon others, upon his community, or who will self-destruct, commit suicide, or do something to get themselves incarcerated, etc. So this is a weapon system, okay? First, first and foremost, that's what it is designed to turn you into a weapon. If you remember the movie Clockwork Orange, the scientists in that movie took a violent person. They tried to turn him into a peaceful person. They took a violent criminal, and the scientists, using hypnosis, behavior modification techniques, etc., tried to turn this violent criminal into a peaceful person who would shut down in the face of extreme violence. They failed. Well, trauma-based mind control is the exact opposite of the movie Clockwork Orange. You know, whereas in, in the movie Clockwork Orange, they try to make a bad person into a good person. Well, trauma-based mind control is the exact opposite. It's about turning a good person into a bad person or a bad person into an evil person who will become a weapon, who will inflict destruction upon his community, upon others, or who will self-destruct. This is where Jesus comes in, the Bible, okay? Uh, you know, like for example, uh, Islam, you know, if, if Islam, you know, has harem, holy war, uh, the doctrines of the faith. Uh, allow. I could I could go on and on here. 1991, they manipulated tens of thousands of Iraqi soldiers with this technology. Okay, 
uh, works very well on the Muslims and the Hindus and the Buddhists. But they can't get around Jesus Christ. He is defeating their technology. Okay, so they have a serious problem with this. That's why they target the belief systems of Christians a lot. So you have hope if you have Jesus. And if you don't have Jesus, and if you don't have Jesus, you've got bigger trouble than mind control. Judaism doesn't work. Jesus Christ can 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 beat this technology. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Anybody else? Hello? There I was talking to you and I'd muted myself. It didn't work. Um, Brian, I don't you know, when somebody when somebody really feels no hope, telling them about Jesus Christ if it if it makes them if it gives them hope, that's great. I just don't want my call to turn into a religious call. That's all. Yeah, no, I'm not beating people over the head. No, I know. Listen, I know. Thank listen you. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something that shocked me when I heard it. I never forgot it. Okay? Uh, somebody told me, they said that God hates religion. He hated it so much they killed him for it. Jesus called the religious people every name in the book. And God wants a relationship. He doesn't want religion. Hell is full of religious people. And heaven is full of, heaven, heaven is full of some of the worst people who ever lived. Okay, Kevin? God will never, never uh-huh. accept Can I interrupt this religious discru- discussion with one <laughs> other point? Yeah. Brian, you know, I've lived in Mexico quite a bit as a younger person, and I'm fluent in Spanish and everything else. But anyway, it's very, you know, you speak about living in Ecuador and all. I think it would be very hard-pressed for any American or people who call on these calls to pick up and move to a foreign country where they had no family or friends or anything else, they would be even more isolated than they are here. And I think the whole program would be more intensified and magnified for them. By myself and you, we would manage because we're used to the culture, we're used to being away and being independent, and I I served in different things like the Peace Corps and all kinds of things like this. But I think the majority of people listening to these calls, as wonderful of a life Compared to many of us have, you have better than us, I think there would be very few people who could do what you're doing. Well, I said, I said this is not for everyone. Strategic no, I know. Relocation, <clears throat> strategic relocation is, not, is actually a military term. Okay? It's a military terminology designed to, to take advantage of the terrain. Okay? In order, it's called strategic relocation or, or it's called bounding. They also call it bounding. It's a, it's a Department of Defense term to describe a way of countering the enemy. Um, and, again, I mean, I said, I, when I said this, I said, you know, this, is, this is not an option for everyone, you know. But if your situation is very bad and you, and you, you have a passive income and, you know, you, you, you just haven't had any, any luck at, at all in the United States, then it's an option. You, you move abroad. If it doesn't work, you move back. And I think a lot of this costs money, and so many targets live penny to penny, penny to penny, because they've been they've been stole from. They have to replace. They have to do all spend all kinds of money on shielding and running here and running there and all kinds of chaos. Their cars are broken down and everything else. So most targets don't have a lot of money to move and travel like you fortunately have had. And um, I I see this option for everyone. Well, Brian, right, say exactly. this, this is not for everybody. You know, right, exactly. Yeah. I don't know not. of anybody on these calls who could manage this. Well, I, think well, I, managed, I managed on $1,000 a month in Nicaragua, and I, I lived really well. You know, how do you Ecuador, do? How much does it take you in Ecuador? 
Uh, about the same. Uh, I have more money than that, but but uh, I mean I, that's my budget. I mean I have mm-hmm. I have I have a lot more money than that actually coming in, but that's my budget. It's a thousand a month. Okay, Linda, so, could you do that? Could you go to some foreign country anybody, unnamed and and live like he does, so independently away from your yeah, environment well, that I've you been, knew? I've been pretty yeah, I've been pretty isolated for a long time, and I have family that has totally rejected me and turned on me and perped me. Um, so yeah. I, I've moved four times, and I get to know people pretty well. Yeah, I could do this. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I have you ever I considered it? You can't move to Europe. If you, if you don't have a lot of money, you're obviously not going to be living in, you know, Switzerland. Yeah. I, uh, have, a, I have dual but, citizenship with Europe, and I have a European passport, incidentally, European Union passport. And um, I do go and travel in Europe. But it everything takes money, 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 money. No matter which way you turn. Nicaragua, for example, Nicaragua. Pardon? Uh, yeah. In Nicaragua, my rent was two hundred and ten dollars a month, um, and that left me eight hundred dollars, you know, to budget for uh, other things like uh, you know food and clothing, et cetera. Uh, so I mean, you can you can travel the world on a thousand dollars a month. You just got to travel slow and you got to budget. Um, now you can't be a tourist. You can't go see all the tourist sites. You're not going to do that. But living in countries like Nicaragua or Ecuador or Bolivia, it doesn't take much money because you know the dollar is very strong and it's cheap there. You know, I was living in. I've lived in these countries. I'm not giving you my opinion. I have been there. Okay, I'm there now. Mm-hmm. I spent two years in Nicaragua. Um, you can live very comfortably in Nicaragua on a thousand dollars a month. And if you have a passive income, a guaranteed income of some kind. Uh, coming in each each month, a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. You're 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 set. You can move anytime you want. Nicaragua will, will accept you with open arms. You will have no trouble, except of course you, you know you're being targeted. They're going to follow you. But um, you know, as far as economically surviving in Nicaragua, Ecuador, you you'd be fine. Hold on, who's going to follow? Oh, you mean the the frequencies will follow you? Not the people, didn't you? The hive the, mind. Yeah, but in that country, don't they not help the American government? Go after us? Don't they? Aren't they pretty? Um, they're not willing to help them. Not that they're not. They're not willing. It's that the Americans don't trust them, and they don't trust the Americans. You okay. see, you see, you know, if, if they're recording everything the Americans do, then in the future they can black, black, blackmail the Americans, or they can release it on the news, and the Americans are caught red-handed. You know, the Americans mm, have to be more careful in these countries. Uh, you mean they're, the Americans? Not, these, you mean Ecuador's not helping me? I'm in Ecuador right now, and I'm not being helped by the Ecuadorians at all. In any way. And I've been to these countries, and I know they won't help me if I go to them. But what I hope that they won't do is I hope that they won't hurt me. Exactly. They won't cooperate with the perps, right? Right. Well, it's not that they won't cooperate. It's that the Americans know that they're recording everything. Like this conversation right this conversation between you and me on the phone is being recorded by the Ecuadorians. They're monitoring everything Hmm. I say and do. Hmm. So because they know that I'm on on the Internet saying, uh, talking with people on the phone, et cetera, uh, uh, telling them that, you know, I'm a mind-control victim. So they want to know, is this guy crazy as hell or is he telling the truth? Mm-hmm. Either way, they're going to watch me. Okay, one thing, you, listen, whether they believe you or they don't believe you is not the point. What's, the point is you want them to watch you. You want the government to pay attention, okay? Mm-hmm. So you go to the police and you say, I'm being targeted with directed energy. You don't tell them you're hearing voices. Uh, mm-hmm. you'll, they'll think you're crazy. You don't tell them you're seeing things. You just say, look, right. I'm an activist. I was an activist back in the States. I was a, a, a whistleblower, a dissident, whatever, and I got attacked with directed energy, so I fled here. At that point, 
they're good. They may they may believe you or they may not believe you. But one yeah. thing that they will do is they will begin to watch you to see if it's really happening. Hmm. And at that point, the Americans know yeah. they got to be more careful. And the fact that the Americans have to be more careful in these leftist countries, which are hostile to America or indifferent to America, means or it translates into a better life for the TIs. Hmm. So if you have a thousand bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Head to Nicaragua. If you if you if you, hmm. if you can't strategically relocate because you have family, mm-hmm. or you have you know obligations, and obviously that's not an option for you. But you know mm-hmm. if you can, you should. Listen, I used to work for the hmm. Department of Defense, but I also used to work for FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency. And I can okay. tell you right now, all those FEMA camps are not emergency management camps. They are internment centers. Okay, and eventually the day is going to come. But because of you know a breakdown in the currency-based system, pestilence, famine, anarchy, whatever, that the day is going to come when you're not going to be able to get out of this. Okay, you're not going to be able to leave legally. You know, you may be able to leave illegally, but you're not going to be able to leave legally. Okay, hmm. it's going to happen. So you need to get out while you can. Okay. Okay. And if it doesn't work, and if it doesn't work for you, then fine, go back home. Yeah, I hear at least you. try yeah. it. Yeah, at least yeah. see if, see if it's better. Yeah. Sounds good to me. If I didn't have dogs, I'd be on the on the airplane. But I Listen, they it. target. They have mm-hmm. targeted my heart and cardiovascular system to the point that I, I, I it's a miracle I'm not dead. Okay. Yeah. You know this this uh, the moving around the world did not stop the directed energy attacks. Yeah. In fact, in Nicaragua for a while it got really brutal. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they had to be more careful with the organized stalking. They had to be more careful mm-hmm. with vandalism and and other. You know, when I moved into Costa Rica, you know, uh, you know, they could do whatever they wanted. You know, yeah. in Panama, they could do whatever they wanted to me. But when I was in Nicaragua, they had to be more careful. Uh, when I was in mm-hmm. Colombia, I, I just got beat up and put in the hospital mm-hmm. by their by their gang stalkers in Colombia. I just left Colombia yeah. uh, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, I was laying on a hospital emergency room table, beat up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they can do whatever they want. Colombia, Colombia is an ally, you know. Mm-hmm. Same with Europe. Mm-hmm. Same with you know these Asian countries that are allies of America. But when you yeah. get into these countries that are not allies of America, yeah. that treat the Americans with suspicion, like Ecuador, the Americans just tried to overthrow the president of Ecuador yeah. not long ago. They tried mm-hmm. to they staged a coup and they failed. The CIA got caught. They did the same thing in Turkey. <laughs> they tried to overthrow the Turkish government with a coup mm-hmm. about about a month ago and they failed. Okay. Wow. And so these countries, they don't, they don't trust the Americans, and they have a good reason not to because the, the American CIA has, has been very cruel to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, so I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it, 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 strategic relocation is not an option for everyone. But if you right. can do it, if you have a passive income of a thousand dollars or more each mm-hmm. month coming in, yeah. then it's, it's something you should try. But you can't just go anywhere. You have to go to these countries. That are that are hostile to America. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. 
That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 